Hey there. I want to take this moment to thank everybody who helped make Duckstream 2017 a huge success. We, sur we surpassed our goal during our 48-hour streaming event to benefit the Transactive Gender Center, um, and it all made a huge difference. So that's all. No promo or anything. Just wanted to say we really appreciate you um, tuning in and giving. Thanks. Cole Ross. And this is Watch Out for Fireballs. This is a Games Club podcast. Yes, and this week is the final part of our coverage of The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Um, accepting yes. our listener responses, which will be next week. Remember when we started covering this? this that was five years ago. Yep. <laughs> to this day. And, and I, sp I spent uh, four and a half of those years assembling notes. Yeah. <laughs> the, um... <laughs> mm -hmm. And I, I watched, um, the, uh, yeah, I am, uh, I have been real into these episodes. I'm really excited to talk about the side quest content. Mm -hmm. Uh, it is weird to do one game for five, five weeks and, uh, it's gonna be great to get into some new stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. uh, the, 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 this game has, has consumed the better part of the last half of this year for me. It's, it's still, a, it's a force and I still have more of it to do. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and it's all good stuff too. It is, it is again, just the, the enormity yeah of this in all possible respects <laughs> um some of the best content is going to be uh in this episode so this episode we are talking about um contracts we are talking about uh side quests which everyone knows like a lot of those do relate to the main quest mm -hmm. and they're spicy um and then we're also going to have a bonfire side chat alum and former houseboy will hughes on as our resident gwentspert to yeah. uh tell us things about Gwent. I know that he will hate if I refer to him as an expert yeah. in Gwent just because he spent a bunch of time with it playing will, the game. And th th That also opens up. I mean, people know who he is. He writes for a website. That'll open people up to say, well, actually, you got the... No, he's, yeah. he's somebody who knows more about Gwent than us, and also we know him, and he is good on microphone. Yeah, he's not... I'm, I am just teasing. I don't <laughs> I don't think he's actually going to get any any shit for that. Uh, the the, yeah. the, the uh, if, that, if that happens, like, it is... Uh, uh, Man, some sometimes comments and stuff on the AV Club like it is, it's a harsh world. That's why I don't read in them. General, yeah, yeah. They're, I mean, comments are bad, responses are bad. Like a lot of internet discourse is actually very bad. Um, yeah, should all be in podcast form. Yep. Um, the uh, so we're gonna have Will on at some point, just kind of talk us through Gwent for just a little bit, just so we make sure we touch on it. And uh, I. What? When you said that uh, some of these side quests are spicy, did that mean like it, oh, there's fucking. Huh? Well, because I mean, that's the... not what I was... I mean, that's true. Yeah. Uh, it's, but... it's, it's in both of those regards. Sorry to have interrupted you for such a crass joke. No, it's okay. I'm, I'm, hey, I'm, I'm always down to, to discuss the spicy fuck. Um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like, give me that spicy tit. The, uh, I was going to say real quick before we started, um, 
I wanted to do do our, you know, literally tight five um, on. So the other two things that we're not really spending any time on, but are kind of worth talking about um, are guarded treasures and treasure hunts. Right. Um, just in the interest of completionism. I think we mentioned these a little bit in the beginning, but um, guarded treasures are literally things you just walk across. Yes. Uh, generally, like you go to this question mark and it is a dead merchant next to the beach with a treasure chest and like two drowners, like, you know, playing cards next to it. And you, you kill the drowners, <laughs> you take the thing. Right. It's um, um, I mean, they, they might as well just be called attractive nuisances. Like they are yes. things to draw you off of the main path. It's a little uh, map marker to, to put there. And I would go for them because I like the combat in this game. <laughs> I did, Yeah, me too. Well, and also like they tend to there's always a little story as to how the uh, the, the treasure got there. Mm-hmm. Like the the Witcher Three is not going to slouch on on that kind of fluff stuff. It just whether you have a literal limitless appetite for it. So mm-hmm. like, you know, that merchant who who is dead on the beach next to the drowners will have a journal on him that explains how he gets there. And like one time there was a a shipwreck, and you could see that um, the people had like tried to fight the drowners off with bits of board from the ship. Mm-hmm. Like they had like boards lying next to them, and then one, another one had it, one in his inventory or an oar. Mm-hmm. Um, and that and I'm like, oh, like that's that's real cool environmental storytelling. Like, boy, like this is just me on I'm on my way to do another like super interesting thing <laughs> uh, and happen to run into this like, you know, not like a robust story, but like mm-hmm. just know that these aren't like completely valueless. And it's probably the most valueless content in the in the game. Right. It is. It yeah. is like the least remarkable insofar as it's hard to remark on them. That doesn't mean they're not worth doing because they are neat little story seamlets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just you know, determine your appetite. Yeah. Um, for those, same thing with uh, treasure hunts. Like treasure hunts are, uh, you know, you get a dangerous kind of location to go to to get treasure. Mm-hmm. Um, and the uh, there's monsters on the way, and you fight them and get the treasure. Um, there's a similar thing. Like there'll be some kind of little journal or something. Yeah. Um, these are mostly worth noting, tying into that combat piece you talked about, Cole, because this is how you get your your Witcher set. Yes, these are um, uh, treasure hunts and scavenger hunts, which are both very, uh, very similar. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. These are notable. I mean, these are no- notable because they don't put waypoints on your map. Like you are trying to follow the clues um, that are inside. Um, you know, these documents and stuff that you find. The the the, the diagrams are um, different. Uh, you know, again, just you know, bits of paper and stuff that send you this way. I ended up, yeah. like, once I picked the Witcher set that I wanted to get, I ended up, like, trying to do these for, like, the the the, the lowest level set. And then I kind of spoiled myself because one thing I hate more than anything in games is being lost. Hmm. And, like, being, like, really frustrated because, like, I know it's fucking here somewhere, but maybe it's above or below, like, trying to nap. But, like, just if, if for some reason that really decided that it makes me, it's a combination of, like, anxious and frustrated. In a, in a way that actually made this kind of hard, that made those kind of hard to to do without spoilers because I wasn't getting as much enjoyment out of them. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally get that. And like, it's very rare for a game to handle vertical space mm. and map markers real well. No, um, like I don't, I don't think that's something games do super well. Yeah. These are a thing where it's like the stories that you get from these are not worth it, but like having a Witcher set is definitely worth it, and it's yeah. a, a big part of like the character build stuff that we didn't talk about because it is related to quests. Right. But a, a good way to play this game, um, like you're going to want one of these sets at Grandmaster level by the end of the DLC, mm-hmm. and they are each set, you have to use the last set to build it. 
So you kind of choose a path and, and stick with it. Like there's a lot of sunk cost involved. So it's not something you have a lot of movement on. Yeah, especially when you, once you start getting to pieces that require a lot of dimeridium and you're spending thousands of gold um, yes. per piece or per upgrade. Um, yes. it gets it gets out of hand very quickly when we talk about like different sets or different schools each school um of, of witchers uh has its own kind of combat specialty right so i liked the uh the griffin set because it made um signs way overpowered mm. yeah they, they roughly map onto the different uh play styles right so by the end of the second dlc there is a, a dedicated alchemy set the um, manticore school hmm. um but there there's a, a you know a, a big heavy armor set a medium kind of signs armor set, a light armor set, a sign set, a poison set. There's also and, one, the wolf school is mostly about adrenaline. Yeah, um, yes, and the adrenaline set. Yeah. Um, so look up, um, this is the thing that I think that you should spoil for yourself if you're going, still going to play this game um, after we've talked in detail about all the coolest parts of it, mm -hmm. is uh, look at those final bonuses for the Grandmaster set and decide which one you want mm -hmm. and start working towards it. Yeah. Also see what they look like because they have distinct uh, kind of colors and embellishments and stuff. Yes, yeah, uh, and they can be extremely dorky. Like the bear <laughs> set, you wear oven mitts. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a real like... <laughs> and the thing the is, in the DLC, suit. to get all of the bonuses, you have to wear the complete set, so you're definitely putting on them mitts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Putting the, on the uh, mitts. <laughs> putting on the mitts <laughs> um when you get to skelliga um, <laughs> the uh the grandmaster cat set you have a hood and it looks amazing oh neat so just uh you can't wear it at the same time you wear your sunglasses that you can buy but in the uh, first dlc but mm -hmm. it is uh it is pretty incredible yeah i, I so. like the griffin set because it's green yeah yep. you eventually <laughs> can dye armor too Oh, cool. Not to be like Mr. Uh, DLC spoiler, but no, no, it's I love that. I found a complete pink set, and I was like, "Oh, like this is." <laughs> this is great. I am I am way into this 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 pink cat school witcher <laughs> running around. Nice, um, yeah. But just so so nobody thinks that we're just ignoring those mm -hmm. those things. Like they're just not worth commenting on individually. <laughs> So the first section of this is going to be dedicated entirely to the contracts. Now, these tend yes. to follow um, patterns or formulas. Um, all of these quests are broken apart by region more than anything. And we're not going to remark on every single one because each region has one or two that is actually like far more remarkable than the others. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we'll kind of give a brief summary of them, but we'll talk in detail about the cool ones. Mm -hmm. And we'll start out with White Orchard, uh, which just has one. Mm -hmm. um, because it's introducing you to everything. Like looking over just side quests to prepare for this, I'm kind of amazed how the different kinds of twists are foreshadowed in the White Orchard quest. Like White Orchard is up there as far as opening areas, yeah, in games. As far as like laying, you know, laying down the the kind of libretto for what the game is going to be. Like it does a, such a good job. Very good job. I mean, yeah. you know, and that echelon contains things like Demon Souls One One. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's it's an undead berg level opening area. Yeah. Um, even though it doesn't look that cool or anything, it just it lays out you know the quest content within is really really good. Yes. Um, um, the, the con contract there is pretty decent yes. without being super great. Yeah. It's like the medium one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It uh it walks you through all the steps of like learning what the monster is, um, uh, talking to and interviewing the uh the victims or bystanders. Uh, preparing whatever you need to get your advantage and then figuring out how to make it uh, vulnerable. So there's this um, villager whose daughter drank from this corpse polluted river and needs fresh water. You know, they need fresh water to help cure, but the only well 
has been haunted for 20 years. And you go and you find out it's this noon wraith um, that is non-hostile unless you get, like, right up close. Yeah, it's not very aggressive. And and by the time you run into it, it is probably fairly powerful. Right, too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so, like, you have to do some investigating and find a diary that says, yeah, uh, the family moved away to get away from a uh, uh, tyrannical village lord, but she was killed kind of in the melee. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and is looking for this, uh, bracelet that her husband gave her. Yes. Yeah. So these, uh, this, uh, this thing about, uh, specters and, and, and wraiths and such having these, uh, these objects that tie them back to their material form, being able to use that to make them, you know, when you kill them, set them at peace. Yes. So they don't um, come back. Like there's this idea of a complex curse. Yes. Yes. Um, and the, uh, so the two noteworthy things about this quest is one, um, the initial thing, the, the water was polluted, polluted with corpses because of the war. Right. Um, the thing that white orger does is, you know, explain the consequences of the war really well. And we'll get to more of that in side quest. Um, two, this is the first mandatory wraith fight, mm-hmm. um, which I think we talked about these, uh, during the main quest when you get them, but about using Yordan mm-hmm. to, uh, set traps for them and being, you know, they teleport behind you. So yes. getting that rhythm. Um, I is some of the first very complex combat you can do. Yes. Yeah. Um, moving on to Velen, um, there's a there's a a handful uh, here. Yeah. That are that are super good. Mm-hmm. Um, I did, I went through and just kind of opened up tabs for the ones that I thought were cool. Yeah. Um, here and uh, we'll we'll get to them and some of them are kind of like medium, right? So like they'll have a cool thing about them, but the actual story is very simple. Right. Like, um, you know, uh, the first one that I have here is an, as an example, like guards think that there's a monster in the woods. Turns out that it's a bunch of Scoia'tael, like rebel elves, you know, like guerrilla yes. fighters. The and, rebel elves. Yeah. They say more, more, more. <laughs> and you can decide whether or not you want to kill them or chase them away. And it, it impacts your reward. Like that is that that is a good example of like the encapsulated Witcher uh, contract story where like is thing X? No, thing Y. Yes. And thing Y is not necessarily evil, has understandable motivations. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the Squilatel are uh, persecuted. You know, they're they're killing innocent merchant bands, but because of, you know, they're, they're being oppressed. Mm-hmm. And it's a great example of um, unforeseen consequences. So there's a way this can shake out. It didn't for me, but in my research, um, if you tell the elves that you will keep their secret and then don't, um, they will ambush you at a couple randomly determined places later in the game. Oh, dang. They're the regulars. Um, and yeah, they can <laughs> they mount up. Yeah. This is, you know, this is we're on number three and we've been recording for for not very long. Like, I think this is going to result in the, 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 like like a 16 track, very specific parody album. Oh, no, I was talking about the regulators and final or uh, not final and uh, uh, Fallout 3. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah every, <laughs> I, I was thinking about AG and, and <laughs> Warren Dog, the uh, teleporter accidents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That create do regulators bits about the school of teals because we have the, the the rebel elves, we have putting on the mitts, and then we have this uh, this regulate thing. And what the fuck is I think our by deal? the end of this, <laughs> we, I think at the end of the podcast, we can make a, an unlistenable thing that would definitely still get booked at PAX. Like, one thousand percent good. Like, we we just do songs about Witcher side quest and Witcher side content. <laughs> this one's about the gloves on this one specific piece of armor that most of you don't know. One, two, three, four. <laughs> each, each song has a PowerPoint deck explaining it. Yeah, like, I just like slow pans over the gloves <laughs> and like, like low res, like super blown up images. <laughs> but 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 we come out and we're dressed up 
like taco so like it's really, like there's like 70 costume changes oh yeah yeah like, <laughs> yeah but but it's very cool like they can they can ambush you for this thing and it can mm-hmm. happen way way later it can happen on the outskirts of novograd mm-hmm. so if you're doing these you know you don't go to novograd yet like you it could be 10 hours and these elves come back and are just like you betrayed us like, oh, shit, <laughs> I, I did betray you Fuck. Yeah. um I that's bet- awesome i betrayed you and you're everywhere yes yeah it's, it's a very cool idea yeah um and this is kind of an interesting fight because there are a lot of ranged mm-hmm. uh, attackers. It's not something you deal with a lot. Yep. Yeah. Um, how about you? How about another one that was interesting? Um, let me pull up my uh, my list here, my contracts. Um, I liked so the first one I thought succeeded in being pretty spooky is the Merry Widow, mm. um, which is uh, near this uh, this town called Lindenvale. Children have been uh, disappearing um, from this nearby cemetery, and uh, you head there. There are dogs. Um, but essentially, you find this pretty creepy murder shack with a bunch of child skulls in a like a pot. There's like piled in the corner. It's like loose yeah. skulls. Yeah, just, yeah, just spare skulls. But there's also like a cook pot and 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 things. It's like pretty, you know, pretty spooky. And mm-hmm. I really like the design on hags uh, in this game from like the capital H, you know, yeah. uh, the, the ladies of the wood, and then to just like regular hags. Like I think that's a that's an aesthetic I'm into in this post, uh, like the Snyder witches book mm. um scary witches yeah and uh yeah i thought this was one of the first ones that like succeeded in being like pretty spooky like going into the the seven-esque murder shack <laughs> i was like what's gonna be in here and it was pretty cool there are a handful of really good um a handful of really good murder shacks in this oh yeah yeah god god do i love a murder shack dude. <laughs> like, the, uh... somebody's gonna take you seriously <laughs> yeah well i i, I know um <laughs> but the like, it is just, like, one of my favorite, like, I would do, if I had infinite money and all the world's problems were solved, have, like, a mansion across the street from my house where every room was set up as a different kind of murder shack <laughs> with, like, clues defined just to tell, like, a little spooky, short, you know, short story. The Butterfield Mystery House. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, one of my favorite uh, kind of twists to these things is when when the um, uh, client doesn't understand what kind of monster uh is is coming along and it's almost never because of like straight up ignorance on their part like they're giving a description they have like little folk names for them uh the quest mysterious tracks is actually a really good um example of that because like a hunter says like yeah you know something's killing all my game and like i I see it and you know i'm I'm a hunter and i just don't understand these tracks that i'm seeing what this ends Mm -hmm. up being is well, actually, it's two monsters, and they are fighting over territory. Yeah, and you, yeah. And you find out, so it's a chort and a fiend. Um, a, a, a fiend the, <laughs> the chort killed the fiend, and you have to make a lure to get the chort, you know, into a into a place where you can take it down. And chorts are like yeah. these big demon kind of things. But I just love the idea of these villages being kind of at the whim of these monsters fighting each other over territory. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love that, too. Like, that, that is the theming of the small folk, like, being at the whims of more powerful things. Yes. You know, and, and there, there's something there thematically where, like, the witcher's job is to intervene with these supernatural powerful things, but ends up actually, you know, killing human monsters as well. Yes. You know, and, and that, that's part of the, the series theming, mm-hmm. um, which is real good. Um, I'm a real big fan of the uh, the the cat and wolf play. Oh god, the, the beast of Honorton. This is so good. Like this yeah, is yeah. this is the uh, like the crown of the um, of the Velen contracts. I think. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think I think so. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so this is really cool. You find a notice. Um, there's this beast. You know, they again the the peasants don't know the name of Honorton. 
Um, and when you show up to kind of check out the contract, the whole town is slaughtered. Right. Uh, like there. in a very specific precision ways. Like, yes. you know, you examine the bodies, use your witcher senses and like, yeah, this was the work of an expert. You uh, you follow this blood trail and you find out um, a wounded witcher from the cat school. Right. Um, um, so the cat the cat school is essentially bad news. Like it's the rogue witcher school. Right. Um, that started taking assassin contracts. Right. So not so, hunting like, monsters, but actually, you know, working, um, you know, to topple regimes and stuff, yes. which is which is no good. Um, yes. you know, and this guy, he's wounded. Um, and you know, like, like a villager actually took a, took a pitchfork to him and that's, yeah. you know, like, and it, it, it kind of sucked because like he had a reason to be really angry at this because he did a job for them. They wouldn't pay him. He insisted. Then they lured him into a barn and attacked him with a pitchfork. And yeah. his, his reaction to that, his overreaction was to kill the entire village, but he spared the small girl. Yeah. Yeah. Who was, it was still killed. Yeah, unfortunately, but like it wasn't, it wasn't him. Um, that's what, what I find oh, out. oh, wait, no, I, I, I totally rescued the girl. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought, yeah, <laughs> maybe there's something there because I, I didn't, uh, maybe I, yeah, I didn't complete this or do, do something. Well, shit. Yeah, because you know, after, after you deal with the, the, the rogue witcher, um, you know, whatever way you want to, uh, you go back and you kind of escort her to her aunt's house, like one town over, and you can, you know, give them some money so they think oh gosh time's so, so hard but you know they're she's blood so we'll take her in you can give hmm. her money for food and then when oh, you cool. w- when you swing back by later there's like little incidental quest the girl runs up to you thanks you and she gives you a drawing of you and her oh that's great <laughs> yeah yeah I, I missed the ending of this um yeah huh. <laughs> so like, um, again the you know this the, this was kind of an early on not not early like midway through moment that reaffirmed like a great thing about Geralt is that he is good with kids <laughs> yeah I, I, I love Geralt with kids yeah um the I like uh so this was cool too because I like how this having this quest where it was another witcher in a situation that you end up being in you know oh, and that Geralt times, had been like, in, in the past yeah Geralt had been in the past and you will will have been in in this game where somebody mm-hmm. for a side quest usually not contract but somebody will like offer to pay you something and then try to cheat you right and the the way I was RPing it was like you know you like I, you're not going to get fucked with mm-hmm. you know like that that is if somebody decides to hold out and then they won't you know do something then like that that that's it for them you know like I don't I don't I don't suffer people lying to me in the mm-hmm. game um and so I was like I you know I get why this guy did this like it it was almost it was funny because he didn't need to do the, the entire village but I had a thought of like what if he was in another video game and they killed one villager but all the other ones aggroed. Mm-hmm. Like in a video game where you don't have any choice but to kill yeah. an entire village because like you've made the faction at Good Springs mad. Yeah. Um. You know, I, well, I had that thought. Of, like it was like, a con- like it was a conspiracy to kill him. Like the yeah. like they, they they surrounded him in the barn. You know, yeah. he didn't have to go into every single home and do what he did. But like I I let him off too. Yeah. Um. You know, for for that reason, I was like you know don't don't do it again. But like this is this is a hazard of the job. You're just lucky you survived. Yeah. 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 And and just tells you more about the world and more about the job and stuff. It's very cool. Like yeah. this this that I agree that that is the best Velen quest yeah. uh, of of the uh the the contracts. Yes. Um another one that I like um is the mystery of the Byways murders. Mhm. Um because Byways is the small little town. Actually, I didn't accept the contract. I just kind of ran by it. And it was one of those abandoned towns that was kind of taken over by monsters. Um but the contract is some Nilfgaardian soldiers had gone missing in this town. And you get there and the, the entire place is empty except for corpses, um, <laughs> you know, and you think, okay, well, the ghouls that are around here probably did this. No, turns out this village 
its livelihood was digging into these elven ruins that were beneath the town and they accidentally let, let loose a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> um, which, uh, which, which killed the soldiers and then killed the, uh, killed the soldiers. The, uh, villagers buried the soldiers, which drew some ghouls, which killed the villagers. And then you have to go kill the vampire. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, you're trying to get them across a, uh, <laughs> yeah. a lake on a raft. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, the, uh, yeah, this, this is really good too. Um, again, in that kind of subverting expectations way. And just, um, I like the design of vampires in this, yes. like Akamara do not map on to regular vampires. No, no, they're far more bestial. Like they're for, yes. just from a different, a different folklore tradition, which is something that's great about this. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, the other thing, the other ones, like those are the, those are the ones I think were good. Mm -hmm. There are other ones that are fine. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, like none of them are bad, but the, the contracts are definitively like a, a lower order of magnitude of interest under like actual side quest and main quest content. Right. Yeah. So you get to kill some, you know, some enemies that you're going to encounter in serious, in serious context later on or mm -hmm. in other quests of more import. Um, and oftentimes these are like lower level opportunities to learn how they fight. So like things like griffins or maybe even some of these hags, like you might do the Merry Widow before, uh, before you do that, before you yeah. encounter one in the main story. Um, this is kind of just a way for you to earn money while also getting that experience. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm good to move on to Novograd contracts if, uh, if you are. As am I. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about our favorite Novograd boys. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I can, I can start off with one. Um, it's, it's probably a little bit further down in your, oh, yeah, actually real quick. We should talk about the way that you get these, which is like combing notice boards. Oh yeah. 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 Um, so people, these are actually in world. There's an explanation for these and you go to these notice boards, people have put up these messages and you know, roughly half of them are contracts, but a bunch of them are just like, you know, I, it, it's, it's pretty much next door. It's like the next door <laughs> app. Yeah. But for, for a uh, Velen where like, uh, you know, people are just like, Hey, I need to borrow a, you know, a table. You know, it's shit like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know how people are always borrowing entire tables. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah. So so a, a good way to do play the game or one way that I played was just to Roomba up all of these when I got to a new map. Mm -hmm. And then I would be able I'd have my choice of, you know, what order to do these in and, and what level. Um, but I'll, I'll go ahead and uh, pull up uh, an elusive thief <laughs> uh, in this. I think this is a good. Yes. Um, a good quest. Well, I mean, because we're in the city and we're not going to be going to like a graveyard to kill a gigantic fiend that is up in a cave. You know, yes. like this is like an elusive thief is definitely like a, a very urban concern. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not that we don't go to caves during this, but mostly right. it is uh, it is not that. Right. Um, this is urban. There, You know, there is uh, somebody who is being uh, menaced like an imp is stealing mm -hmm. from them. And the, the kind of cool parts about this is like one you when you're trailing it, it's very clearly changes like method of movement mm -hmm. um, as you go. Like it starts going up a wall. You kind of have to make your way around until you eventually get to its house. You follow the scent of a strong perfume and you find that it is a Doppler. Um, we know about Dopplers. Dopplers came up when we first get to Novograd. Right. Um, you know, as this, this uh, non-human that is being persecuted. Um, but you you talk to this one and say like, you know, Hey, uh, it, it's po And the other thing too, is it's posing as the enemy. It's posing as a guard of the internal flame. Right. Um, shaking somebody down, um, you know, because Dopplers can't operate in regular society. Right. Uh, they kind of have to do it at this margins. Um, so you can talk to it at some point, uh, you know, and you can spare it or you can kill it. Um, it will turn into you, uh, <laughs> if you decide to fight it and you get to have, uh, and everyone, there's like, you know, people watching freak out, uh, which is real great. 
Um, yeah. I think I'm seeing double four yeah. swords. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's pretty, it's pretty cool though. And it's surreal. And also anytime that, you know, Geralt can show softness for sentient monsters, I'm down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I tell him to leave the city. I was like, Hey, yeah. you're causing problems. You're going to get killed. If you, if you stay here, party's over. Um, yes. and you don't get a reward. My favorite part of this is when you go to the notice holder, you know, Geralt is always working on his, uh, working on his standup. He says, you really got an imp problem or is that an imp perfection in the notice? Yeah. It's like, Geralt, that joke works better in print, dog. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 Geralt Barry. Um, the, uh, uh, it is, uh, sparing him, you know, has real consequences too. You come back and you're like, yeah, it was, uh, you know, you can either lie about what it was and yeah. it's okay. Well, where's the evidence? Like, well, I don't have it. And then you don't get paid or you get paid half if you threaten them or something like right, that. Right, right. So making that moral choice like does have a real consequence and you don't get a huge benefit from it. It's not like this person comes along later and saves your life. It's just right. the cost of being what you consider to be good, mm-hmm. like the cost of role playing. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's the, it's what you pay to be able to live with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love the Oxenfurt drunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's the next one I have on, on my list as well. Yeah. Sorry to snake this from you, but it's so good. Well, I think uh, we're going to we're going to oh, yeah. gravitate to the same quest. <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh. Um, so like there's this Redanian guard captain who's sick and tired of his um, of his men going missing. Like he's over in Oxenford and they do their shift and then they go drink and then they you know wind up missing. So he says, hey, can you investigate this bar? See what's going on. And by mm-hmm. talking to people, you realize, oh, this is probably a vampire who has a particular taste for the blood of drunk people. It is an alcoholic vampire. Yeah. So in order to lure it out, guess what? We're going to saddle up to the brass rail and I'm going to drink as much as I can. And then you have a tipsy fight with a vampire in the streets of Oxenford. Which I, I, man, do I love the idea of a drunk vampire? Like who, who's like, because the Oxenford drunk in question is the vampire who likes to drink uh-huh. alcoholic blood. Yeah. Like, and you have to, uh, you know, you drink, it's like you go and you ask for strong alcohol. You walk around and you have to like act like a drunk. And anytime Geralt is acting, which comes up a lot, mm-hmm. um, it is pretty funny because yeah. he is not uh, not good at it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of this. <laughs> too. I mean, it's a cool fight, too. It's like multi-stage. Like you wound it. It runs away. You have to chase it down. Yeah. And you sober really up during the course of the fight, um, which is which is fine. It would be it would be fun if they went full GTA and it was like, yeah, you're fucked up the entire time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like the uh, the door slamming shut. Yeah, uh, quest that's on on my list as well. That's a good version um, of a haunted house. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's uh, you know essentially just a haunted house. Like, hey, about this this house, everything shakes. Doors are slamming shut on their own. What can you do? Um, you know, it's probably not a ghost, um, but it's got to be something. You figure it out. So you you head into this house and uh, check it out. Look at look at things, and you find one of the walls is weak in the basement. Um, you are that bad boy open and uh, and head in and find out that they accidentally built their house where an earth elemental is being trapped by a magic barrier. Mm-hmm. Like the suggestion of these like magic wars that came before the city. Yeah. You know, even was like not that like the magic wars are not a thing and which are <laughs> which are lore. But I mean, just like, you know, there, there's been activity, mm-hmm. you know, like the, this city is built on top of another civilization that is possibly very old, like yeah. all cities are. And, uh, you know, it it was a cool twist and a cool fight. Like the earth elemental you fight down here is like unreasonably tanky for its level. Mm -hmm. Um, and it is a real, like learn these patterns and get good at dodging. Yeah. You're also fighting in a tiny little chamber too. And normally when you fight elementals of this size, you have a lot of room to dodge and stuff. 
Yeah. Yeah. And, and in the dark, mm -hmm. um, you know, and it was just, uh, ordinarily I don't like that. Like in dark souls, mm -hmm. you know, just an endurance test, but it was cool here because of the theming. Yeah. Um, I like the way elementals look in this as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh. They, they look, uh, they look very rough hewn. Yep. Yeah. Um, the other one I like is deadly delights. Mm -hmm. Again, you're, you know, it feels like you're going after, uh, after a serial, serial killer or, so, or something. Novigrad guard says like, Hey, there's this beast that is killing people by like heating them up and drying them out. It's like they're mummified and we find yeah. their bodies and we don't know what's going on. You follow what appears to be hoof prints to crippled Kate's, which is this brothel that you mm. end up, that you end up going to a lot. Like, you know, it's just, it's, it's a happening place in Novigrad. Um, and <laughs> I mind trick the madam, just, just the way that this worked out for me to like, tell the truth. They, they've they kept a succubus in their employ because it makes them a lot of money. Like people really want to sleep with a succubus. In this in this world, succubi are not like necessarily like they don't kill you after you have sex with them. It's just they're, they're, they're demons or whatever. And Well, know. they drain energy. Right. Like they, right. they fool you. And like there's a really good um, – so I, I ended up – ordinarily I sign side with sentient creatures. I ended up killing the succubus. Hmm. and felt conflicted about it but the thinking just being like you know this is there's a line somewhere when you get there mm -hmm. um and which are like Geralt says something or it's in the bestiary or something that like this is a promise that he's seen before where succubi will say they're not gonna do anything but they always end up killing right like they're it's, it's just in their nature and it ends up making her really tragic like she's trying to exist but cannot help herself right right like an addict. There's a quest in uh, Skellige that I didn't highlight, but there's a pretty good quest in Skellige that is uh, involved in this, mm -hmm. where you go to uh, to an apprentice of an alchemist who is bewitched, you know, by a succubus. Yeah. And it's really cool that, like, in the fiction, Geralt has heard this story a thousand times. Mm -hmm. um, and in the game, you hear it multiple times from different succubi. Like, it is just their line is like, I don't, you know, I'm not going to hurt him. I'm not going to go too far yeah. in this. And they can't help it. Like, they always go too far. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I guess I wasn't paying attention or I didn't read that part of the bestiary because I let her go. I was like, you know, just like with the Doppler, you know, like, yeah. hey, party's over, you know. Yeah, I, I, I liked the idea of that, mm -hmm. um, you know, but it just um, – and when you fight Succubi, like, they fight very differently. They're casters. Mm -hmm. um, they use fire magic, and they are really, really tough. And you're fighting her in a bedroom, like a well-appointed bedroom that ends up, like, burning, you know, I, I between think, you shooting a, fire and her fighting I think in a brothel fire. it's called a boudoir. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but when a suck any time any room a succubus is in is a bedroom, hmm. even a bathroom, kitchen, basement, den. Yeah, bonus room, front room, porch, <laughs> mud <Yeah>. room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, on top of a Roomba, like it isn't <laughs> cover box. It, is, it becomes a bed Roomba. Like it is. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine a bed Roomba that was on your bed, and you put it into bed before you slept, and it like Roomba dead skin cells off you. And uh, out was, of your bed. I was thinking of crumbs, and I was about to say, "Stop eating in bed, you dummy! You want ants?" Well, I, 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 I'm not eating in bed. I just, I just, I just exude crumbs. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, don't, don't, don't bedroom shame me. Um, but it is. I also wanted to let her go too, and I felt mm -hmm. super shitty about it until later, which was a cool Witcher trick. You know, Witcher yeah, three trick. Yeah. Like, I was like, ah, you know, I don't, I mean, not super shitty. Like, I lost sleep and I, you know, I, I put it on my mind. I was like, yeah, I wonder if I did that one right. Yeah. There are a couple of quests I, like, definitively didn't do right. So, uh -huh. you know, and you feel bad for a minute and then you move on because it's just a video game. Um, And the, uh, this was one that where, where that happened. So it was cool to have it subvert that, even that expectation. Yeah. So, so um, yeah. do you have any more on this that you are way into? No. 
Yeah. No. Again, that doesn't mean they're bad. It's mm-hmm. just they're not quite as cool. Yeah. Like there's one, uh, uh, oh gosh, the Apiarian Phantom, which um, oh, yeah. all, all these bees are dying because they're being frozen. It doesn't really match um, the, the profile of anything that Geralt knows. So when you go and investigate, it turns out that it's a hound of the wild hunt that got stranded after a teleport. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, which, sorry, which you gotta like go. A, we gotta go, bud. Which is an idea I liked a whole lot, but the actual quest um, actually does something, you know, in, in terms of Witcher 3 bummers, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that is that the quest is a certain level, but puts you directly in the path of monsters that are way higher level. Yeah. Um, when you're tracking that dog, there are some drowned dead oh, nearby. Yeah, they're yeah. about like 10 levels higher than you need to be to do the quest. Yeah. There's like a uh, varsity drowners is what those are. Yeah. 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 Um, and it is just like, boy, like I, I, I don't want to fight those things. I want to do this quest. And that, that ended up bothering me enough, even though it was fun to run into halflings and deal with like beekeepers. Like that was <laughs> surreal and cool. Yeah. No, they run a meadery. Yeah. Yeah. As, as one should, mm-hmm. if you count bees. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm fine to uh, destination Skellige this. Yeah. Let's head over yeah. to Skellige, which again has its own kind of concerns. You're going to be dealing with a lot of, uh, um, <laughs> a lot of mountainous kind of stuff here. Yeah. Um, I'll let you go first because you've gone first these couple times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Phantom of Elderberg. Yeah. Is is on on my list. Um, this is awesome. Uh, you and this was cool because I came upon it organically. I didn't get the contract. I just saw a landmark I had to go check out. Uh huh. Um, is better about those. There was no way to talk about them in the main quest, but like, there's a there's a really cool like whale graveyard mm-hmm. where whales have been beaching themselves for like years, and there's <laughs> skeletons stuff. It's very cool. Um, but this was just like a, a misshrouded lighthouse. And I'm like, every video game and fiction instinct tells me there's something cool there. Like, <laughs> yep. I gotta go. Yeah. Um, and you go up and you get uh, the way this worked out for me. You could also probably get the contract mm-hmm. um, is I get uh, harried by phantoms the entire time until like I go into this this hut, um, knock on this hut to be like, what's going on? And the, the old lighthouse keeper explains like, oh, the, the aisle is haunted. Um, there's a curse here. Um. You go up to the thing, you investigate the lighthouse itself, like fighting through the 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 phantoms and find out that uh, the lighthouse keeper had made a deal with pirates to turn off the lighthouse yeah. uh, when ships are passing and the pirates would raid the wreckage. So it was responsible for like killing tons of people. Mm-hmm. Um, you can come up and so him doing this act created a thing called a penitent, yeah. which is a, a kind of super wraith. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can, you know, do a couple of things with him, but the, the you want to break the curse uh with with the lighthouse keeper so he has to make his way up and you have to protect him uh and then fight the the penitent yes um it's a <laughs> how, how did you resolve this because um, uh, i i sent him on his way yeah like i was i you know was stern but a, a, a pattern is arising here where where Geralt is kind of like an eviction officer <laughs> yeah, he's, a, he's a real the, the 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 motto of the wolf school is boys will be boys <laughs> It's coat of arms just says move along. Yeah, yeah, nothing to see here. You filth. Um, So this was, uh, you know, I I felt conflicted about it, right? Because this guy definitely did a pretty terrible crime. Mm -hmm. I just believe that he had been punished enough. Like he, by the time I came, he had been cowering in this this thing in terror and couldn't leave this house for yeah, you know, who knows how long. Yeah. Um. And and I think I sacrificed some reward for letting him go. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> I love Geralt's opening lines when he goes back to his clients because I think for this one it's like gonna need a new lighthouse keeper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think that is an option too. I think that he might say like, "Hey, you know, I can I can get back to 
you know, work. And you can say, nah, nah, no, you know, I think when you tell them, like, like, whoa, 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 you know, that that's not on the table. Like, you know. yeah, I should kill you just for asking. Um, mm-hmm. uh, one that I like is in the heart of the woods. Mm-hmm. Did you, uh, did that's you... on my list. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so this one's great because again, this questions the idea of like an effective God versus a symbolic one. Yes. You know, yeah. a running theme on the show here. You go to this very small village and you, you kind of happen upon this conflict. There are the town elders who um, believe that these people are going missing and bad things are happening because they have forsaken this pact they made with the woodland spirit, right? And they need mm-hmm. to renew it, go back to the old ways, forsake conveniences, et cetera, et cetera. And the, and the younger people say, no, like we, you know, we, we need to, we need to go out and, and, and slay this. We need to, we need to figure out the actual root of the problem. Yeah. Um, and so you, you can decide who you want to side with. Eventually you find out that this is a lesson, you know, again, like kind of like a treant kind of, kind of, kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. and, and you can decide either to renew the pact and side with, you know, the, the, the old timers or kill the lesson that has kind of been taking advantage of this town. If that reveals what I think of this, I was like, okay, well, like they're just worshiping a monster that's using them and killing them when they, when they don't do it at once. So this has to go, the new order has to set in. But while I was out doing that problem, the young people killed the elders anyway, because this wasn't really about the, about the lesson at all. This was about yeah. who should be in charge. Yep. So I yeah, fucked the this same up thing, royal. Same, I did the, the same thing. Like there's a way to go about this where you actually learn that the lesson is keeping its bargain. Hmm. Like this, uh, uh, it's in the, it's in the notes. I found that out through research. I, I did the same thing you did. Yeah. So that, that didn't come up, uh, for me, but it was, hmm. you know, it is, the lesson is legit. Hmm. Um, and I love the, uh, journal entry for when you fuck this up, um, Geralt agreed, but while he was tracking the lesson of the woods, Sven decided to usher in the new era himself by murdering the village elders. When Geralt arrived back in the settlement, it was too late to save them from, uh, the fratricidal bloodshed. He thus collected his reward from a man who killed more people in one afternoon than the monster had in years. Yep. You know, it, it is like, pretty good at making you feel like, boy, you really <laughs> fucked up this one. Yeah. You should have um, sniffed out that snake, man. Yeah. 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 And I mean, that's, and that's what, what it is, you know? Um, so there, there is a good way to do this and I didn't do it, which is, it's great that it's interesting and not just like, you know, the, the punishment is, is boring. Mm-hmm. Um, if you do the way, uh, if you side with the creature and come back, you also have to defend the, the elders, the young people will decide to do this no matter what. Right. Um, so half this village is going, mm-hmm. uh, either at your hand or, or the young person's hand. Like, this this is a conflict that you cannot fix, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. entirely. Yeah. I mean, this is inherent to Skellige, which is kind of half split between like worshiping Freya and also kind of this even, you know, this even more kind of animistic version. Yeah. Of, like older religion. Yeah. 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 Super cool. Really great stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, is this, is this me? This is you. Is me going? Um, I really like, uh, Skellige's Most Wanted. God, this is so good. I wanted, yeah. I, I, I wanted to save this one toward the end because this is definitely like my favorite quest. <laughs> oh yeah. Of these, this is the last one I have on my list. Uh-huh. Um, so that's why I had to do it. Yeah. I can't save until the end. Mm. Um, so this is, this is really, really cool. Um, you get a, uh, a contract, um, towards, you know, which tends, tends you to this overturned cart. Uh, and when you go there to kind of check this out, this huge built boulder comes down, almost kills you. Yeah. Um, kind of, kind of a, you know, whoa. And uh, again, like, you know, my girl like doesn't, 
you know, you can't, you can't come at, come at Geralt and try to kill him. No. You know, my girl. Um, so you kind of check this out. Um, you find these Necker tracks uh, to this layer and you find that there are like these, you know, like, <laughs> sort of like drawings. A kid, yeah. Kid did it with his left hand, you know, yeah. um, uh, drawings to murder you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, well, well, shit. Um, you follow the kind of the clues there and you find this group of monsters. Yeah. Um, a godling, a Doppler, a rock troll and a werewolf. Walk into a bar. Yes. And uh, the uh, uh, they they've been trying to plan to kill you because witchers hunt them. Yeah. Well, it wasn't you specifically. It was like any yeah. witcher has to go. You yeah, are because witchers most it. wanted. Yeah. Yes. Um, you know, so that that's a cool subversion. Like you are the most wanted in that in that scenario. Um, and you have a choice here. Here's a again, all minor stuff like this is a <laughs> a big choice in this game that is entirely predicated on minor things that you can miss. Mm-hmm. You know, so. You get to this point and your options, you know, whether you can talk them mostly down from it, depend on how kind you've been to sentient creatures. Like you can make the argument like that is something that witchers do. I don't do it. Mm-hmm. Like you've got the wrong person. Like I spared the succubus. I spared the Doppler. I spared blankety bloop. I spared the rock troll. Like I don't kill sentient monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, if you do that, their werewolf leader is still too mad. will fight you. But he doesn't like his friends don't join in. Yeah. Yeah, but it, but it's a little bit like the thesis statement for Geralt's relationship with monsters and with his job. Like he's seen enough to know that what people, you know, what everybody calls monsters, there's a range of like how responsible they are for what they're doing. You know, you only, mm-hmm. you know we only I only kill the ones that are dangerous, and you yes. know if they're sentient and they're dangerous. I'm going to kill them, but you don't seem dangerous except for you, werewolf. You have to go. Yeah. So I'm going to have to ask ask you to leave Skellige. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, so I'm going to ask you to go terrorize somewhere else that isn't in this game, uh, <laughs> so I don't have to feel responsible for it. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much my my one move. Um, you know, or yeah. or or you have to go. There, there, there's one more one more quest that I think warrants at least a small mention. The quest that is just simply called Dragon. Mm. the the yep. one with the small village that like they're 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 claim to fame like they're super jazz like we're the one village in Skellige that is hounded by this dragon but it's finally killing too many people so we need to you know we we did hire, hire a witcher um and they're insistent like you know Geralt's really skeptical of this cuz dragon that's you know a big deal you go and you know kill it like you guide a sheep to it in this really misguided uh mini game um I, of, of herding guiding the man like doing that in this game uh-huh. like the the kind of like herding uh-huh. mechanic is really bad it's super bad yeah um but you use that as bait to lure out a fork tail which is you know decidedly less dangerous than a than a dragon the the twist for this and what's actually makes this worth mentioning is you go back and you can either tell them the truth like hey it wasn't a dragon it was a fork tail which causes the village to lose face and the client says, well, since it wasn't as dangerous, I'm going to pay you half. And there you go. Or you can say, Oh, I slayed this dragon. You guys were so brave for, you know, for having, you know, lived this long and you get the full payment. And it's like, what's more valuable letting them know the truth or letting them kind of live in their own local legend. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what, what, what would do you think your version of Geralt would do? Right. You know, because like the, the Geralt that I crafted was extremely just matter of fact. Right. You know, like, I don't think that I attempted to lie during the the, the game. You know, it just doesn't work with his voice acting and stuff to me. Right. Um, other than, I mean, I, I, I lied to Radovid and said that I didn't find uh, mm-hmm. what, what's her head. But the um, it is it, this is a cool quest as well, just kind of for that. Yeah. Um, and and it's like it, it's also kind of a player subversion, too, because you don't fight a dragon in this. No. Um, 
and you don't the DLCs either. It's kind of the big like legendary fantasy monster. So like when I saw this, I was like, oh shit, like <laughs> you know, gonna fight a dragon. Um, you know, and then again, just in that kind of pulling the rug out from under you, not the case. Right. Yeah. Um, so there there are other, you know, Skellige Kong tracks. If we missed your favorite, you know, sorry about that. Uh, these were just the ones that stood out to us. Um, I recommend, uh, you know, if you're the kind of person who's already going to experience this game vicariously through us, I recommend reading up about these mm-hmm. um, and just kind of checking them out and the way different ways they can permutate. And uh, if you are the kind of person who's still going to play this, uh, you have that to look forward to. Yeah. Because they are cool. Yeah. Fandom as a website, like as a platform, is really unstable and doesn't run very well. However, the fandom wiki for this particular game has all of that information. Um, different journal entries that show, like, if there are choices, what the journal would say if you made different uh, yeah. decisions. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I love the content on that website. It's just that it crashes on websites or on my phone constantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it's, it's like so a bad. bunch of trackers and stuff. I guess eh, I'd, rather, yeah. I'd rather it was a little bit more stripped bare. Yeah. Very much so. Um, so now, um, after a brief uh, witchery sound effect, you will hear our little discussion with Will Hughes about uh, Gwent. You wish to play, so let us play. Okay, and we, we are back. Uh me, I'm here. Cole's here. Hey, Cole. And we're uh, joined by Will Hughes uh, from the AKVV Club. Hey, Will. Hey, Gary. How are you doing today? I'm good. I can't pronounce. Uh, how do you spell AV? Nope. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's only two letters, and you did add four or five more in there. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah I, I really Ted Dereared it. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, it brought friends. Will, uh, you're here because of Gwent. Yeah, I tolerate and sometimes even enjoy Gwent. And that, <laughs> that apparently makes me unique on this call. The, 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 um, I, I thought for sure, um, just from like hearsay, I was like, oh, man, one of those uh, the, the, those guys from Kane and Rince like loved Gwent. Like Josh likes Gwent, right? And then I tweeted him like, hey, man, you, you like Gwent, right? And he's like, no. <laughs> um, like that, that process repeated a couple times. Yeah. Um, yeah, not, not trying to be like. Yeah, no, Gary, list more people you called first. <laughs> That's not what I mean. I just meant the, the ubiquity of Gwent uh, apathy mm-hmm. um, is, is quite a thing. The, the, ubiquity, the, the ubiquity of Gwent apathy within the people we know who do podcasts and have microphones and will uh, help us out. Yes. <laughs> and will, to be to, to my defense, at the time I started looking, you were still playing the game and hadn't finished it. It's true. Checkmate. Uh, now I have finished it. I have I have imbibed all the good Gwent content, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm happy to share share the love, share the gospel of Gwent. Yeah, <laughs> appreciate um, it. Which, uh, you know, in the in your uh, intro episode for this, you guys hit on like the big appeal of Gwent, which is it's a thing to do in The Witcher Three that is not uh, play The Witcher Three for 800 hours of your life. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like having a video game to play in real life given how much Witcher 3 there is. It's like when they add a Bejewel to EverQuest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'll, take, I'll take your word for that one. Like, <laughs> I absolutely believe you that that happens. So. <laughs> um, God, what an artifact of its time EverQuest is, even just between that <laughs> sentence. Like, <laughs> the, um, uh, so, so, like, this is when you played, is that how Gwent fit into your experience? Like, you would be like... Well, you know, I, like this this merchant wants to play Gwent, and I feel like hearing Gwent, uh, Geralt say, "Fancy a game of Gwent." Uh, so, 
I'm going to play Gwent now? Or was it something that was more like keep your head down and collect them all? Or did you use a guide to make sure you didn't miss cards? Like how did it fit into your, your experience? Uh, you know, I have that compulsive side to my, how I game, but Gwent did not really trigger it. It's if there were like icons on the map, that were like new Gwent cards. Trust mm-hmm. me, I would mm-hmm. be at every single merchant being like, all right, let's <laughs> play. I mean, they kind of but, have that because every innkeep sells new Gwent cards. Like if you are really into the deck building side of this. That's true. Uh, but like the pacing of it actually came out really naturally for me. Uh, like you meet a new merchant, like, you know, every hour or so, something like that. Uh, and every time <laughs> they have that little card icon and you're like, eh, yeah, I could take a break for a minute and play some Gwent. So, so uh, it was, it was, in some ways, it's like a very role-playing decision. Like, that's the idea of what Geralt is doing, and that's what you're doing as well. Yeah, it definitely yeah. lines up with, like, I, I've just done, like, three quests. I've done a bunch of combat. I've followed a lot of red marks around a map. <laughs> Let's just sit down for a minute and just focus on this just complex enough card game. Mm. Yeah, I want to talk about that, too, the just complex enough, because I feel like I have a, you know, the, the game does an okay job at telling you the flow of the game and kind of the, the the overall strategy, right? You want to make sure you have the right kind of split of ranges in your in your in your deck. You want to make sure that you're building for, um, you know, the, 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 the that you're building for those special circumstances that can that can come out depending on what kind of deck you're facing, etc. Like, what's cool about the mechanic of it? Because once I understood that, I couldn't see how much further it would go. Yeah, uh, the cool part about the mechanic, like part of it is just the simplicity. This isn't triple triad where I'm like, okay, I'm doing math in my head now and <laughs> got to beat those numbers and flip that card. And um, So a lot of times, the very basic strategy of Gwent is to play as few cards as you possibly can. Like that's mm-hmm. like card advantage in this is so important that that kind of trumps everything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, so what you end up doing, uh, and I, I'll admit I played through most of the game just with the default deck they give you. I've been messing around. Like, there are factions in Gwent, and they do play fairly differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I spent most of the game playing a northern deck that had a lot of cards that comboed with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I like about it, and what I actually hate about the Gwent standalone, is that it's pretty simple. I put out the high numbers. I do the things that cause them to multiply each other. If the enemy does something clever, I usually have a card to counter that. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's it feels fairly high stakes without being like, I need to spend the next hour figuring out how to beat this idiot-looking bartender <laughs> in the middle of shit-covered Velen. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, um, where, when does it get to the point where there is it becomes just complex enough as opposed to just being like kind of like war, you know? So uh, like I, I played it when, when we, when we lived together and I played the first act for check it out, comrade, you came down at one point and I don't know why I remember this, but like, you know, we will hang out in the living room every once in a while. We come out, we watch each other play video games and I came down mm-hmm. and I was playing Gwent and you're like, ah, the Gwentening, mm-hmm. uh, at that very first, <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't know why I remember yeah, that, but funny. It, it's burned into my head. because <laughs> well, it's, it's very funny and charming. Um, just, you know, and, uh, the, I, I played it with that first opening merchant and I'm like, okay. Uh, you know, and, and part of the reason why I didn't continue with it was because it was very, like, very simplistic. Now that was 
the absolute first tutorial, so I don't know how long it takes before it gets a little bit more nuanced. But how? What? I guess that's the question. Like, at what point does it get start revealing that there's a little bit more to it than it initially appeals appears? Yeah, it, it's definitely underwhelming at first uh, because you're literally just I put down my card, then they put down their card, and we go until my number is higher than their number, and we stop. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to have a like a semi-decent deck put together with... Like, there are not a lot of special abilities in a Gwent deck. There's, like, five total, I think. You're about, like, changing, uh, changing the status of the board, right? Nullifying certain rows. Sure, sure. So there's the the special weather cards, and... Uh, but there are also some of your playable cards have special abilities. It probably clicks in around the time you get your first, like, hero card, which is a whole separate category. And it's mm. the, they're the high-powered cards that can't be affected by other cards. Okay. So in late game Gwent, there's a whole kind of meta thing of who like ends up playing their hero cards first. Because you don't want to put them out first because the AI usually has some too. And that, uh, that gives them the opportunity to counter on their terms. Yeah. Uh, it's both of you basically putting down numbers that can't be messed with in any way. And mm. since messing with the numbers is the whole point. Like, mm. I think the first time I like really got into it was when I faced a monsters deck. Uh, because Monsters is all about tossing out a bunch of little weak stuff. So if you prepared for that, if you have a Biting Frost, which gets rid of close combat cards or mm-hmm. makes them very weak, then you have that strategy in place. Right. Otherwise, uh, you get completely overrun, and you're like, oh, my deck isn't built for this. I need to go back <laughs> and optimize my deck for this you know, battle. And I don't want to do that mm-hmm. five times, but doing that once is like, oh, I can actually think through this problem and it's not a hard problem. Yeah, but yeah, but it, it, yeah, there, there's a little bit of like that kind of strategizing based on new information part of that is like a basic building block of games. Right. That is fun. D- does Gwent, I, oh, does Gwent ever end up being a, um, a, a net money maker for you? What, have you? Have you played during the game or is it just a way to get like scratch enough scratch to pay for new cards? Okay, the whole point of, like, for the most part, uh, you are wagering between 1 and 10 coins on a game oh. of Gwent. Um, oh. <laughs> the, uh, you're waging oh. a lot of money for the peasant you're playing. Yeah, no, it's, it's a big day for Slummy Joe. <laughs> Old Slummy Joe. He's going to get a new mud scraper. He yeah. clean for half a second in his life. <laughs> like, take this. Here, you can keep the 10, ten coins. Wash your dick, scummy Joe. <laughs> like, I just I can't handle the smell of your tavern. <laughs> just just uh, hire a bard to sing that Deltron song. You got to wash yeah. your ass. <laughs> you wash your dick. Why don't you get so fresh and so clean and get the, get the hell out of here? I don't care who won. Yeah. Continue uh, while I'm ben- sorry. Oh, it's okay. Uh, the benefit of those matches is it gets you more cards, usually random cards. Um, and then there are quests in each area which get you better cards. The final payoff, uh, the uh, high stakes quest in Novigrad, yeah. uh, rewards forty five hundred coins, Holy which shit. is oh yeah, you know that's a couple pieces of like master level gear. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so that spicy. is worth pursuing that although you can get that money uh even if you suck at gwent is the thing <laughs> what how does that go yeah. about um or i might be talking out of my ass here i know there is an option like when you get knocked out and so that quest you go to the passive floor which is the high class brothel in novigrad mm-hmm. and it's a bunch like it quickly introduces you to a bunch of 
uh, various like boy I love Gwent characters. Gwent sharks. There's, the, mm-hmm, there's like the loves games guy. There's the I'm a jerk and hate witchers guy. <laughs> it's all very straightforward. Um, but when you get knocked out, uh, the kind of femme fatale character uh, comes up. Is like you know, we could still uh, get together and rob this tournament. And that turns into a whole thing. Uh, someone else robs it before you can. You have to track them through the city. Why didn't I do this? Yeah, no, I just, uh, well, I know I didn't because because it looked like yeah. a point quest. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like a, a trail of like factory reject Skittles that, <laughs> that like are unedible that eventually leads to something like I want, like a good sandwich. Yeah. Like, not great, but like a good it, sandwich, it like, like something I want to do. Yeah, I, I was I was curious about that because I'm all about the role that Gwent plays in the in, in, in the universe. Like the quest you do with Zoltan, uh, where you find out people are murdering each other for rare cards, I think mm-hmm. is is great. Um, like I I love that that part of that as as, as the world. But like, you know, kind of like Gary said, I don't think these are, these are quite factory reject skittles. It was just I have my eyes on the prize, and I didn't feel like building a good enough Gwent deck to where I felt like I built you know had a chance at it. Yeah, and I, I want to correct myself. I don't think you get the full reward if you lose and then do the mm. like do the chasing down people and fighting part of the quest. Mm-hmm. But you do get something. You at least yeah. get your thousand bucks back for sure because right. it's expensive to get into that quest. Yeah. It's mostly interesting for meeting the Sasha character, who's apparently part of like everybody in this game is from the books, and mm-hmm. I have no idea who she is. Yeah, but if you were a fan of the books, it is interesting. Oh yeah, yeah, thrilling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, she's a she's a secret Nilfgaardian spy. Ooh, ooh. don't mind but if I do. Plays, but she plays the Nilfgaard deck, which seems like <laughs> that seems like a tell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> listen, honey. Um, the uh, one of the things I think is cool about this, and so there there's an element of Gwent that, like, even if it doesn't appeal to to people such as myself and Cole, like, if you are a book fan. Um, like when I played Triple Triad, I really liked getting the unique cards that mapped onto characters in the world. Mm-hmm. Like getting the cards that were one of the party members or something like that just felt very cool. Give, give me that Laguna um, card, man. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a cool, you know, it, it was a neat thing. It was a cool feeling. Um, and they were very powerful because that that's the best mini game of all time. And they rolled it into the main game through uh, the the breaking them down. But like the uh, I can imagine that really being at work here. If like, you're very invested in this world and these characters, like, you know, you know about this Sasha character, like you want to get the Sasha card, Mm -hmm. you know, like there are cards for these, these different major players. Um, And there are also, I know there are lots of cards that are just people that only appear in the books. They're essentially like Easter eggs. Um, Mm -hmm. Many of whom have uh, kind of uh, thematic abilities. And there are ones that are kind of, um, so you can get the cow card. I either late in this game or one of the DLCs. It's the DLC yeah, it like looks like it does nothing, but then once you lose a round, I think it, it gets replaced with uh, the bovine defense force, which was a thing that the developers patched in to stop people from harvesting cows in White Orchard. <laughs> um, do, do you know about that, Cole? No, no. Um, but I do. Um, I do love uh, jokes and card games. Yeah, it's yeah. a very specific it is, it's passion, a... but it's there. <laughs> it's, it's like you you you, you uh, mimeograph a magazine for one once a month. <laughs> the um but it, it's uh people were were using igni to just like kill cows rest for an hour then kill cows over and over in uh in white orchard to get money and sell their pelts and get an early game advantage and now if you do that long enough a fiend is spawned that is the bovine defense force <laughs> uh that's uh incredibly powerful for the level you're at white orchard and then ironically enough 
eventually they allowed, uh, you know, the fiend will keep respawning too. And if you get high enough level, you can just farm the fiend instead. And they allow that, <laughs> yeah. uh, which I like, I love that being the line. Like I, that's, that's very cool to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it also plays into one of my favorite little Easter eggs, um, which is the tax collector. Did either of you guys run into that? No, I don't think so. Um, oh my God. Um, cause it's not a quest. So I'm not, I'm not telling tales out of school. And I, I know that will will like this. So I want to say it while we still have will will on the Gwent line. <laughs> Ooh, now I'm, my interest is peaked. <laughs> the, the um is uh the because of that <laughs> because of uh the cow exploit and a pearl selling exploit they introduced a character who will track you down who is uh from uh uh, uh, uh like the capital um and as a tax collector and will give you this quiz about like your activities like hey you know we need to rectify your tax form. <laughs> Um, have you ever, uh, killed cows to excess? I know that sometimes you have to kill a cow, maybe one or two died, but have you ever killed more than 10 cows <laughs> and you, you have the choice whether you tell the truth or not. Like the game doesn't automatically know. So you get to be like, well, I might've killed a few. It's like a comedy scene. You know, I might've killed a few, few cows. Um, <laughs> and he's like, well, have you ever traded pearls at an unreasonable rate when you knew that the merchant was paying more than <laughs> you paid for them? Uh, and then you can, then you're, you know, you say yes or no. And then, uh, he says, okay, have you made a habit of walking into people's houses and stealing their jewelry for your entire life? And it's just <laughs> like, you know, you can say yes or no. And if you, if you answered yes, he does a bunch of calculations and he charges you a thousand dollars. Uh, if you say no and come clean, he gives you a certificate. That's like, uh, you know, prime citizen or something like that. Prime <laughs> citizen in good standing with the tax bureau that you have in your inventory. I proved myself a coward who would abandon a dying man. Um, it's very very cute uh and i again like you know when i talk about them letting you harvest those fiends like they let this be a thing where you can tell the truth Uh you know it's an in-universe in-joke kind of thing and you can lie if you want to keep doing your exploit they realize it's a single player game it doesn't really matter right um you know and and i am really into that philosophy (laughs) it's like okay this made the game a lot less fun because you just ground against a bunch of cows for a while how do we (laughs) take that and then make it pay off in a fun way yeah. yeah. Nice. It's really beautiful. Yeah. It's like a modern Mr. Rossetti. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's it reminds me of that. The scene is worth yeah. watching on YouTube because it is it's a good Witcher comedy scene. Yeah. Uh, if you're a fan of those in general. You mentioned the Witcher standalone or the uh, the Gwent standalone will. Um yeah. and it doesn't sound like you really care for it. Um can you can you talk to me about like how it's different? Um like yeah, like, I, in uh, what way it's more, I is it more complex? It right when the beta first released and then I poked at it again last night because like I should like make sure I'm up to date on Gwent and it's nothing like the game that's in the Witcher three. Oh, wow. I, I, I mean the, like the very basic mechanics are the same. Um, but the big difference is that a lot of cards now attack other cards to lower their value. Ooh. So it does kind of a pseudo magic hearthstone kind of thing where you're like, Oh, that creature has an annoying ability. I'll try to kill it down. Um, uh, that's, and it, hmm. And I feel like it's because Gwent in The Witcher 3 is always only a single-player game. It's only ever played against the AI, and you're learning how to, like, trick the AI and beat it. And I think they tried to play it with two people actually playing against each other, and we're like, oh, this is kind of, this is too simple to actually be a game. Yeah, or also it's it's, it's kind of um, boringly paced, right? Like, you wouldn't watch this on a stream because it's like, here I am setting up my three different rows. I click submit, and then we compare our scores and see see, see how we did. See, Cole, Cole mm-hmm. you got to remember, you're going back and forth each time. So there's all sorts uh, of, yeah. don't, like, 
someone tosses out a scorch card late in a match, you're like, whoa! <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. The, the I, computer I, got me. I, 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 I oversimplified, scorch. sorry. Um, okay, dorks. Um, <laughs> I, I, everyone I've talked to, um, I haven't talked to anybody who really loves the Gwent standalone. I know it has its fans, but the people I've just anecdotally, the people who I've talked to who I know enjoyed Gwent, which include Allison, a friend of the show and, and friend, um, said that it was too, uh, like it overcomplicated it in a way, you know, more or less it follows with what you said, Will. Like it is it, no longer elegant or, or simple enough to be fun. Yeah, they took a game that I played because it was there and because it's enjoyable and every now and then would like get a little dopamine flush from me when I like just barely won a game. And they tried to make mm-hmm. like an actual standalone game out of it. And it's not great. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to think that hard while playing Gwent and I want to be able to back out of it and go chop off a griffin's head. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there's also... Um... A weird is just a weird Easter egg to mention this too. It's kind of related. Um, Super Bunny Hop has a video about uh, real life Gwent. Like there are pre-orders where you get Gwent decks. Mm-hmm. Okay. So people can play Gwent in real life. And he kind of goes over why it doesn't really work uh, as a real world game. Like it's not. And that, that same thing happened with Purple Triad, actually. Right. Like that was not popular or successful enough as just a card game to come to the States. Yeah. And and, uh, and like even the app version of Triple Triad's kind of pointless. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's fun for a little bit of nostalgia and ends up being garbage right. because the metagame is very important, at least to that game, mm-hmm. you know, of like, you know, going, making, uh, going between different areas, finding, you know, it's like the entire experience. It's how it fits in the world. It's, it's the, like you said, well, like where it's sandwiched between Griffin beheadings. Um, that's important too, uh, to these games. So um, even people who really like this game, I think one of the prevailing kind of attitudes uh, towards it is that it's not quite the standalone triumph that it could be. Yeah, I think yeah. that's, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, any, any other, any other Gwent things? I mean, this, we were only planning on doing, you know, we're doing all the side quests. We have a long time to go. We were only planning to do about, about this much time on, on Gwent anyway, but it is a big part of the game. And this is kind of cursory, but we were not going to do like a full on strategy session or anything we just wanted to touch on it it's definitely i, I like it more than dice poker from uh witcher one like oh, I, I like dice poker more <laughs> i mean dice poker has that tactile feel but it's too random whereas this yeah. like i have way too many times where i had to save scum through a dice poker game and get very frustrated and that doesn't happen with gwent yeah yeah it is uh uh it is definitely i think the reason why i like dice poker is because it was less involved like it was rarer you know, there are fewer people who wanted to play it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was also a good money-making thing right off the bat. Was was probably part of it. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, thank you guys for having me on. Yeah, thank you. No, no problem. Uh, where can people find you online, Will? Uh, probably just look at the AV Club. Uh, if you read a newswire and the headline sounds like it was trying to be funny, 50-50 chance I wrote it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I back that up. Yeah, you do very good work. <laughs> yeah, you do great work. Um, recommended. And, I'd like uh, and to go back I said listen. trying to sound like it's funny. <laughs> no, no, we 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 know. There, there's a little humility uh, asterisk we're putting <laughs> by you in the, the guest book. So the words. The um, we the uh, people should also listen to that episode of Bonfire Side Chat mm-hmm. uh, that you're on. And uh, and you're you're on an abject suffering as well. Yes. Um, what uh, did we, what did, yeah, what game did we do for that? Yeah. 
Yep. Daydreaming Davey. Yeah. yeah. Go back and check out Will's uh, alum work. Houseboy in the house. All right. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> Thank you. Absolutely. Take care. So huge thanks to Will for coming on and talking about that um, in a different world. Uh, if I played this not on assignment, I probably would have spent more time with it. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm happy that we uh, that we know somebody who could uh, help explain some of the finer points. Absolutely, yeah. And as mentioned in the very first episode, we were never going to do a break, you know, breakdown by breakdown strategy mm-hmm. session. Like at some point, we have to sleep, guys. <laughs> and the, 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 you know, this will, in the end, I don't know how long the response episode will be, but this will be 11 hours, right? You know, on The Witcher at the end. Mm-hmm. pre before the response yes thing so um that's a lot of hours that's, that's <laughs> one eighth of how long i spent on the game uh, you know pretty intense yeah uh the uh, it's not the highest ratio we've ever had um but it, it's high um we're gonna go ahead and go into side quests now yes um and some of these are also not really like we'll get a sentence yeah as well so we're gonna go through all of them but unlike the contracts but we're not gonna spend equal time on all of them Mm-hmm. Because what can you say about the first White Orchard side quest, a frying pan, spick and span? Oh, it teaches you how to use your telekinesis to blow open a door? Well, yes. <laughs> but that, I mean, that's, that's all you can really, yeah. really tell. Like, there's cool details about it. Again, like, I just want to make sure people know that anything we gloss over, it's not because there aren't cool details. Right. There are always cool details. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, and after we get out of White Orchard, White Orchard um, everything is going to be kind of broken down into categories. Um, specifically ones that are the brother, the brothers in arms side quests, uh, where you're getting somebody to help you with a battle for Kaer Morin. Mm-hmm. um, quests that are related to the main story quests that are substantial, like, you know, bigger quests or they have a meteor story behind them. Funny quests, uh, quests that are slight. Uh, and I've also called these good two sentence stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a junk drawer, uh, which is either non quests or quests that I didn't have a chance to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, uh, you know, as we mentioned, you know, the very, very first one, this uh, this thing, a frying pan, an old woman asks you to break into her hut to grab her fry- frying pan. When you do, you find out the soldier had used the soot off of it to write a letter. Um, it's kind of cool because it's a it's a mystery without an end mm-hmm. to it. Like you then don't go track down the soldier or anything. It just no. that's it. Um, but it is, you know, just cool, cool little detail. Yeah. Uh, if you know the thing about White Orchard. Uh, this battle took place around these villages and the village, you know, this is a way that, that a village could have been involved without it being completely steamrolled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, missing an action is pretty cool because it uh, introduces you to some really heavy Witcher sense use. <laughs> like yes. you're going out there and uh, looking for uh, um, a, a villager's brother and you're trying to find White Orchard crests um, around in, in a battlefield, which yeah. is, is the centerpiece of White Orchard. And I don't think we, we mentioned it. Mm hmm. Uh, quite. Yeah, it's grizzly. Where, like the, the ground is soaked in blood. Yeah, it's a big mud pit from blood with tons of corpses around it, and it's like right outside these villages. Mm-hmm. You know, again, like the the point of White Archer, Orchard is to set the war setting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, pretty much. Um, this is really cool when you find the shield, track it back, etc. Um, we end up with a little story that's like enemy mine. <laughs> you know, it is it is two uh two soldiers on opposite sides of the war who are forced to kind of hole up together. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a boilerplate story, but it's useful to have this in the Witcher context to show you that even the other side, like they're not monsters, like it humanizes yeah. both sides of the war. Yeah, that happens a couple times here. Like you, it is a good lesson to learn that Nilfgaard isn't all bad. You know, yes, you know they do terrible things, but 
there 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 is this humanity to it and there's a little bit more ambiguity to it um mm-hmm. i love this quest on death's bed does you because oh, yeah. you uh, we talked about it a little bit when you go to that alchemist trying to make your um initial oils to kill the griffin um or to make your potions but um this alchemist is taking care of a woman who was um who was injured by a griffin and this is where you learn to cure your swallow potion like there's this latch there's this last ditch effort that you could that 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 you can do to cure her by giving her a witcher potion they're not made for for regular humans they're way too toxic um but you know you can decide if this is worth a shot yes yeah um and this is really cool like it you don't get to find out exactly you know you you lay it out to the alchemist you say like this may be worse than dying Mm-hmm. um you know and you do it and it turns out to be you know more yeah. or less like you you later on you go to there's a uh, a camp like a soldier camp where you can find the the nifgar Nilfgaardian mm-hmm. uh soldier that uh she was you know going to you know that that, that was is her her beloved um who ends up having to like take care of her for the rest of her life yeah because like, this, this breaks her yeah it, it, it healed her physical wounds but it was so toxic that it kind of uh cooked her brain yes um and and you say like hey i I laid it out and he says you know this would have been i feel like in a lesser game like he would have pulled his sword Mm -hmm. and you know and but he's just like yeah no i understand it's a hard choice i'm ultimately i'm glad she's still alive it just sucks yeah you know and you're like yeah it does Mm -hmm. and then you go out and that's the end then (laughs) oh like the quest ending music pops up and it's like well shit (laughs) yeah okay um yeah yeah. (laughs) um precious cargo there's not that much to this one it's oh i i don't i don't know about this i think this, nope. this is the first time somebody lies to you ah shit okay like, yeah good, who gives good, you a mission. Go, go, go for it yeah so this is somebody um you know you find there's a merchant who uh says he's a merchant who's stranded um because his horse and cart went off the track into a swamp uh, to be devoured by monsters when you go there um it is surrounded by uh drowned like you know drowned ones um who are have been hit with arrows when you come back you know you find out like actually you know this is a cart that you you know, you sent like you are one of the the bandits that attack this cart and you're just having me retrieve it. Mm-hmm. You know, like it ran into problems with monsters. He tries to do like a, hey, look behind you and get on his horse. <laughs> um, like, and you, don't, you know, you, you know, you just kind of stare at him, but he eventually runs. Um, you get on your horse and chase him down. And he's gone to a like a group of like a rebel army, like a, a group of I thought they were just bandits. You got rebel army in the notes, but I don't, it's I don't like, know. What like, it is. like separatists or something I, like I wrote. I these notes are a mixture of things I wrote down when I was playing and things that I reconstructed um, after the fact from from the yeah. wiki. So I think that maybe they were deserters or something like that. Like it's... deserters sounds right to me. Yeah. Um, they they had attacked this. Uh, this was a medical uh, transport, so they were right. politically minded in some way mm-hmm. while also trying to cheat people. Right. Uh, you know, and you get a you can either say like, hey, I just want my original payment. You can take the medicine, or you can say, hey, you can't hijack shipments of medicine. Mm-hmm. You know, and as I mentioned, like, I don't, nobody, nobody lies to my Geralt. No. Uh, so, you know, he had to go. But this is the first time, this is teaching you that, like, quest givers are not truthful. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, this final one, which I love the name of this quest, Twisted yeah. Firestarter. <laughs> yeah. You're a big fan of anything the Prodigy does. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just so out of character. There are a couple of quest names that are like that. Um, but your smith, like the guy who will do most of your repairs in this early part of the game, he's this dwarf who lives in the kind of the center town in White Orchard. Um, <clears throat> he's <laughs> you, you. You initially find him. He's working his forge, uh, kind of in the burned out ruins of his uh, uh, of his shop. 
is like, yeah, uh, the people here don't like dwarves. They don't like non-humans. And they, you know, they, they, they burned it down. Like he's, he's quite literally grinding an ax. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you can find out that this is the case, mm -hmm. um, you know, but the person who, who did it, um, was like a drunk idiot. Mm -hmm. You know, it was, it was somebody, you know, it was one racist Yahoo. Um, I always take the, the side of the, the demi humans or meta humans mm -hmm. in these things. So I was like, yeah, let's, this guy's got to go to justice. Yeah. Um, he tries to pay you off, but he ends up going to justice and they, the Nil guardians hang him. Yeah. Um, seems a little extreme. <laughs> Totally. You know, it's just like, well, you know, okay, that's, yeah. that's, you know, that, that's a little bit much, but that's one way that's, to stop him. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but again, cool quest introducing you to, again, like all of these quests, you know, the frying pan one technically introduces you to using art to open things, but mm -hmm. most of them do, you know, one of them is about the war. One of them is about the, the Witcher toxin curse. One is about, you know, you can't always trust people to tell you the truth. And this final one is about how metahumans exist in this world. Like, mm -hmm. Each of these quests teaches you something incredibly important to what you're going to do right. going forward. It is a very good uh, opening area, yes. as mentioned. So, yeah, now we're going to get to the main areas of the game. And all of them have some of these side quests that we should probably talk about just a little bit. Uh, mm -hmm. the, the fights and the races. Um, oh, yeah. Races you do. I mean, there's not really an awful lot of story to them that I saw. Like, you get new upgrades for Roach. Uh, the fights have a little bit more, but they're just something that I didn't do very much of. And I know you had a good experience with the Fist of Fury quests. Yeah. Yeah. These are these are surprisingly fun. Um, they're a good moneymaker as well. Uh, you can you can, you know, bet a lot of money on each one on yourself um, and make good money uh, in each area. There's a there's a Fist of Fury villain, a Fist of Fury Novograd, a Fist of Fury Skellige, and then ultimately one for uh, Toussaint um, in the second DLC. And you uh, you fight three men uh three people and uh then fight the champion and sometimes there's little twists to it mm -hmm. um so just a couple of those twists that are they're real fun um in one of them there is a a guy who comes up to you and asks you to throw the fight um you know i, I said no like i'm not gonna throw the fight um and then after you beat him you can actually find him at his house and give him the reward and say like I had to save face, but also I don't want you you to go hungry. Right. Um, that was really great. Um, there is a uh, a really good fight where you uh, end up at the end of the Skellige ones. Um, as you are kind of continuing forward, you uh, you get to this league of fighters that have been kind of putting this on um, this whole thing, and they have you fight uh, first a bear. <laughs> um it comes through and then Your eventually the, yeah yep you 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 punch the bear down um and you i was doing pretty good damage with my my fist right at this point um and then you uh you eventually are introduced to their grand champion which is a rock troll uh which you have to take down with your bare hands hmm. and uh that's that's pretty it's difficult and also fun like yeah. you can't use signs during these things you usually can't heal yeah um, it's inconsistent when you can heal and when you can't yeah um but yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there's a, usually a little something to each one, mm -hmm. either like a, a a funny little bit of trash talk, um, some little subversion. They never spin out into full quests. Um, and the fist fighting itself becomes a little bit formulaic. Um, it is very easy to dodge and counter. Right. Uh, these because it's very hard to parry jabs. They're too quick. Um, and ultimately, the late, you know, these late game guys can punch you out in one or two hits not one but like two or three hits mm -hmm. so uh 
yeah, but it ended up being worth doing good money maker um, leads to a fun fight and fun mm-hmm. little situation of these weirdos who Vikings who live around a ringed pit <laughs> uh, and do fights uh, forever. There's a great thing where you can beat um, a, uh, a lady at it. And that's a, one of the romances that you can do. Oh, like she's yeah. One of the I, have, great I have that later on. That's the, the, that's good because I did that even though I didn't do all the fists of fury. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, so like there's, she weighs it uh, branches off. Yeah, I like I like that because like she's she's undefeated and she said, "Oh, I will I will marry whatever you know wh- whoever beats me, whatever man can beat me." Well, you, yeah. you you beat her and you're like, "Hey, let's go back to your house," and you know you can either you know sleep with her, or you can have like a conversation saying like, "Yeah, it sucks this worked out that the one person who could who who could beat you a would make a terrible husband, b can't give you it can't give you a son." Um, yeah, you know, does that doesn't that suck? And it's like. You know, I I left without sleeping with her. Is like, you know, you're you're really strong, and you're gonna, you're, you know, you'll 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 figure this out later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, the the best version of all of these. I know this is kind of a cursory uh, look at them. The best version of all of them is in the Toussaint ones, mm-hmm. um, which I won't spoil. We'll get to that later this year. Um, there's a really excellent uh, section of that Fist of Fury nice thing. Yeah. So I think they're worth doing. Um, I also didn't do horse races though. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did like a couple of them. Um, but the stuff I could buy that was for, for Roach was adequate, mm-hmm. you know, buy or find. No. Um, except for blinders and I didn't actually find very much use. I didn't do mounted combat really. So no. having good blinders didn't matter too much. Yeah. Um, blinders help for me. Like if you're just like riding along, I don't want to be bothered. Like yeah. you just pass by without uh, him, without Roach bucking you off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about Velen side quest, starting with um, the brother, the brothers in arms, uh, which have yeah. to do with uh, with getting uh, Kira Metz and Letho. Yes. Yeah. Um, so this starts off with a, a set of quests, um, an invitation from Kira Metz and a Towerful Mice. We met her, uh, if you recall, when we were on the trail of the elf who had asked about Siri mm-hmm. um, in the caves and stuff. She says, like, hey, I have another thing for you if you want to come back. Right. Uh, and that's how you get this. Um, because there is a, uh, there's an aisle, um, that has been cursed with talking spirits and you go there. She sends you there, uh, suspiciously under the auspices of, uh, <laughs> you know, just checking it out. Right. Right. Just kind of like, yeah, just go, go see what's up. Sending yeah. you with this magic lamp that will show you, um, kind of the scenes of the dead. Um, and also this thing called the Xenovox, the walkie talkie, which is hilarious yes. to hear Geralt like grapple with the idea of talking to somebody from a distance. Yeah. <laughs> and just, uh, yeah. Um, so you go there on this Island, um, and you kind of check it out, find the, you know, the story of what's happening here. Um, it's really possible to not get the entire story, um, here, but the story here is, is an awesome little, like sad short story. Yeah. Um, um like there, there was, there was a wizard's tower here and there was like this peasant revolt. It was like, Hey, we're tired of living under your thumb. You go in there and you find out, oh, they had a really good reason for revolting. This mage was experimenting on humans. Yeah. Um, and there's a woman uh, there, uh, a ghost of a woman who is who is haunting the tower. Um, you kind of find out uh, through talking to her and, and checking out notes that um, she was given when the the people were raiding the thing, she was given a sleeping potion. Um, and the idea being to like so she would play dead like they would leave her alone. Mm hmm. Um, however, the mage had also had tons of rats mm-hmm. um, because, you know, test rats. Right. And the rats ended up like eating her while she was paralyzed with a sleep drug. Jesus. That's terrible. Like yeah. that's the kind of thing that creates a monster. Right. Like, that's, <laughs> right. It's, it's 
there's that movie about like being alive during anesthesia. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, it's like yeah, that kind a ter- of thing. terrible movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure it is. But like yeah. that was the implication was that she was aware yeah. like she couldn't act mm-hmm. uh, awake. Awake is the movie. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so to like to lift the curse in order to kind of help her finish her business, you, you end up taking her bones to her lover, you know, Graham, who lives kind of you know off the island on a shore. Um, and kind of like, hey, sorry to sorry to break this to you, but your you know your girlfriend's dead, wife is dead. I forget which it is. Um, <laughs> but the problem is, <laughs> uh, she's a pesta, and by moving the bones, it's kind of kind of wraith kind of thing. Uh, by moving the bones to Graham, uh, you've actually made it so that she can kill him, and I think she is free and roaming the countryside now. Yeah, it's the bad ending. That, that yeah. is what you're not supposed to do. Right. Um, is bring the thing. If you say no because she's a pesta, mm-hmm. she says bring Graham to me. Mm. Um, and this is what I did the first time, um, when I played for check it out comrade, I didn't do it this time. Um, you can fight her, but she can't die until you eventually do that. Mm-hmm. Um, when you go to Graham, you kind of explain things and say like, Hey, you know, maybe her, she'll be freed if she knows that you loved her and didn't abandon her. Right. You know, that's part of the thing that will free this pesta. So you have to escort Graham, uh, back. And when you get there, you say like, Hey, you have to kiss her. Um, oh, but she's in full on pesta mode mm-hmm. um and the camera work here is excellent like it pans around where she has her like big gross pesta tongue and <laughs> is uh is is you know unlimited bread bowl and pesta and like <laughs> real gross and then when the camera pans around the back of his head she turns back into her human form Ooh. um and that lifts the curse he dies in her embrace like they're reunited but she's back to not being a monster right right and that's how you do the good ending of this right the bad ending is great though because when you bring the bones to graham you think you've done it <laughs> You get the quest like oh, noise. You walk away and then hear a scream uh-huh. from behind you. Run back in to find blood everywhere and Graham dead. And right. it's like, well, shit. <laughs> uh, and the only way you know what happened is when you check your journal. Right. Um, this is this is a great quest. Yeah. <laughs> um, super super good. Yeah, and it involves a Witcher Tower and somebody being devoured alive. Yeah, yeah. That those are those. Well, sorry, Witcher yeah. Tower, Wizard Tower. Sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, the follow-up to this, you know, again, you, you're, you're doing this for Kira. Uh, you, you, you learn, a, learn a little bit more of what she actually was trying to accomplish. But before that, she says, hey, can you recover some lost reagents? Um, and you bring her this crate. You know, it's like a little make-work quest. Turns out that she, you know, she wants this fancy dinner. You remember Kira's, you know, used to kind of the finer things. And she is desperately kind of lonely and feels deprived for having to live in this little hut. She wants mm-hmm. to feel human once again. So, you know, you and, you know, like as Geralt, you end up having like this fancy dinner. Like she turns three mice into horses, th- three mice into two horses uh, because <laughs> because the <laughs> this fella has a certain failure rate. Yeah, that, that, I love that. And you ask about it and she's just very uh, matter of fact <laughs> yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, uh, but this is super sweet, right? yeah yeah you have this nice dinner and you can this is a thing you guys can have sex mm-hmm. um here this doesn't affect any of the romance options and this right. is something where like it is a sex quest that ends in you know watching two real dolls like rub up against each other right that is subverted mm-hmm. because you wake up she's gone um <laughs> you check and she's taken the notes you've taken from that lab right um she's like well shit she went to the lab um you go there and this is you know this is re- like cruel research this is essentially the uh you know uh, unit 17 or whatever you know, that world war ii thing like this is this is human uh human rights issue mm-hmm. um you can go there and she says like hey i have these notes radovid hates necromancers and everything if i trade these this ransom to, to radovid he will let me back into society right you know so like very understandable motivation even if it's evil 
Um, and the way you respond to this has huge consequences. It does. Yeah. Because like, if you, if you let her go, you remember in the main quest, Radovid hates mages, hates any kind of sorceress. You know, if she goes to him, even with this, you know, these notes about a plague and about necromancers and about the stuff that's happening kind of under his watch, um, he'll kill her. Yeah. Yeah. Without, without blinking. Um, and that's the bad ending. You get the bad ending for Hera if you let that happen. Right. You also, but you have to thread the needle. Like you have to present this as if this is unsafe for you. Right. There's no way right of it will go to that. Right. Um, you can't be insulting uh, right. to her. There are like a couple of things you can say. And if you insult her too much during the conversation, she'll just start a fight with you. And that's also obviously a bad ending. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, including like, a, I can't believe we fucked uh, line, which is very weird to hear out of Geralt's mouth. Right. Um, you know, but she was li- quite literally using you, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for this. Um, eventually you have to say like, Hey, right. it won't do it. And she says, well, I don't care because I can't stay here. And you can say, Hey, go to care Morin. Mm-hmm. you know, like, we'll take care of you. It's a good place. Like you don't have to deal with, you know, curing the warts on peasants. <laughs> so then she ends up being there during the fight. We talked about at care Morin is there to save, uh, the life of, uh, of your buddy whose name, who's that? The, the other witcher, uh, Lambert, Lambert. And they end up riding off in the sunset together. Yeah. Uh, based on whether you want to let her go, try to trade these notes on human rights atrocities. Mm-hmm freedom like it's a very very cool way for this to articulate as well and it's got a tail like that first quest was good enough and i was like oh well you know but there's consequences to having these necromancy notes out in the world right yeah yeah very good i like Kira's. uh i like Kira's whole arc me too yeah um the other person that you can get on your side here doesn't end up being that big of a deal for the broader story like i don't even know if he confers that much of an advantage for the battle of Kermorin. but this mm-hmm. is a pair of quests called uh the fall of the house of reardon and uh ghosts of the past you accept this mm-hmm. quest to go kind of exercise this uh this haunted house so when you get there um you find out oh it's not monsters uh a witcher's here because he set up a bunch of traps um and the person that you meet this witcher is somebody from the viper school uh named letho um he's kind of like a big brute kind of guy and uh Geralt has history with him gary you didn't have him in your game because of a decision you made in the in the conversation with, uh, oh, the general Invisima? Yes. Yeah. Or, then, yeah uh, he did not survive. Right. He didn't survive so. the, the events of the previous game and the, and the save that you simu- simulated. Yeah. Um, but it's like, yeah, you know, he, he, he's in the area. He is, you know, trying to settle up the score with, uh, these bounty hunters that the emperor has sent after him. And, you know, because I was playing Geralt as somebody who would be loyal to people that he knew from the past, um, mm-hmm. even if I was pretty sure Letho wasn't that great of a guy. Well, it didn't seem great. I didn't like the Emperor, and I didn't want the Emperor to get what he wants. So, like, let's go, let's go deal with this. So you end up hunting the people who put a price on on his head. You, you know, you kill them. Um, but then it turns out that in the fight, he was poisoned by a strange venom. Before this, before this fight, he said, "Hey, you know, if if things if if things turn bad, run." Um, mm-hmm. you know, like just don't, 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 don't try and save me. Don't, uh, you know, don't do anything. Um, just get out of here. <laughs> um, and so he goes down, he's poisoned by the strange venom. I take revenge. I don't take his advice. Killing mm-hmm. them actually fucks up his plan because he, he had somebody planted in there to like hit him with this, basically this knockout poison. So they would think he was dead and the, uh, <laughs> and, uh, the pursuit would stop. Like he wanted to use this to fake his death. 
right? And mm. have you as a witness to like corroborate it so they could take a story back. Um, so his plan is entirely done because, well, now to the emperor, it just looks like, oh, we sent some dudes after him and he killed all of them. There's nobody to take the story back. So I'm like, all right, well, head to Kaer Morin. Everybody's going to hate you, but at least it's a place you can go and you'll be protected. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, pretty cool. I wish I would have had him in my world regardless. Yeah. I can't remember why or what decision I made, but yeah, he's an entertaining guy. Um, so here's a set of quests that are related to the main story here. Um, including Forefather's Eve. We all remember our good friend, the Peller. Yep. Um, with his goat. Owner, princess. Owner of princess. Yep. Yes. Um, and, uh, he asked you uh, to assist in a cleansing ritual on the island, uh, with the tower full of mice. Yes. Um, in it, uh, which you go to, um, you do the standard, like protect a sorcerer while wraiths and drowners attack, mm -hmm. but eventually witch hunters show up and ultimately a wraith of the Peller's father. Um, this is because, you know, so you, get the Peller to kind of come clean bit by bit and find out that the Peller killed his father. Right. Um, you have to go and burn the body to stop it from rising. Right. Um, and ultimately it's revealed that he killed his, the father because the father abused his mother. Um, this is fun because of the kind of like flavor of the Peller. Mm -hmm. um, even though there's not a whole lot of twist to it. Like right. if somebody kills their father, I feel like I know why. <laughs> yeah. That's not a superpower or anything. I just think it's going to be, <laughs> you, you know, because of abuse. It's not like you can tell like what color an M&M is by tasting it. Yeah, my, my trick knee, you know, <laughs> acts up yeah. every time somebody kills their father. Yeah. But it, it's interesting to get like the troubled backstory of this very eccentric character from mm -hmm. the, from, from the main story. Uh, the real meat here, again, more follow-up. Um, and closure is the return to Crookback Ball. Oh, this is good. Yeah. yeah. The return to Crooklyn. Yeah. 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 Return to Crooklyn Mark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so remember, Family Matters, that story from earlier on, part of the Bloody Baron arc, um, kind of ended unsatisfyingly. The Baron's wife uh, was away from him, which is a good thing because of his abusive tendencies. But however, she kind of remains in the thrall of these crones, right? And we, we know that they're bad news. He asks you, he asks Geralt to uh, help him wage a campaign to go get Anna back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and you can, you can agree, uh, which is probably a, a good thing. And I just wanted to see more crones. Mm -hmm. um, you get there and the crones don't, you know, the crones send their beasts, um, culminating in a fiend, which uh, we haven't fought before by the time this happens, usually right. like you could have, but it's unlikely. Um, fiends are gigantic demons that charge and will occasionally stop and emanate darkness. Yeah. They're like blind. Uh, yeah. Um, like extreme. Yeah. They, and they just kind of stop and do it. And it's hard. You can interrupt them for doing this, but it's difficult to do. Mm -hmm. Um, pretty tough fight. You have tons of backup, right? You have the Baron's men, um, witch hunters show up as well. Uh, <laughs> if you left uh, his daughter with them, mm-hmm. Um, so you, and you have this like really complicated kind of triangle here. Right. Um, I think this can actually only happen too, if she's left alive as well. Um, maybe if, this if is where you find left out. Alive? Uh, if, if the Baron's wife. Okay. Yeah. Because she, you know, since she can, she can turn into a hag uh, and that's the bad ending where the Baron kills himself. This could be where you find that out. I can't recall yeah. exactly. The, the, the articulation point, it's whether or not you killed the thing under the whispering hillock. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I just mean when you, so if you kill the thing, if you don't kill the whispering hillock thing, does this quest quest happen? I believe because at that point, yeah, maybe the Baron comes back for revenge. Yeah, like and then you, ultimately, you, you come here, find her, tra uh, 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 transforms, and then you have to like okay. solve this puzzle, figuring out which of the um, um, which of these like hair dolls 
represents her. So you can burn it. If you choose the wrong one, she catches fire and dies. Oh, if you if you choose <laughs> the right one, she returns back to her form, but dies kind of immediately. Um, yeah. And I forget if the, if the Baron hangs. I think the Baron hangs himself in every ending that doesn't end with him taking her off to take care of her. Yes. And lest anyone be too happy about that, keep in mind that that does result in his men running roughshod over the right, right. his area. Um, so cool fight, cool setting. Mm-hmm. Um, I like things return uh, related to the crones, and I like this uh, the dynamics here. There's a lot of the Baron trying to like clear bad air with, mm-hmm. with his family. Yeah, well, well like, he, uh, he forces you to be the judge. He's like he's trying to make his case to Tamara. I mean, we we didn't straight up mention it, but like in in one of the one of the endings where Anna's alive and human, she, she she's lost her mind. She only speaks yeah. in kind of these childish rhymes. You know, she'll she'll never be able to take care of herself. So, you know, the Baron wants to kind of take her off to a place where maybe he can get better care for her. Tamara, Tamara doesn't want any of that. Like, you know, yeah. she's like, like she'll, she won't survive. And like the Baron pleads with Geralt to like make a case for him. And I'm like, I'm sorry, man. I, 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 I can't <laughs> yeah. like, you know, it's, it, you know, your, your, your history speaks for itself. Yep. Yeah. Very, very cool. Yeah. Um, and I thought when this didn't end up resulting in me fighting the crones, I was sure I wouldn't end up get a chance, getting a chance. I was like, you, you teases. Like I'm, <laughs> I want to fight these crones and later that does pay off. Yep. And I'm glad they didn't relegate it to a subquest. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's a section, uh, that we have now there are kind of substantial side quests. Yes. Um, the first one here, funeral pyres. So we've talked about the, uh, the, the priests of the eternal flame coming through, uh, alive with Radovid, trying to get rid of all the witches and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. what they want us to do is burn up some of these mass graves to stop necrophages from coming around. Seems good enough, right? Seems like witcher work. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you get to the last one, uh, you turn, you find, you find somebody, well, it's a, it's a fist tech dealer. It's a, it's a drug dealer. Kind of their, like their version of, uh, I don't know, I don't know what it does, but, uh, skooma. Skuma, there we go. I was trying to remember it's, that name. It's, it's like a fantasy equivalent of Skuma. Yes, fantasy Skuma. In Skuma uh, times. <laughs> turns out uh, you've been destroying evidence because all of these people, they weren't killed in a battle or anything. They were um, people who fell afoul of the uh, of the, of the Skuma conspiracy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love it. It's like training day. Uh, <laughs> you know, the, uh, and uh, when you head back, um, you, you call them on it, and you have many opportunities, like how forcefully you do this. Mm-hmm. You know, because you, you could essentially do what he said to do. Like when you find the person who's alive, you can say like, Hey, I wasn't paid to kill live people. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. You can get back and just kind of accept your fee, which, you know, and, and not ask questions, but you can also say like, Hey, you know, I don't like being used because again, my girl doesn't get used. Yeah. Um, eventually he says like, okay, well here's some extra money to, to put this aside. And you've got this, I'll let you say it. You've got <laughs> a line here highlighted in the notes. That's really excellent. It's very good because like yeah. this, this priest tries to pay you off to keep things kind of hush hush and Geralt says or you can make Geralt say you can hire me but you sure as hell can't buy me yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, good yeah super cool um I, I like it quite a bit yeah. um real good quest here too again just I like anything that deals with the the lore of the witchers and how they fit in this world uh, mm-hmm. this quest witcher wannabe um <laughs> there are a couple of things in the quest name here where they use modern slang in a way that <laughs> maybe is a little bit dorky yeah it's a uh, dorky's yeah. endearing yeah yeah um so you you roll up on a village called lindenvale and they talk about like oh you know you're you're, you're a witcher hey maybe you can help us we hired a witcher to like deal with something at our graveyard but you know just kind of getting drunk and roughing people up around town is that what you guys do (laughs) it's been a while since we've seen one of you but like we know the custom i don't think it involves them shitting in our fountain yeah (laughs) 
think the resale value on this fountain has gone down so much. <laughs> Slight, slightly shat. Now, before I buy this fountain, yeah, I've been pooped in. Oh, yeah. Well, it hasn't. I mean, there's standard wear and tear. I just, <laughs> the fountain water flow of any. You know, just, I'll give you five crowns. The uh, so. Um, you, you eventually kind of track him down, uh, going through his misadventures in town. When you eventually find him, he's cowering, uh, from a ghoul. Um, and you, uh, you do a bunch of like real dorky girl disses. Uh huh. Like where, where did you train the school of the snail? <laughs> like, I'm sure that's an epic burn. At oh, Morin, but like, like... Pr- 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 pretend I just posted that gif of those kids like uh, uh, d- oh, doing man, dances and then, then the kid yeah. uh, well, making the Home Alone face and it loops yeah, oh. yeah exactly the, yeah. The, the, the dozens like as it has never been done before <laughs> by Geralt um, and the reason why he's able to fake it that he is a witcher is he has a medallion right um, you know because that's that's the symbol yeah um, you know he's like yeah, I got it from a salesman you know it's my, it's my key to making all the money in the world uh, the yeah. villagers come, and because I'm a witcher and I'm a professional and I don't want somebody out there ruining the brand, I expose yeah. them, you know, and they take him away for punishment. This would be a person I'd be happy if he got hung. Yeah, yeah. It is, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, monster has been killing humans for, for weeks. <laughs> uh, get Go out, get out of here. Try not to do it again. Right. Uh, dude gets drunk uh, and starts a fight. <laughs> I'm going to let these villagers literally eat you alive. Yep. Like, that is the is, complicated uh, moral calculus. Yes, that is that's what they mean when they say complicated moral system. <laughs> the, uh, it, it, it actually shadows in a weird way the way that like if I'm looking at violence, uh, you know, in like a Facebook video, if it is violence towards an animal, I literally can't watch it and will explode out of my skin. Mm-hmm. And if it is violence towards a person, and I'm not talking about like I don't go seek out snuff films or something. No, but, but that, it, like it, it bothers me significantly with... less. Yeah. I still get bothered. I still, that still could put a clot over my day if I see somebody die. And that happens all the time. People just post their people dying shit. Yeah, well, I guess I mean, but I should I should have clarified, like, this also extends to fiction. Oh, okay, yeah. So, like, this also extends to, like, a war movie won't really bother me. But in a movie, if someone curb stomps a dog, yeah. like, I feel like jumping out of my soul. Right. You know, like, it, it is uh, just, and it's just exposure, just yeah. how many times. Like, the, the sheer... You know, like a person, you get to my age, like you're 37. <laughs> you wizened. Like yeah, the wizened 37-year-old. The number of people I've seen die on a screen mm-hmm. has to approach. Like, it has to approach at least, 10, uh, at, at least five digits. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it, yeah, 10,000 and up. Uh-huh. You know, so like, and the number of dogs I've seen die on a screen, 10. You know, and it's like, I can remember all of them. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's just a, so I, that's what it is. But it ends up being similar to how I, I treat this. Like a metahuman is holy yeah. a person that will fuck. Yeah. Fuck them. That's weird. Yeah. And, and it only, it, it only gets weird when you say it all out loud and you hold one up against the other. Yeah, totally. That, I mean, that's, yeah. that's what I'm pointing out. You yeah. know, like I, I don't think this is the right way to be. I think that, but I also don't think it's uncommon. Right. Yeah. So, um, another quest here in the substantial category is wild at heart. Um, this is very good. Yeah. Because yeah, a yeah. husband says like, Hey, I, you know, I need you to find my missing wife. You know, like he's, he's he's really concerned about her. You head out into the woods, and like when you're when you're searching, um, the wife's sister comes up and says, "Hey, you need to you need to stop. Just like stop stop giving him false hope. He just needs to need, needs to go. You know, you refuse, and by following the clue further, you discover like, oh, a werewolf a werewolf is around here. The werewolf killed her, 
Um, and then when you get to this kind of cabin, you know, his little transformation cabin, um, you find out that the werewolf is actually the husband. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this is getting kind of twisted. What you find out is the sister wanted to be with the husband. You know, there's kind of this love triangle kind of thing going on. So she brought the wife out into the woods to see him transform so that she would, you know, leave him. Um, but he ended up killing the wife. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the the idea was just like, look at this monster that you're you're married to, mm-hmm. you know, like stop being married to him. I'll be married to him. I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll take I'll take I'll take your monstrous seconds, but like <laughs> I don't, uh, you know, you shouldn't. But it backfired on her because again, even the people who are duplic, you know, who are duplicitous and and awful in this are oftentimes sympathetic. Mm-hmm. Hers was a terrible plan, but it just went way out of hand. Right. You know, she did was not trying to kill her sister. No. Um, you get to this point, the the husband, who's the werewolf, is furious and says, like, hey, leave me with her. Like, she's got to go. <laughs> yeah. She made me kill my wife. You yeah. know, like she like she essentially she knew that what I was, you know, she maybe was intending, but like she's responsible. Mm-hmm. And I, I let her do it. Like, I'm like, let him do it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, OK, you know, like, yeah. I'd do the same thing if I were you. Yeah. Well, yeah. I just I I figured enough people had died already. Like she didn't intend for that to happen. And the, the werewolf needs to go anyway. Like I killed, I also killed the werewolf. Okay. Yeah. I needed, I needed, I needed to spit (laughs) too bad. Like there there are very many werewolves in this game. So at at a certain point I am still playing a video game, (laughs) you know, (laughs) you know, I got, I I, I need your skin. (laughs) Sorry. Not personal or anything. Yeah. I just, I need your skin. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna for, I'm gonna forget I have it yeah. and then sell it in about ten hours when I need to raise money for armor. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm gonna sell it because I'll eventually realize, oh, I'm just carrying too much. Yeah, I have too much spit. <laughs> um, I, yeah. real quick, so this is this is a great little story. Um, this is to me the very the first huge difficulty jump in the game. The werewolf, werewolf, yeah, werewolves are very hard to deal with. Yeah, because of their regen, right? Yeah. Like they have a thing where they're uh, so first he starts out with like three, you know, a bunch of wolves with him. Like he's fucking authority, the royal rat. And the um, he uh, after you kill the regular wolves, it seems fine for the first half of it. But then his regen kicks in. And I the the thing that disables regen, um, the potion you get for that, which is like full moon, I think mm-hmm. um, you can take or the bomb you get for it. Um, I don't know if I ever found it. Hmm. Uh, you know, I just didn't end up getting the formula for it. Um, so this was extremely difficult. Um, I ended up having to be over leveled to, to beat this. Oh, well, so, yeah, um, it is, it is like a relatively low level quest when you look at it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. Hmm. Uh, let's move on to funny quests. Um, because the first one of these introduces me to probably VIP of the game. Maybe this is, he's real good. Yeah. It's, it's, it's there's a lot of VIPs in this game. But yeah. like this guy, great. Yes. Uh, I mean, we are definitely on the, we rate dogs, um, kind of, uh, kind of spectrum here. Nobody's less than a 10. Um, yeah. but, um, the volunteer, when you're kind of tooling around Oxenford, you hear this really off key singing, you go and check it out and, oh, here's this rock troll named Trollolo, uh, who is mm-hmm. kind of posted up in this ruined Redanian army fort. Yeah. Um, and he, means well like we talked about before rock trolls are not bad guys no in this game um he means well he wants to make his fort look good uh-huh because uh, he like is a part of the redanian army <laughs> yeah he's been recruited um not to, you know 
he killed a bunch of people uh-huh. uh, who, who showed up because he's an army man. Like he's playing, uh-huh. you know, it's, it's pretty adorable, um, but you can help him make his fort look like that. Like you can go get some paint and draw, you know, draw for him or make him draw uh-huh. the Redanian army crest. Like it <laughs> I, is, uh, I, 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 it's Gerald, very adorable. I had Geralt draw it because I was like, Oh, if, if a kid told me like, Oh, you draw it. Okay. Well, we can, we can work on this together. I'll do this when you do the next one. Um, I love the, uh, <laughs> the the eagle that uh Geralt draws on it because it looks like a shitty chicken yeah it's, it's real bad <laughs> like it's but it, it ends up being appropriate for this kid playing fort yeah you know and you don't you can kill him but you can also just like leave him to his little island like yeah. he's literally on an island like i uh, i love it yeah um also you know you can just loot the stuff from around him he doesn't stop you yeah and n- nobody does in this game do you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. um you know unless somebody's right in front of a guard and you're going to steal their weapon rack yeah. but it's it's extremely rare um Really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you do, did you do the uh, the master armors quest? Yeah, yeah. I got a complete. Uh, I got the super super set hmm. or what have you. Um, because you you need to make a master. You can make a master weaponsmith and a master armorer. Yep. Yeah. I did. I did um, all of those things like mostly because I was wanted to get into my forever armor as yep. soon as I had a level for it. Like it just I wanted to stop comparing stats on weapons. Yeah. You know. So the, the sooner I can get a complete cat set, the better. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is one of the paths for that. Right. Um, this is pretty great because when you're at Crow's Perch, you find, you know, your armor is a, uh, a dwarf and he has this assistant who's this human woman. And there's a dialogue mm-hmm. option saying like, Hey, you know, I'm a witcher. I need, I need flexible armor. That's pretty light, but also strong. And I need to be able to dress myself. Seems reasonable. And the dwarf is like, Oh, that's impossible. Why don't you ask for the moon? Well, it turns out mm-hmm. the dwarf is a shitty blacksmith. Yeah. And the person with the actual talent is his uh, is his human is his human assistant. But nobody would believe that a human woman would actually be like a master level smith. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it, it is, a, again, dealing with that kind of race component as well. Like everyone assumes a dwarf is going to be like, are, you know, working at me blacksmith. Uh, and as it turns out, like, you know, not the case. So a noble comes by as you're doing this and says, like, I would like to have armor that will stop crossbow bolts. The woman says she can make it and it's like her chance to, you know, to shine. Mm-hmm. Um, you go get her some tools from Skellige. You get her some Griffin acid. She makes the the armor. Um, they test it. It protects against crossbow bolts. <laughs> At this point, you can either expose the dwarf uh-huh. um, or you can say if you want to, you can keep the cover up, which like I don't know what monster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it was the dwarf. Yeah. Like it's just keep, like what? Let's, a- let's keep that glass ceiling in place. Yeah, I don't know what asshole does that, but no, no. you can you can expose the you know the dwarf, and then he's just like, well, I I guess fuck me, and uh, <laughs> you know she's like, well, you know, we're still friends. Like, do you want to be my assistant? Like, you're not great, but I can teach you. You know, it ends up being kind of a sweet ending mm-hmm. uh, for it. I really like it. Yeah, no. yeah. And this gets to your master your master uh, um, armor, yeah. which is good. Um, I love the shitty armor that the dwarf makes. Like, it, yeah, it, it, it looks like a <laughs> like a, like a kid uh, like making a prop for a play almost. Yeah 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 um a greedy god is also very good uh mm-hmm. <laughs> just because again dealing with whatever is uh whatever is effective this village is worshiping their all god who is the statue that speaks to them um and uh they're they're giving offerings even though he's put a curse on their town um turns out this this statue is connected to a series of pipes there's this big fat demon living in the basement who is living high on the hog off of gleaning everything from these people yeah yeah just uh just getting offerings and he's not you know he is pretty much not just kind of not been uh 
providing what he said he was going to provide, <laughs> right. um, which keeps happening. Like that is a theme in this game, right? Mm-hmm. Is like, you know, people turn to supernatural creatures. We talk about that a lot. Um, you can let him get away with it if you want, um, or you can fight him on it, right? You know, and and kill him. You can also give him kind of an inter- interim thing, and say like, uh, hey, you know, he's like, well, give me a year, you know, and then I'll get out of here. And you can say that as well. Like, there's a lot of different ways you can kind of do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and I didn't care how upset it made the villagers. I I killed them because you yeah. can't you can't have this guy taking advantage of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so this last one is actually DLC. Um, this is kind mm-hmm. of a, a bonus mission you can, get, you can get from online. Fool's Gold. Did you do this? Um, let me take a look. It's one where it's the village of pigs. No, no, I don't think I did. There are a couple of these I missed. I didn't end up actually using a walkthrough mm. uh, to find these. Um. I meant to come back and clean them up. And then by that point I was at hour 70 and didn't. <laughs> right. Uh, so like there's some of these, I, I just knew that I, you know, you'd, one of us would catch them. Yeah. yeah. So this, this is one that I did not get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, no, this one, you find a village uh, that is abandoned except for um, a whole bunch of pigs and kind of the, uh, the village idiot. I'm sorry if that term is offensive, but he's slower. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, he's kind of being menaced by these, by these bandits who are cooking a pig in front of him. And he's freaking out because he's saying, like, oh, that's Chester. Like, wait a minute, what? You deal with the bandits, and then you kind of find out. You do some investigate investigative work. Um, this entire village of pigs, all of these used to be people. Um, their village is near this temple where they found a bunch of gold. Turns out the god that watches over that gold placed a curse on it. They took the gold, got rich, mm. turned into pigs, and you have to perform, like, the reverse of the ritual to um, <laughs> to change everybody back. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, so it's kind of fucked up because when they offer you a slice of Chester before you know the entire context, you can just go ahead and eat it. it like, <laughs> like, like eat, eat the slice of Chester. <laughs> yeah, slice of Chester. Yeah. It's like my favorite BBC long-running <laughs> slice sitcom. Just a slice of Chester. I think more, more of like a chat show. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, core. Um, yeah. Yep. So it's super good. Um Here's some we're going to run through pretty quick, right? Because they're there's they're just little little like two sentence stories. These are these are Twitter chillers. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> uh, super sad. A dog's life where you lead a dog to his home, protecting it from wolves, only to find out that his owner is dead. Yeah, summer <laughs> spooked. Um, yeah, spooked. <laughs> hashtag <laughs> hashtag Twitter chiller. Um, death by fire. Uh, some bander- bandits are standing outside of a burning hut, and an elf woman is inside. Um, they're trying to they're trying to burn her out. Right, you have right. to kill the bandits and let her out. Uh, racial tensions are at the fore. Yes. Um, Defender of the faith. You're repairing a oh, bunch this, of. This is real good though. <laughs> I like this a lot. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, you're you're going to repair a bunch of these shrines that have been knocked over. Like a woman says, like, oh, won't somebody think of the old gods? You're like, oh, well, if I find them, I'll, I'll prop them back up. When you get to the last one, it turns out it's a bunch of these, like, just kind of real obnoxious philosophers from the Oxenford Academy. Who are... Well, they're, they're um, you know, it's very specifically Nietzschean. Yes. Like, they they, they quote Nietzsche. Yeah, like, they're, they're, they're going around, like, we're just disposing of the corpses of the old gods. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they have a book on them that is, like, written, you know, has, like, Nietzsche quotes in it. Yeah. You know, it is making fun of, you know. That kind of nihilism, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, like, like freshman in college philosophy <laughs> student kind of thing yeah like you can let them go you can you know like but if you challenge them on their shit at all it, it escalates into a fight <laughs> yeah yeah um which you which you should do because they're assholes right oh so. yeah 
Um, not so much as a, a chiller. This one is the last rites. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because a woman wants you to uh, rid something that's haunting her husband's grave. She mentions a war that happened about 80 years ago that it would make no sense that he died in. You go and deal with that. And she's like, oh, go back to my granddaughter for a reward. Oh, no, it turns out, though, the old woman is a ghost. She's been dead for years. <laughs> yep. Tell Lars Mard sent you. <laughs> yep. Um, and uh, she wanted to get at rest. She finally decided to forgive her husband um, for cheating on her. And so, mm. you know, wanted to kind of uh, be able to go back to his grave and remain connected to him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, pretty cool. Like, I, you know, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty cute. Mm hmm. The um, hazardous goods, um, you find a man uh, trying to manage this overturned wagon full of plague corpses. You know, like, ah, ah. Um, you help him um, and says, like, hey, you had to burn this cart. You had to stop doing this. You're not immune to the plague like I am. Mm -hmm. um, the man is a huge dick about it. <laughs> um, and later on, you get to say, nya, nya, uh, when you find him dying, dying of plague near Reardon Manor. Not only dying um, of plague, begging you to kill him so he doesn't yeah. have to suffer anymore. Hey, well, you should have thought of that before before you mouthed off, um, and uh, you know, and you can kill him or you can probably refuse. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, which is actually a cruel thing to do. Exactly. Like, no, I'm just yeah. gonna finish the job, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, in blood ties, uh, this woman came uh, to find her son. He was a Nilfgaardian soldier who stopped riding home. So he was like, "Hey, I'm really worried about him. Kind of being a helicopter mom, but no big." Mm -hmm. You go and try and find him on, on a battlefield, which says, hey, look for a red hair. You know, that's really rare among Nelf Guardians. You find him. He wasn't killed in battle. He was actually hanged for deserting. Yeah. Um, and I, li I lied to her. I said, oh, he died with honor in battle because, you know, it's already bad enough that her son died. I don't think deserting should is, is a moral crime. Right. <laughs> like, I just, you know, like, it's a war you don't believe in. Like, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. I don't wanna, I'm not going to go kill people for you. Like, I, I have no problem with that. So I, I let him go. <laughs> right. You know, as well. Or did the same thing. <laughs> I let him go. I <laughs> Yeah. I, I let I let him. Uh, well, you didn't, you didn't do the thing where he rose as a pesta. And, uh, <laughs> um, the uh, bitter harvest. Um, some peasants in Velen uh, say, like, hey, um, we're going to loot bodies from a battlefield. But necrophages are going to be about. Can you protect us while we do this? Mm -hmm. um, this is how we have to make money. Because, again, because of the war. Yep. The only thing that grows here is corpses with armor on them. Yes. Um, you've got a section here called junk drawer. Um, this is like quests that uh, are either a kind of non-quest or we didn't get a chance to do, or yeah. you didn't get a chance to do, um, that are, you know, really just not worth noting. Like they, they, like this first one, this uh, fake, fake, fake papers, is just the way to stop you from getting into Novograd. It's like Destination Skellige. No. Um, it just has the cadence of a quest because that's how the game communicates. Right, right. But it's not, um, you know... You, it's you either buying fake papers to get in or getting the papers from the Baron or using your papers, your official papers. However, it's just how you get into Novograd. Right. Was there anything about Lynch Mob that was good? Because, like, that quest would not activate for me. There was something that stopped it from going. Um, no, it's it's pretty pretty basic. Like, you run across. Um, again, it deals with uh, deserters. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, they some, some peasants have uh, uh, strung up a deserter. Right. And are going to lynch him, and just you deciding whether you want to let that be okay or not. Right. You know, effectively is what it is. It'd kill a lot of peasants if you decide not to. Mm -hmm. um, but I did a lot of like, you know, anytime I was there and somebody was roughing somebody else up, I usually stopped it. Yeah. Uh, which ended up resulting in more bloodshed than it would have been <laughs> if I had just like stayed out. Which just is mind your probably, own fucking business. <laughs> yeah, it's probably important, but I didn't learn that lesson. So. <laughs> time and time again. 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, like, Love's Cruel Snares, a woman like is worried about nothing. her husband. Yeah, a woman is yeah. worried about her husband who went into the woods. Oh, it turns out he died in the woods. Yeah. And then, of course, like, because this is an RPG, there's a thing called The Truth in Our Stars, uh, where you can go to a fortune teller, you find out there's this fortune teller about, and they give you cryptic hints about the end of the game. Um, and that's really it. Yeah. So, again, these are, like, some of these things are more quest-like. Some of them are not very quest-like, but the game communicates via quest. Right. So... Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, anything? I don't think we have any wrap up. Are we cool to move on to Novigrad? I believe we are. Now let's head over to Novigrad. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to start with these brothers in arms uh, kind of things. I don't know this. This is technically one of them, but we meet an important character for the first time in the quest following the thread. Yes. Um, so this is a quest where you take on this contract uh, to kill a lesser vampire uh, there. But then we find out that another witcher has already taken it. And this is how we meet Lambert, the cowardly lion. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the uh, the children's book yes. uh, says. Yeah. I remember from the main quest, Lambert's kind of the real jerky witcher. The one with the tragic yes. backstory. Oh, um, the, the one with the Colin uh, <laughs> Frank. What? Joe, the yeah. jerky witcher. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, 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 are you from the sizzle chest school? Um, sizzle chest? The jerky boys. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think they're always calling each other sizzle chest, and I don't, uh, I don't actually know what that means. Huh. Yeah, I don't know how to follow you there. But, um, <laughs> like, you end up shaking down this entire assassination ring until you find the guy who's, you know, nominally at the, at the top, the one who's responsible for his friend Aiden's death, who is a retired witcher. Yes. Um, from the cat school, which that doesn't happen. He's here with a family. Yeah. So you, you, you're on this vengeance quest for what he did until you eventually, it's not like the end of Kill Bill, like <laughs> until you, you know, you find out that like, oh, he's actually got a family. He's, you know, do I want to keep getting this vengeance? Are they genuine? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you have to decide if they're genuine. Um, it is a pretty good case either way. Yeah. Like what this guy did was pretty shitty. Right. Um, and I ended up, killing this guy anyway because lambert really wanted to and i was you know trying to be loyal to to allies yeah uh, where it kind of worked out um that way this is this is one of those times where my be loyal to other witchers thing kind of broke down because i didn't want to take this dad away from the wife and kid oh yeah Yeah. yeah lambert's a dick yeah it's like like, you weren't wrong he seemed he seemed unreasonable to me yeah um but then again i was a dispassionate third party you know yeah yeah um, and there's a, there's a lot of little miniature mercies you can do on the way because yeah. you're you're going each member of the ring. This is a very long quest. Yes. Thus could be called following the thread. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one that I mentioned in our Gwen section uh, many hours ago was um, a dangerous game where you end up helping mm-hmm. Zoltan because <laughs> he's got all these get rich quick ste- uh, schemes and mm-hmm. uh, he decides, well, I'm going to get in and start trading rare Gwent cards. I don't like playing the game, but there's money to be made. Uh, but there's also lives to be lost because you're going around trying to track down these three cards. And, like, I think in the first one that I went to anyway, the person that I was going to get it from had already been killed by somebody who wanted to take the card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There, there's still a little twist to it, even if it does seem very slight. Right. Um, and this this is mostly great just for uh seeing how gwent fits into the world mm-hmm. you know and 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 i like zoltan like he's pretty shallow but he's a fun you know character seems like he's the kind of character you want to have a beer with yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> or a horn of mead with. Yes. Yeah. This is also uh, a quest with a, a kind of unfortunate, um, oh gosh, pop culture reference when you tell Zoltan that his friend Zed is dead by saying Zed's dead. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was, I think that's a, that's an Easter egg in like Fallout 2. <laughs> this is such an outdated thing. And it's not that I want these to be like hip new Easter eggs, like, because no. we have that and it's called Borderlands 2 and it's awful. <laughs> like, I, I don't want this to be all about modern, mm-hmm. you know, stuff, but it does read as real weird. I'd rather the pop culture reference stuff kind of just wasn't in it. Yeah. You know? Yep. Um, it's also the, a matter of life or death, uh, which leads into a quest called Now or Never. Yeah. Um, and essentially, this is uh, Triss, you know, once the heat comes up from the eternal fire, saying like, hey, we got to get we got to smuggle these mages out of Novigrad. Right. Um, and to do that, we need some help from the uh, from the nobility. Sorry that my sentence literally cuts off after the two words here first involves. Um, <laughs> but this is Triss. This is Triss's kind of like romance quest. It's your loyalty quest, um, you know, because the first part of it involves going to this fancy party out at the um out at the estate um to yes. try and uh win over somebody to your side uh, yeah the 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 vagal buds yes uh, the vagal buds are common um <laughs> yeah it's it's this whole thing it's a masquerade ball where uh you are trying to find a specific kid and get mm-hmm. him out yes am i thinking of the right quest yeah yeah um and this is where you can tris my understanding i did not romance twist tris mm-hmm. but the idea being that like she wants you to kind of kick up her your heels yeah yeah like hey this is you know because she's she's like the other sorceresses she wasn't always somebody who kind of like went around chasing rats out of granaries um Mm -hmm. you know she wants to you know again feel feel human again um and you know like she wants you to dress up and we're just going to go and like kind of be kind to ourselves while we also while we also get this get this sorted out Mm -hmm. it's very sweet Mm mm-hmm yeah, uh, so you kind of continue to do this. I think the the kind of critical moment as far as this being a romance, there's like a chance to kiss her or not. Yeah, uh, when you go off on your own. Yeah, um, the the real kind of like climax of this is um, in the second quest here, now or never, where you end up smuggling the mages out of the um, out of the city through the mm-hmm. uh, through, through the sewers. Um, it's pretty straightforward that part of it, but like the real kind of uh, moment for that is like she's about to hop on this ship and you know go go with the mages of Novigrad to take care of them um, and you know go to a place where they're going to be safe um, and she'll go and I think she'll be gone from the story if not for a if not forever then for a while off the mm-hmm. back of that and like the you have to say like I love you Triss please please stay like they'll be fine on their own I need you here. Yeah. Um, and that's what, that's, that, that's what kind of commits you into the, we're going to, we're going to have sex somewhere, you know, like we're going to try and have our future together. There's a very like, um, nice scene. Like you, you end up having sex in the top of a lighthouse and it's, mm. and it's funny because your fuck motion creates a, uh, uh, kind of a Morse code signal in front of the, in front of the light, <laughs> in front of the light. Yeah. And so like people are out at sea yeah. wondering what that signal means. <laughs> <laughs> So, but yeah, that is, uh, that, that, that is the Triss option. You talk about your future, um, which ultimately ends up being what you, what you described, um, if you end up, uh, going with, uh, going with, with Triss. Yeah. Or you yeah. just end up working together. Yeah. And there are also other kind of non-romance related consequences of this. As we mentioned, um, helping the mages get out of Novigrad means the eternal fire who are there as a political thing. Like they are there to weaken the city, mm-hmm. start going after non-humans more. Right. Because they are there to oppress and it actually doesn't really matter who they're oppressing. Right. That's one of like the, the secrets that gets revealed throughout the game. Yeah. Got to burn something. 
Yeah, exactly. We're, we're not called the the eternal nothing, you know. <laughs> um, so there's a set of quests as well that are related to the main story here, um, starting with this this uh, this kind of series of quests that are related to Dandelion. Yeah. Uh, when we are helping him mm-hmm. out. Yeah. In the main story, he inherited that brothel, the the Rosemary and Time. Um, and he wants to, alongside um, Priscilla, turn it into kind of like a venue. So he wants to make it into a cabaret uh, named the yeah. Chameleon. Um, and this involves getting some getting some staff um, and also um, figuring out how to decorate this. Yes. Um, I don't love this quest. It's a lot of just like, hey, you have to go find these people. They're the best jugglers or whatever. Yeah. And then you just have to go across town and talk to them. <laughs> right. You know, or pay them. And it's it's real chore-y. Yeah. Um, I feel like this is really here to set up the next quest we have on the list, which is significant and cool. Yes. Um, although I've heard complaints about it. Um, yeah. So you're setting up like you're getting ready for the first big show at the Chameleon. Um, mm-hmm. And that starts out the quest Carnal Sins because Priscilla has gone missing um, like at curtain time. And they get a they get an alert saying like, hey, she's at this hospital. Something terrible has happened. Mm hmm. Um, and this is a long kind of riff on Jack the Ripper. Yeah. Um, it is um, a serial killer quest where you're going to different scenes of of the crime where this person is, you know, doing essentially the Whitechapel uh, murders, mm-hmm. you know, going to and finding women who are alone and attacking them. And you find these notes around that are talking about how people have like moved away from the religion of the eternal fire. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is kind of presented as this fire and brimstone religious yeah uh, thing yeah um there's some commonalities uh like it stops being just women and starts being like people who actively work against the uh the the, the church as well mm-hmm. um and also um a lot of the people that you find and what happened to priscilla that ends up being kind of tragic she was forced to drink formaldehyde um yeah you know she was saved like you know and her voice ultimately comes back but um like that's part of the uh part of the thing so you end up working with a coroner um, to kind of do some forensics. I don't quite like the, uh, the, the autopsy interface cause it's done through dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I don't, it doesn't bother me too much. Yeah. Like it just, a, a list of things I'm going to get information I'm going to get anyway. And it's, it doesn't need to be interactive yeah. Yeah. the way it is, but it doesn't bother me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And <laughs> guess what? Formaldehyde coroner. It's, it's the coroner. They, yeah. they, they, they faint toward it being the, uh, the, the high priest. Uh, and yeah. he's well, the, some... the high priest is involved in some shit though. Yeah, he's doing some shit. Like he's killing prostitutes. Yeah, I I I actually really like the way this worked out. Yeah, yeah. Um, because the you know I got to the point you know I'd gone through and and I've seen all these atrocities. I get to you eventually follow that high priest. You find him in the middle of of doing it. Right. And the way you get the the good ending for this is you you say you you know you psychology him. Mm-hmm. You say like, hey, don't you want to give me your big speech? Right. You know. Um, but if you, I was so grossed out and incensed by everything that, uh, he had done that I was just like, nope, you got to go. Right. Um, killed him. The way the game tells you that you fuck that up is a couple days later in game, it starts spawning those notes again. Oh, geez. And it's like, and you find them on the ground and it was like an awesome, like, oh shit. Like, you know, I <laughs> fucked out moment. Yeah. Like, I'm not an idiot. I got the, the, the formaldehyde to, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, a coroner connection, but there's an assistant character. Like there's another guy who's hanging around the thing. And it's like, Oh, maybe he's involved. Mm-hmm. Like when you go to the, the corner, they introduce a couple of characters and I'm like, there's probably a connection here and it will be right. revealed later. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, because that connection, you know, there are two different serial killers kind of going on at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, well, the the coroner ends up being like a like a an, a higher vampire as well. Yeah, like you know, and he 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 was religious before he turned, um, and he continues you know to be religious and is kind of looking at this completely immorally. Yeah, what what are the complaints? Oh, just that it's uh like like finicky. Oh, okay. honestly, there's finicky and too long. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I ended up actually really liking this. Yeah, um, I, I, I like doing, I like the forensic stuff in the game, yeah, and this I, is mostly that. Yeah, I dig it. I like, uh, but mostly because I like uh, Witcher as detective. Yeah. Yep. And I, and there's a thing in games and like right, wrong, or whatever, whatever this is about me is that I like uh, exuding righteous violence. <laughs> right. You know, like that's not a thing that I'm immune to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if I get real mad at something and then it's like, Oh, this, you know, this guy's a real, <laughs> real monster and you get to destroy him. Great. Yep. Into it. Yeah. C- c- come up and serve a plus. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. Um, Redania's most wanted is a quest that, uh, uh, Radovid himself extends to you. Um, he mm-hmm. wants you to go find Philip Eilhart. Remember she is the kind of a, a real powerful sorceress at the lodge who uh Radovid, you know yeah he had her eyes removed but mm-hmm. she escaped from him by turning into an owl yeah yeah um so you pretty much just do you know tracking mm-hmm. uh to, to find her you end up going to where one of her old places you find bits of her uh megascopes things like that mm-hmm. um it turns out you see that she was trying to grow new eyes using gems yeah uh, here so you get one of these gems um you can come back and you can tell Radovid hey, this is where the layer is, mm-hmm. um, or not. Right. And I didn't know that she was going to be important. I just don't like Radovid. Mm-hmm. So I lied, and then Radovid saber-rattled at me and then didn't do anything. Same. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I didn't want Radovid to get what he wanted. Um, but I had no basis in previous games to know who Philippa was, except that yeah, she was Yeah, I, I didn't either. And then Philippa's not great. No, no. So, she's... you know, like, Philippa's pretty pretty awful. Yeah. Um, don't want her to burn at the stake, though. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, I don't want anyone burn at the stake. And I'm I'm pro- pro uh, uh mage in these <laughs> yeah so. yep um this next group of a bunch of quests is all related to the eventual overthrow of radovid mm-hmm. um because you know dijkstra uh pulls you aside and says listen radovid's gotta go um he's, yeah. he's, he's obviously insane anybody would be better than him if we take him off the throne we will at least be out of this kind of clear and present danger that we're in yes um so uh it starts off you know when you say like hey i'm not an assassin of kings wink <laughs> um, i'm a witcher yeah. too <laughs> yeah, yeah uh and the um so and he says like listen all you have to do is rescue another conspirator we have right. like you don't actually have to do anything you just have to rescue our assassin mm-hmm. just pretend like we're paying you to rescue assassin yeah. so you rescue one of the, the this conspirators who's being held hostage by a troll <laughs> um he's pretending to be a, a cobbler right and his reasoning makes sense like you ask you ask him about it and i, I love this voice actor because he sounds like he's from he's from in bruges or something like that yeah you know yeah, yeah. It, it, this whole all the stuff with um uh with dijkstra is very much like lock stock and two smoking barrels kind <laughs> of yeah. yeah it's good it works for me i wish that i had gotten to do more of it we'll talk about that mm. um but yeah you end up going to rescue him he he became a cobbler because like it helped you know i, I, I can go from town to town and make money like I, mm-hmm. I don't have to stay in one place it's very much like being a witcher almost plus you get to ride around in a wagon with a big shoe on the top of yeah. it <laughs> which, is, which is pretty pretty wonderful <laughs> it's my chuck's wagon Oh, um, yeah, that, that's a very good call. Thank you. Chase the Chuck's wagon. <laughs> yeah, uh, but this troll loves shoes. How did you get around this troll? Um, 
because I you obviously didn't you didn't kill him, right? Um, I, I mean, I don't remember specifically. I try not to kill trolls. If there's yeah. a nonviolent way, I did it. I, I just I tricked uh, him. I said, "Hey, I need to take this guy because we need to go. Yeah, find, we need we need to find a lot of leather because your feet are so big." Yeah, I, th- I think that's that's what I said to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. um the guy feels like a character from a previous game yeah. i don't know if he is but it just like it has that the camera has like a wink of recognition to it yeah you know it looked like the the lens mm-hmm. seems like that um this goes into um the quest uh, an eye for an eye um here or is related to mm-hmm. um where you learn about another character uh, Vernon roche uh who we talked about last time mm-hmm. um and vess who are in a uh uh they're hiding out in a cave and they're defending a village um, that has aided Temerian uh, partisans. Right. Um, so the village is being attacked, and it's whether you want to stick up for the rebels. Yes. Here. Yeah. Um, and like Vess has gone out from, you know, has, has basically defied Vernon's orders and gone to, you know, rescue this village from the Nar- from the Nilfgaardians because they, yeah. are, they had a reprisal. Um, and this is enough to kind of like win support and say like, hey, Vernon, uh, Dijkstra needs you because uh, you got a real hard on for Radovid and we're going to do this. Yeah. Yeah, I will assassinate a king. <laughs> and you will in the quest reason of state. Yes. Yeah. So this is the kind of culmination of the assassination plot. Right. Yeah, there. Um, um, so this involves um, a, a trap yeah. that you set in a, a section of Oxford, I believe. Uh, no, um, it's, it's up by like Temple Island is, oh, okay. is, is what it is. Like his his ship is like posted up in the harbor at uh at novigrad proper um mm. you know like like you <laughs> you're involved you're not going to be the person who puts the final blade in but you need to get him into the kill spot by saying like hey i've i've i found philip Islehart. i can take you to her. yeah yeah um they start doing it they uh Radovid actually betrays you so even if you weren't planning to do this mm-hmm. Radovid sends his men to kill you right uh here and uh, you end up chasing him going through a bunch of his men uh with roche uh and then getting to the end where Radovid is on the other end of a, uh, a barrier. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you're looking for another way to get around, Oh shit, here comes Philippa Iheart. <laughs> yep. Just yeah. out, like out of nowhere, uh, as a, uh, as an owl and she gets her yep. revenge. Um, I love the line that she has here. Um, that settles the score. She attacks him once, uh, by, you know, taking out his eyes and then, you mm-hmm. know, stabs him again. And that one's from the heart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and because, like again, Radovid's got to go. Yep, as you um, mentioned. But there's more to this because now there's a power vacuum, and who decides? Uh, you know what? I didn't tell you all my plan, and tries to make a power grab himself. But our friend Deekstra himself. Yeah. 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 Um, and this is so the specifics of this. This is one of the places where, in retrospect, I n- knew everything that was going on, but at the time. You know, I didn't have all of the different kind of political factions and the people attached to them at the front of my mind. Right. I guess. Um, because Dijkstra's plan is not necessarily evil. Right. Like at this point, like it's not he's not wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, you know, we can do this. We can get this independence, but it won't be it won't be real. It won't be meaningful. Yeah. Well, well he, he also attempts to turn on the other conspirators, too. Yeah, like because he well because he's got a better sense of this. Like, what happens if the Temerians win back their city? Like, you know, that gives us X, but it doesn't give us mm-hmm. A, B, and C. You know, um, but I was like, no, you know, no, you got to go as well. 
I, I pretty much did. I was, I was real team Roche. In this. <laughs> yeah. I, I liked the uh, voice actor and I liked, you know, he seemed, I like a freedom fighter, you know, yeah, I like yeah. underdog. Apparently he's kind of a bastard in the earlier games though, is what yeah. I'm, uh, is what I'm led to believe. I believe um, But I just, uh, I didn't, I didn't trust Dijkstra. Like he, he had a real yeah. kind of like KGB vibe to him. Yeah. 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 So it ends up being kind of a big boss fight mm-hmm. uh, with him of sorts and yep. his gang. Um, but, and it's also important. This is one of the big determining things as far as the future of Novigrad, um, you know, and, and Velen in the ending. Right, right. So, like, with Radovid out and, like, all of Redania kind of uh, having this, falling to this power vacuum, Nilfgaard came in and swept and took yeah. everything over and it ended up giving uh, Tamaria over to Roche. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Which seems fine. <laughs> yeah, I, I, have, I have no problem with that. Right. Um. Yeah, moving on yeah. to substantial quests here. The long and involved quest of getting Hattori some steel. This is of swords and dumplings. Yep. Again, another, like, I wanted to get my final equipment, so I ended up doing this way too early. Oh, me too. This is this is the one quest where I cheese somebody. Like, I ended up plinking yeah. a bunch of, like, guys, maybe... Cleaver's hench dwarves? Yeah, Cleaver's hench I mean, dwarves. Me too. Yeah. I just, like, standing back, like, <laughs> just throwing every bomb I had at them. <laughs> You know? Just plinking them down with my crossbow. Yeah, it, just igneing them mm-hmm. slowly. Like it was, it was kind of a nightmare because it was like ten levels too high. Yeah, I was like, I gotta get that sword. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a good sword. It's a yeah. good steel sword, which is kind of hard to find. Yeah, yeah. So essentially, this is and then the Hatori. Like, right. come on, again, just uh, you know, Hatori Hanzo. A little, little um, on the nose, guys. <laughs> little on the nose. Um, but he keeps. This was also annoying too because the very first thing you do is like you need materials. I wasn't expecting this to be like a seven stage quest. Right. Um, so it's a, I, I found this a little annoying. Like anytime a character asks you for something and you go do it and then you come back and then they say, do this other thing. And they didn't just didn't mention them all at once. Yeah. They, they, I mean, they play, they, they play it up ad nauseum, like, you know, yeah. to the point where Geralt, like, is like, Oh, again, let me guess. Yeah. There's something more. Like, it's like, yeah, okay. I, I understand. Like, this is all going to be worth it, but yeah, yeah. but yeah, um, Hattori gets to stop making dumplings and shame and start making swords once more. Yeah. Essentially just through you getting the material and loosening the, this gang's kind of stranglehold right. on it. There's a cool line in it. Like after you take out Cleaver's hench dwarves, um, you run into another gang member, hmm. um, maybe one of Horson's people, maybe one of the King of beggars. And he says something like, um, you know what? Like, you know, you say like our night, you know, wanted man, and they say, yeah, but it, you know, in a couple of days the bosses will make a deal together, mm-hmm. and this will be wiped under the rug. Like you just have to stay alive until then, right? Um, and there's like a part like you will get like after I ran a foul, this happened with the horse and gang, be- you know, after I did the quest with them, mm-hmm. and then also for a time like cleavers hench dwarves, there are places where they attack you mm, yeah. uh, here, and I think that's an actual in-game clock. I think after a couple of days, there's a deal that you don't get to see that removes that. Oh, nice, yeah, uh, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. So you're mentioning a bunch of these gangs. Um, I cocked up the Dijkstra crest royally, mm-hmm. um, you know, when you, when you break into his vault and figure out um, who, who took the stuff. Um, so I never did any of the gangs of Novigrad. Like I failed that almost right away. Can you give me some details on what that is? Uh, only kind of. Um, I also didn't end up getting the thing. Um, this is, you know, when Horson's people attack you in the bathhouse, if you immediately say like, Cleaver says, like, hey, we have the same person, like, that we're trying to fight, let's work together. Um, if you decide to do that, then he, they will help you kind of search mm-hmm. um, 
this is just kind of lock, stock and two smoking barrels, like gangster stuff. Yeah. That you go through um, like raids. Um, there's a part where you go to uh, his arena. I want to say when you're looking for him, mm-hmm. um, that could be part of get, get it, junior. Yeah, it is. Um, but the, okay, no, this is, if you go to the casino first, hmm. I think it's this quest. This is a weird thing. Again, the game is talking to you in terms of quests, but these are different ways of kind of going about the same thing. Right, right. Because you have to get horse on junior no matter what. It's just whether you do it the cleaver way or the highway, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so there's there's not a lot worth talking about it. There are things to do. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a character, uh, a halfling who's being beat up uh, in that casino. And if you let them go, um, that starts another quest later. Hey, you want to uh, see my stuff? Yeah, it's not. It's honor among thieves. It's not yeah. want to see my stuff. But that yeah. is another... Again, the game just puts everything through the lens of the quest. <laughs> right, right. Um, this the the objective is just you know you you rescued one of the king of Be- beggars men. Mm-hmm. Go get a reward from the king of Be- beggars. Right, right. Yeah. So, yeah. so I did this. I, it wasn't very memorable. Okay. I guess is actually my answer. Yeah. Um. There's some funny quests in Novigrad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did you did you come across those bards who were just uh, drinking and wanted you to uh, drink along with them? I, I don't think I did. Yeah, this is up in the Novigrad north. Novigrad Hospitality. <laughs> yeah, Novigrad Hospitality. This is up in the north. Um, it's a place where you don't really have to go unless you just kind of wander up there. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, there are these two bars. They're drinking like, ah, yeah, Witcher, come on. Let's have a good time. And you can decide, yeah, I'll, I'll bend some elbows. This is good. Um, mm-hmm. And then you black out. And you wake up naked and all of your stuff is gone. And you end up having to walk to the nearest town, you know, in, in Geralt's underwear um, and find them. And it's, you know, just mm-hmm. Witcher sense it. Um, and you have a couple of options. I decided, okay, give me back all my stuff or I'll kill you. Um, and also give me all of your stuff, which ends up being a little <laughs> bit, but they walk away naked in shame. <laughs> so yeah, you know, for every one of me, you make do the walk of shame. I will make every one of you, know, yep. one of you. um, that's pretty great. Yeah. Um, um I did do, uh, of dairy and darkness and, and learned that tyromancy is a thing. Yes. <laughs> Uh, this is this is very funny to me um, as a thing. So I think you get this from uh, one of like the cursed objects you can buy. Yeah, it's like a you, you, you find this merchant who says, oh, there I, I, a lot of this stuff is from a lot that I got from a uh, a sorcerer. Some of it might be enchanted. Who knows? Uh, if you want more, you can go find it. Yeah. At, a, a, yeah. at his place. Yes. So you go there and eventually something that you have will open up a portal mm-hmm. uh, to this uh, this cheese mage. <laughs> Um, their, their layer, um, yeah. <laughs> where they are, um, they have these like carns, uh, you know, these like braziers of, of cheese gas mm-hmm. stuff that will kill you. Right. It's like, uh, like, then you have to make your way through a maze. Yeah. It's like, it's like your oxygen meter. And if you, if you mm-hmm. make a, if you make a wrong step, then you'll suffocate. Yeah. Um, but like t- t- tyromancy or tyromancy, an actual thing. It was like divining through the growth and mold of cheese. Yeah, no, I, and pretty much anything this game feels like it's making up, I believe, is probably real. Yeah, yeah. Like, it is too too well-realized and researched <laughs> otherwise. Yeah. Uh, but this gets you to uh, um, a, a, a really good silver sword, actually, for this part of the game, if you're not yeah. if you're not using uh, part of your Witcher set at this point. By the time I got it, it was way under-leveled. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of a bummer, like, just because of when I ended up doing the quest and right. because I had gone out of order. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one of the things, too, is, like, there's not, uh, there's generally leveled treasure with a couple of exceptions. Right. So if that happens, like you won't get good experience, but usually you'll get decent treasure from, you know, batting below your weight class. Here, I just ended up getting a sword that was way worse than any sword I had. And it's like, OK, well, it's 200 bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll sell it. Um, a walk on the waterfront 
is yep. uh, a, a fun one. Like you're down on the on the harbor. There's a nobleman who's like, oh, I want to go see how the other half lives, but I want protection. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And he keeps getting attacked. Right. Like like a, a, a way unusual number of muggings. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like, like a three three muggings per block. It's like if Martin Shkreli decided to walk outside without wearing a yeah. mask. Yeah, in front of me. <laughs> um, he, uh, that's right. Nobody <laughs> buys the one Wu Tang album and doesn't share it. Um, have, have you seen the, the uh, like the, the transcripts of the uh, the jury selection from his trial? Yes. <laughs> it is. It's extremely good. <laughs> I don't know, man. I look at him and I see a snake. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't like it's it's so so. Um, Will, who was on the episode earlier, but is not talking to us now because it's been a very weird day of recording. Right. Um, has this weird he's the only person i know who has this weird grudging respect for him because he leans into villainy okay like the idea if everyone's going to hate me and they already hate me why don't i just be the biggest asshole i can ever possibly be right and like i kind of understand that logic but also i hate that dude and i don't have any respect for him like yeah if, he's gotta go you know yeah. I, I would appreciate that characteristic in fiction i just know he he, he probably yeah. hurt a lot of people yeah exactly yeah yeah so I'm not, not get, saying get, Will yes. isn't empathetic. I can understand where he's coming from, too. It's it's not a, a totally out of left field perspective. Right. Regardless of which, this uh, kind of gets Geralt tackles up because it's mm-hmm. like, hey, you said you were just a, mer- you know, a regular nobleman. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to the end where he gets to you get to some people who are standing around and they mention like wanting to make this trade. Um, and he said, you know, it turns out he was using you as protection to do this fist tech deal. Right. Um, under false pretenses. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I killed him. Yeah, he's again, nobody. Yeah, don't you don't lie. Uh, <laughs> it's my girl. You got to go. Yeah, you also um, don't but, deal t- terrible drugs. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> I love the sleepy vampire quest. Atome and teamed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is real good. Um, like, it's so weird because it's so hidden as well. Like, you're just wandering around in the in the sewers. You find a weak wall, blow it open. There's a scholar in there who, first off, is very upset that you don't know who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, second off, he is sure that there is a rare t- uh, tome inside the sarcophagus. So let's open this bad boy up. Oh, there's a dude. It's a vampire. He asks, wait, is this year 14 XY? Like, no, no, not yet. Well, don't wake me up until it's that. <laughs> it goes back to... <laughs> it's like his snooze alarm. Yeah. Is, uh, goes by centuries. <laughs> it's wizards yep. my snooze alarm is wizards <laughs> um yeah I, I like this a lot yeah uh, um but the the scholar interferes yeah you, you know at this point fight a vampire who just wanted to sleep yeah which is kind of a bummer yeah um out on your arse pretty standard like western rpg kind of quest um some rowdy skelligers uh have taken over crippled gates and uh, one of the workers says like hey go in there and kick them out um this was before i went to skelliga yeah so i just uh, i just used my mind trick on them Right. I said, actually, you got to go. And they were like, OK, and that was the end of the quest. <laughs> actually, we have to go. Yeah. Um, if you if you basically if, like, if you do this near the end of the game, like I did, um, you might have already done uh, like performed this crazy feat. You would have you know killed a frost giant. We're going to talk about that quest later. Um, you can actually use that and say, well, you know, I'm the person who killed this frost giant. And I say you have to go. And they're like, oh, I'm sorry, sir. And they like get up and walk out all orderly, orderly like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um. Pretty good. Um, so here are some some kind of minor quests. Yeah. Here some of these I remember, some of them I don't. Yeah. Sorry about the notes being so so scarce at this point. No, it's it's okay. <laughs> we should probably say that we did another podcast in between this one. Yep. <laughs> um. So this is we are on hour five and a half. Right. Of podcasting, and we still have Skellige. So like, 
you know, I know that doesn't actually matter to people listening. It's just mm-hmm. the episode. But right. also, there are a lot of side quests in this fucking game, yes. guys. <laughs> <laughs> and I so, couldn't summarize them all with two sentences. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep, yep. I could have, but it, yeah, I don't know. It's it's, it's a lot to do. Yeah. Um, Message from an old friend is really just like poking around at some books. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And that's, that's where you get the, uh, the book, you go to the bookseller and they have left, somebody else has left a book for you. Is that correct? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But there's not, there's not much to it. It's like, yeah, we have a copy of that. Go find it. Mm -hmm. You go, you know, pick up three different red books until you find the correct one and some information that is supposed to be useful uh, for Geralt. Right. Um, this is also kind of related to like, this feels like not an Easter egg, but some, you know, just like something for the fans. Yeah. Fan game. You know? Yeah. 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 Dwarven document dilemma is a little bit funnier. You find this dwarf who insists that he was mugged. Um, Mm -hmm. and when you do your detective vision or whatever, you, you see this basically a cloud of Everclear stench. Um, <laughs> turns out he wasn't so much mugged. He was playing cards with somebody bet. I think the deed to his house, it, br- mm. the, the, you know, he, he, he lost the card game and decided to, he was drunk, you know, break, break the bottle of booze over somebody over, over his opponent's head to get his documents back, but he couldn't. Mm-hmm. So he lied to you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. Um, the, uh, so I'm kind of, again, going and kind of. Hidden message of the Nilf Guardian kind is again just a little short story you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, you find a uh, stash of treasure. Um, like as you, as you're kind of going through, you see a, a man put something in a in like a, a dead drop. Right, right. Um, and then you go check it out. It has a note for next dead drop. You kind of walk around following the thread until you eventually you're finding out that there are spies from Nilfgaard mm-hmm. who are have kind of been unloading and loading contraband using these dead drops. Right, right. Um, except one so. of these went bad. Um, so I guess everybody who was in on the conspiracy is dead. Yeah. Like that's the, yeah. so it's another one. thing like, you know, you came to the quest after it's already over. Right. More or less. Yeah. Empty coop is out in the country. Um, mm-hmm. and this is, there's an old woman who is convinced that wolves are taking her, uh, taking her chickens uh, and you follow the mm-hmm. tracks and you find out it's not wolves. It's kids who are using, uh, wolf's foot boots. Um, yeah, <laughs> and they're they're trying to set up their like little Lord of the Flies kingdom, thinking like, oh, you know, like we're we're orphans, we're orphaned by the war. Why should we have to go to town and go to school? We can be out here, you know. Um, we can do whatever we want, and we're never going to grow up. And mm-hmm. Geralt says, "Well, that last part's probably true," <laughs> <laughs> which is a very good, is a very it's economical, very yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I, again, I love Geralt with kids, and I like uh, kids that are super sassy and <laughs> you know do crimes yeah, yeah. Uh, crime pretty kids. much yeah i, I love crime kids man <laughs> um yeah. but you, so can, you can convince the old woman to take the kids in yeah be like these were crime kids but now they're you know now, <laughs> now, now, they could be rhyme kids it'd be like a von Trapp family kind of thing yeah yeah um welcome to your welcome to your family <laughs> um i like that quest quite a bit um, rough neighborhood is incredibly slight. Yeah, uh, it's an oxen fort. You see some soldiers giving uh, a lady of the night hell. You uh, ask them to leave. You walk her home. Bada bing. Yep. You know, like it's almost nothing. Yeah. Warehouse of woe. Similarly, almost nothing. There are some people yeah. arguing about a monster in a warehouse. Like they're both paranoid and think that the other person put the monster in there. And you just go mm-hmm. in and kill the necker. And it's like, well, I guess there are no answers here. Yeah. I thought that little. I thought that would be a lot different depending on when I did it, because uh-huh. by the time I did it, uh, the, you know, the eternal flame, it's hunting non-humans. Oh yeah. Um, but it didn't actually make a difference. Right. 
in the quest. Yeah. Um, there's a cool quest. I like, um, uh, what is it? A uh, little red quite a bit. Yes. Um, little red is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there's a, like this town that's being terrorized by these, by this gang of bandits, uh, led by this woman named little red. Um, and <laughs> the quest is given to you by a dude who's really insistent that little red has to die. You go yeah. find them or they, they, they come into town. They come and check. Yeah. Yeah. They, they come into check and you talk to them and they say like, yeah, well, here's the thing. Um, <laughs> that guy who told you to kill me, well, we had an arrangement with him that he would tell us like the, the, the right places to rob here, but he, you know, but, but, but he turned on us and now he wants to get away. We're only here to kill him. Let us go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and at that point I was like, you know what? This is between y'all Yeah, and, uh, and backed off. Yeah. Um, little red have a reward revenge yeah. well, little red's also a werewolf um yeah which is, yeah. Which is fun <laughs> which comes up if you if you decide to fight like right. i found that out through research like wiki diving but mm-hmm. i never saw her werewolf yeah yes like it's it, it's it's kind of implied like oh she's a real beast in battle or something like that. yeah yeah, yeah. Um, pretty cool mm-hmm. um, and yeah. i like the character like it is uh, a weird little we don't spend a lot of time but there's like the suggestion of this kind of like cool character sketch yeah it's like a you're yeah. As somebody else's story is intersecting with you. Yeah. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'd got spooked mare. Mm. Um, that's why I skipped ahead to little red, which I remembered. Yeah. I don't think I actually got this one. Yeah. Spooked mare. It's a little bit like one of those misunderstanding contracts. Person thinks their horse has been stolen by a ghost, but again, it is the Scoia'tael, those rebel elves. Um, mm. And so you have to just go, go up to the camp. They make a compelling point. Like he has a bunch of horses. We don't have any. You know, why, why should we care? Why should we give it back? I actually them and take it back anyway. Cause I don't, I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just have to remember the description of his horse to bring him back the right one. I don't know what happens if you bring him the wrong one. Yeah. I, uh, I also don't know. Yeah. Um, the junk drawer for this is just a bunch of stuff that I either didn't do because I failed or because it had <laughs> related to other quests. Like I, I didn't do fencing lessons by the time I got around to like checking that off my list. Uh, it had failed for some reason. Yeah, yeah, so it might have been one of the auto fail ones. Fencing lessons is related to um, broken birds. one of the yeah one of, one of the broken flowers. One of the women who uh, the lion was with, um, who you sword fight with, who wants to sword fight more, mm-hmm. and ends up being just kind of a rich lady who is a debutante who has you walk around areas and then leaves mm-hmm. uh, off on her own, which is inadvisable. Ends up running into trouble. You save her and say like, okay, you know, our relationship is over. Like you don't, you know, yeah, you're just gonna get yourself killed, right? Um, yeah. Probably best quest of the game here. Um, hey, you want to look at my stuff? <laughs> um, it involves a character saying that, then running away, and then you looking at their stuff. <laughs> so <laughs> so it's a three part quest, which is pretty complicated. Right. Um, a lot of ins, a lot of outs, a lot of what have yous. Yeah. yeah. Then again, just like that didn't need to be a quest. Like the game right. doesn't have a way to give you a, a tracker without it being a quest. Right, so. right. There, there, there's no like task list. Yes. Yeah. Um, these statuette quests, they seemed interesting, but I just didn't ask Triss about them in time. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't remember those either. Um, exactly. I'm pretty sure that I did those. Mm. Um, but I don't remember the kind of specifics about it. I think that it is just like you ask about it. Oh, yeah. um, again, it's just the game giving you something to do. They want you to get some information, but not, you know, it not being very articulated. Mm-hmm. They're not being very much game play. Yeah. Um, high stakes is the thing that we talked about with Will. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the final uh, Gwent. Yes. Best. That jackpot's crazy high. Yeah. Forty five hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, 
not again, not to not to be Captain DLC or anything, but stuff gets so expensive in the DLC. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I just won't say so anything it, more. It's fine. Well, this, <laughs> no, 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 I, no, I'm just being... this, this came out before that. I'm just saying that like yeah. it seems like an unreasonable amount of money. It's yeah, not yeah. by the way the the way the co- economy I, changes. I was trying to make you feel bad for being Captain DLC. <laughs> No, oh, no, Captain a... DLC is is good. Captain, yeah. Captain DLC owns like he is a good superhero, and I love him, <laughs> and I am him. Um, I'm one of those kids uh, that uh, the lady, the empty coupe lady, took in, and I've got mm-hmm. a towel wrapped around my neck, <laughs> and I'm running around the backyard rhyming. Yep. Captain DLC, you're, you're you're running around making airplane noises for some reason. Which are you, yeah. a superhero or a plane? I invented it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Skellige. Um, real quick, the other thing too, I really like the final kindness. I didn't do that, but I watched mm-hmm. it online. Um, I love this as a, as a quest thing, because if you sent, uh, Kira to Radovid, um, you find out that, you know, she killed, you know, killed her mm-hmm. and you break in to get her body. So you guys can give her a proper burial. Right. Um, which is just, you know, kind of sad. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and I, I like that quite a bit. Yeah. That's exactly what the quest name is. Yeah. But I mean, like I mentioned, there are some other ones we didn't quite mention, but they are barely a thing right um so we'll go ahead and move on to uh skellige so um this is probably the most involved brother brothers in arms that we have yes um, because it is very much wrapped up with the uh, the Skellige succession. succession, right? Yes. Yeah. So remember, we have we have kind of these two heirs apparent from the Oncrate family. Um, mm-hmm. We have um, Ceres, who is kind of the even-headed daughter, and we have Hjalmar, who is the excellent warrior, but he's a little bit more, uh, you know, l- l- let's say undependable. Yeah, hot-headed and Viking-like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Position is oftentimes considered to be like one of the marquee quests. It's so good. <laughs> It is extremely good. <laughs> well, but just because of the war, like that, that one moment. Yeah. Like, the ending of it. So essentially just to do the cliff notes, um, as we mentioned, like, so you're helping out the daughter, the daughter's trying to get back an ancestral sword, right? <laughs> you go to the, uh, the abandoned, uh, place where it is and find, uh, that there is, boy, who is the person who's possessed? It's not, I mean, the ancestor. No, like it's 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 another one of the Jarls. Like she's trying to, uh, yeah. no, she, she's trying to uh, free this Jarl from his curse, and he's just kind of got this really vague malaise that nobody can, um, that nobody can, can can break. They thought they were going to do that by recovering the, um, by recovering the ancestral sword from their kind of decrepit old home that seems mm-hmm. like it's going to be haunted, uh, but that doesn't yes. do it. Yes. So when you find when you find this uh, this person, he's actually being haunted by a demon uh, called a him. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a couple different ways to do it. Like it's you know, and it's they're both real risky. And you you spend a lot of time with Sarah's here, kind mm-hmm. of talking to her. And like I I like that character a lot. Yeah. Uh, so this is fun. Um, you can say like, hey, I'm going to try to fight the him. Mm-hmm. Um, this ends up being kind of a stock fight. Right. Uh, don't do it that way (laughs) instead sarah says i have a plan to trick him but you have to trust me yeah and the whole game has spent you know this time like that's not your instinct no right like it is you know no you know other people even when they mean well you know oftentimes get it over their head yeah um so so, like we we have to explain the way a him works yes Uh, a a him kind of attaches to somebody who did something really terrible and feels immense regret for it right Mm -hmm. um and sarah's plan is well we 
like basically you can trick them you can make a person experience a huge amount of regret um except you know it turns out whoops no big no big deal uh, uh because actually the the thing you regret didn't happen and then the hen doesn't have anywhere to go yes <laughs> yeah cuz you know if if you feel bad about something that didn't happen mm-hmm. the way this hap- you know ends up being is is you're waiting around in the house she says when i come back in you know again you have to trust me do whatever i say um, she comes in being chased by uh, villagers and <laughs> your warriors gives you a baby and tells you to toss it into an oven. And you have a very limited amount of time to like do this or not <laughs> just to say yes or no. Like you're just yeah. standing by the stoked oven. You know, she, uh, you know, hikes it to you like a football and is like, bake that baby, baby. Yeah. Um, yep. And of course, you have to say yes, because you have to trust Saris. And so Geralt just throws that baby in that oven. Yeah. Um, and again, I love that. Because, uh, again, trust is not accepted here or is not the standard. Right. Which are three. But because you spend all this quest leading up to this point getting to know Saris, like, that's why I felt okay about it. Yeah. Like, I, the whole time I was doing this quest, I had in the back of my head, uh, this is somebody who might rule this nation. Like, mm-hmm. do I think that's a good idea? Right. And then, you know, by this time, I was like, you know what? I think so. Mm-hmm. You know, like, if, if I don't trust her to rule a nation, I'll trust her to, to throw this baby in an oven <laughs> and have myself a California cheeseburger later. You know? <laughs> Um, Quiznos, this baby, you know, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so the the warriors see this and they're just like, "You monster!" Yeah, and you get into this, a fight the with worst, them. Worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, you know. So you have to fight them off, but it turns out that there was, a, you know, a bit of trickery. Yeah. Like, so so Geralt, um, not knowing what the play is, she like say, "Oh God, I just killed a baby." The him attaches to him, and then out from the door. Guess what? Here comes here comes Saris and the person who was possessed <laughs> holding the baby. That's right. They were on the other side of this oven and they pulled the baby out. Big baby. <laughs> the, no, it was a real baby. He had to yeah, hold the I baby. Know. I know, but what if that was the thing? Like I, he's just an adult. Yeah. <laughs> like, the um well, that's fine. Um so then you know that traps the demon. It's it's mm-hmm. super cool. Yeah. Like as a thing to make a player do and have it, you know. Not just be for for cruelty, right. right? Like it wasn't just like if you do this, you'll get a stat up, or if you do uh-huh. make this cross this moral event horizon, right? It, it it simulates in the player the same thing that has to happen to the character. Mm-hmm. You know, you're feeling guilt the same way that Geralt might, <laughs> yeah. Um, because for a little while, it seems like yeah, you just actually quiz note a baby, like mm-hmm. very good, yeah. <laughs> also very good, the Lord of Undvik. Yes, um, this was uh, I think I read in the Slack. I think Paul, uh, who's one of our mods, said in the Slack. That this was the first quest they designed um, for it. Uh, and it is complicated and cool. Yeah. Um, I ended up getting lost during this. The pathfinding fucked me in a big bad way. And then mm. like sliding down an entire mountain and having to swim around, <laughs> swim oh. around the island. <laughs> yeah. Do yeah. The, so, the swim of shame that Geralt so often has to do. Yeah. Yeah. And just like you end up having to go through caverns and the game isn't that great when it's in caverns. Like all that's to say, like if I'm a little bit more down on this. Uh, it's just because that left a bad taste in my mouth. I love the fight at the end of it, though. The fight at the end of it's great, but also, like, so the idea here is that uh, Helmar um, has to do this heroic feat of strength and slaying this ice giant. Mm-hmm. Um, so he had an expedition down to this this island. Mm-hmm. Udvik. And, yeah, Udvik. And the cool thing about it is there's tons of environmental storytelling here Yeah, there's in like, a way that makes me think that maybe if this was the first thing that was designed, it was before they decided to do some quite so much Witcher vision. Mm-hmm. 
Um, cause you can see like places you can see where they land. You can see the both sets of footprints who are going through. So one, somebody is being chased, mm-hmm. uh, you know, by, by an, another, uh, I can't remember the people who are chasing the archer mm-hmm. who's chasing the, the soldiers, but you can kind of, there's a lot of parties going on. You can kind of just see this little story that played out about what happened when they, this expedition went wrong. Yeah. Well, I love the uh, the one environment that you get to, like they're just under this massive longship, like the skeletal remains of this ship. That um, oh gosh, what is it, like a like a um, like a castaway is living in. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, real cool. Mm-hmm. I like it quite a bit. Uh, getting this like unraveling the story quickly. All the navigation stuff you're talking about, I also didn't love. Yeah, you know, it was just the uh, getting the story told to me like drip by drip. Yeah, that was like pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. That final fight is really cool because you do it alongside Helmar. Like it's yeah. you know, usually when somebody else is in a fight, like you don't really notice them because Geralt is so competent. Like Helmar can very much hold his own yes. um, in that. And and if you're going to show, it makes a really good job. Like this as the quest for Helmar mm-hmm. and the previous quest for Cirrus are great mm-hmm. examples of that. Cirrus solves her quest through being clever, you know, and, and uh, being a even handed, like how can we find the peaceful solution for this? Right. Yelmar does it, you know, exemplifying this other value of the Skellige people, this this like glory and honor that comes in great heroic feats. Yeah, I mean, and like, the game does a great job of expressing both those sides of this culture. Yeah, and as much as my, as much as my inclination would be to say like, yeah, I want the clever, peaceful person, right? You know, mm-hmm. like that most reflects who I would like to be. You know. Um, mm-hmm. That might not be right for Skellige. Like, it was a real question whether or not Yelmar or Saris would would be the better fit right yeah yeah they, this is this is the best they do at selling the viking mm-hmm. part of Skellige. you know the worst they do is everything with madman lugos <laughs> so you know it, there weren't enough characters representing the regressive Skellige being a good idea mm-hmm. you know to, to make it a real hard choice for me like right it was definitely serious all the way but this was as good as they got and it was pretty good mm-hmm. yeah yeah um, this oh. leads into kind of the, uh, event where they're going to really pick the person, you know, you go back mm-hmm. to, uh, go back to, um, the, <laughs> the, the clan on crate headquarters and set things up, uh, to kind of have mm-hmm. this big meeting to hash things out. But the problem is during the party, um, well, it's bears attack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, uh, it's a yeah. real shit show. Like you're pulled away and you come back in and just immediately everything is covered in blood. Yes. Um, and this is a mystery, you know, no one can, you kind of ask around, nobody can tell you where the bears came from. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, just instant bears. <laughs> um, it it's turns out in, uh, in Skellige because Skellige is this weird, uh, milkshake of different cultures. The Druids in this are also berserkers right? in like the literal sense, you know, like there are legends of, of warriors that can turn to animals mm-hmm. that is largely considered just be, it's like their ferocity because right. they're on hallucinogens. Right. And they, um, they, they straight up say like, Oh, on the continent, they call this psilocybin as, yeah. as well as taken. Yeah. yeah. They like, they use the real world, uh, truth part, but here it actually does turn, uh, Druids into bears. Right. It makes them go crazy. Yeah. So, there are a couple of options you can take for this. I decided to help Saris because I mm-hmm. felt like she would be the person who would not destroy evidence with an axe. Um, yeah. And this determines who's ultimately going to be the king um, or the yes. ruler rather. Um, yes. 
and you eventually find like yeah somebody spiked the mead those bears didn't come from outside um they you know like like they were already here just hiding inside people (laughs) Mm -hmm. um and so like this entire this entire event is a massacre uh and it was done by king brand's widow because she wanted to eliminate as many on people as possible to uh, get her own, you know, son on the throne. Yeah. And I love this when you get to the end of this, once you've, you know, if you're, you're signing with Sarah, you end up talking to the, uh, the like courtier who betrayed, you know, betrayed you and, and, and did this. Um, the son sides with you. Like mm. you present enough evidence, like, Hey, actually here's, here's Arnvald. The son's uh, mortified that you, that, that, that she would have done that for him. This in his name. Yeah. You know, like, it's like, actually, you know, I would never have done this. I don't want to rule this way, mm-hmm. you know, and that that's awesome. Like, it's a really cool uh, little articulation of this. Right. You know, not everyone in this family is like genetically evil, mm-hmm. you know, which I feel like a lesser game would do. Right. Um, so he's just like, yeah, I'm on yours. I don't want this. Right. You know, and it begins <laughs> a turning against the, the mother who was scheming in the first place. Right. So. Yeah. And all this culminates with coronation. Um, where you mm-hmm. actually, it's really just a cutscene. You get to go and watch whoever was chosen uh, be crowned. For me, it was Saris. Yes. Um, could be, could be Helmar, and that would be, um, you know, a, just a different, a different outcome. Like with Saris on the crown, like there was peace and prosperity, but they kind of just like lost ground. Like you know, the Black Ones, the Nilfgaardians, kind of came in, um, and just they suffered more military losses, but kind of thrived culturally. Yes. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, one of the other huge highlight quests for this, I think, is the Last Wish. <laughs> um, this is related to the titular uh, short story about that. Um, the background of Yennefer and Geralt is at some point, uh, Geralt made a wish that they would like love each other forever. Right. Um, and they've kind of been operating under that. Yennefer approaches you and says, "Like, hey, I got a job for you. There's a shipwreck that has a mage who tamed a, a djinn. Like, we need to do it." She doesn't tell you why right. until partway through. Eventually, you can push the issue. And what she's trying to do is get the djinn to undo the magic of the original djinn so she can see if what she feels is real. Right. Because Um, for years and years, you know, longer than anybody should ever be alive, they've been drifting apart and coming back together. Yes, Um, like eternal sunshining themselves. Yeah. And she wants to know, like, is is that just the course of our lives? And, you know, like, we're not going to live forever. You know, do I actually love you? Or is all of this misadventure all these years just a part of that part of that wish or that curse which which is i love you know when i I say eternal sunshine it reminds me of that um charlie kaufman thing or a kurvonica thing where it is a sci-fi or fantasy element that evokes a really understandable feeling right like i'll never be under a a curse or a spell to forever love somebody but at the same time like if i was i'd want to know if it was real Mm -hmm. you know the authenticity would be important to me yeah. Um, and you can react in different ways when you, she finally tells you, you know, right. you can you can ditch out of this whenever you want. This is her romance quest. Right. So you can choose not to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just like, yeah, I would like to know that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, after you kind of put together some stuff from this mage, she does a teleportation spell to where the <laughs> gin is, which is that ship that I had spent, <laughs> yeah. you know, conservatively 45 minutes wrestling with the uh, climbing <laughs> engine in The Witcher 3 yep. to get up to. <laughs> on my own to get yeah. some leveled treasure and nothing. Well, it's uh, uh, th- th- this can't be um, oversold. Like, you know, a, a lot of this quest involves, you know, Geralt swimming deeper than he ought to because Yen is giving him, you know, ever breath or whatever the, the spell might mm. be. Um, and the last one, you know, where, where this, where this gin actually would be um, it, it's it, it, the, the wreckage of the ship is kind of shorn in half. 
like mm. way too cleanly. And it turns out that like how that ship got short in half and why one part of it is on the uh, on the floor of the ocean and the other other part is up on, th- on top of this uh, I- island or a mountain rather is this this mage cast a last minute teleportation, proving that Geralt is always right about teleportation. Yeah. Um, and so like she teleports you up to this half of a ship that is sticking out of the top of a mountain. Mm hmm. Where you fight a djinn, which is not a good fight. No. Um, it kept getting stuck under the the ground. Yeah. It was yeah. not good. It was, like, invulnerable way too much of the time for me. I couldn't figure out yeah. how to break that. Yeah. It's actually one of my least favorite. Like, I love this quest. It's one of my least favorite fights. Right. Um, but what happens is afterwards, you the djinn does what you say, mm-hmm. removes it, and then the game lets you decide whether the curse was real or not. Right. Uh, yeah. And that's so clever. Like, I, I love that. As opposed to telling you, uh-huh. like, it just, like... You know, she turns to you and is like, do you, do you still love me? Uh, and you just say like, yes, or I feel nothing now, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like that determines the thing. I just I think that's really, really clever. Yeah. You yeah, know, because it's because it is your choice. <laughs> well, you, well it's, it's it's you're not making you're making a choice that the character would make, but you're also making a choice of what the fiction is. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you say no, it changes the reality, the actual love spell was real the whole mm. thing was a lie everything that came before right um you know you're choosing what light previous events should be cast under yeah so i mean i i wanted to end up with tris as my yeah. as, as 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 my pick between the betty and the veronica right um that you know that being the case even if i didn't know even if i didn't know that this uh you know would have locked me you know, locked me out of a good ending for Geralt. Um, I still like it. It's like the the idea that it was that none of it was real and we wasted all that time was just heartbreaking to me. So yeah, I, that's I, so I, sad. I, I could I couldn't imagine I couldn't imagine like accepting that there would be a yes at the end of that. Yeah, <laughs> or or yeah. A no, right? No, yeah. It's such a and it, the there's an implication that if that does happen, um, and you said uh, said no um that she still kind of has some feelings right so like maybe the spell was in place but also she had some genuine feelings she mm-hmm. tries to hide it because she's yen you still have to work with her for the rest of the the game right but it, it's you know it's it's a pretty heartbreaking moment yeah yeah it's yeah. a very good quest some amazing imagery in it yeah really really amazing imagery and i love letting you make those kind of decisions that's like a tabletop thing mm-hmm. but there are very few things that video games can do that the tabletop can do mm-hmm. um and that's one of the things table like more progressive tabletop games that have more player control of the narrative like if someone says you know i'm going back to my home island uh you know do i know anybody there and the good move is to be like well, do you <laughs> like who do you know like tell us about your world and your backstory like mm-hmm. let us you know you get to do this world building too um, I, I love it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I love it. Love it. Yeah. So very, very good. Yeah. Um, there's only one question that I could see that was like really tied in with the main story or followed off of the events. Remember when you went to mm-hmm. that garden and, uh, ultimately you had to make a dead man talk, but there was a werewolf there. Nobody forgets about Morkvarg. <laughs> Y'all yeah. forgot about Morkvarg. Y'all Mork-Varg. forgot about Morkvarg. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it's the same old Morkvarg. Yeah. Ian Loki. Yeah. So that opens up the quest called In Wolf's Clothing, uh, which involves, you know, breaking the curse of, you know, breaking that lycanthropy curse so that, um, you know, the, the, the priestesses can have their garden back. Um, mm-hmm. And this is a pretty complicated quest, all told. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we talked about this a little bit. Um, and really, because this is where you trick him into eating parts of himself. Yeah. 
Or that's what that's what I did. I don't know if there's more to it than that. Oh, you 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 can totally you can totally do that. Or yeah. um, you can poke around and like as you it's it's kind of great as you explore this uh, this garden. He pops up in different places, mm-hmm. uh, just because he keeps on coming back. So you know you, you end up having to fight Morkvarg several times. Um, man, I can't take the name Morkvarg seriously. Yeah, Morkvarg <laughs> is not great. Yeah, it probably sounds better like in a ling- you know another language. Right. I imagine. Yeah. Um, but you can go find one of the people who was with him when he committed that initial, uh, that initial atrocity, you know, he initially Mm -hmm. lies about it to you, but you can shake him down and he says, yeah, he really is a complete bastard. Um, he did kill the priestess and you know, what you need, what you need, um, is kind of this, um, uh, trinket that fell way down in the caves. Uh, so you go and get that, and then ultimately you you, you know you, you put it back on his body, and that makes that makes Morkvarg uh, turn human again. Mm. You think, okay, he's learned his li- <laughs> these years of torture have taught this psychopath <laughs> a lesson. Yeah, boys will be boys. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. Um, because he says, all right, I'm going to get the gang back together. Skellige will never uh, <laughs> will never guess what they've got coming. Um, and I'm like, no, actually, you're going to die. He's like, well, why did you? Why did you cure, cure my curse? And he was like, well, you wouldn't stay dead. So mm. then, then I killed him. <laughs> yeah. As a human. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Th- th- I guess that's two real dark endings for this. Like you either make him eat some of his flesh. <laughs> yep. Or you, you give him a glimpse of hope before striking it down, destroying it utterly. He was a terrible person. Oh, of course. I'm just, it's very dark. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> way into it. Yeah. Um, so kind of uh, substantial quests uh, in general um, from a land far, far away. Uh, this starts with you finding a shipwreck that has a crest that you don't recognize. Yeah. On it. yeah it's from no kingdom, um, you know, no land, you know. Um, and this leads on this huge, not like wild goose chase, but like this is one of the few quests that kind of spans multiple regions. It takes you all the way to Velen because the person who, you know, was on the ship ended up escaping and uh, kind of hiding away in this cove. Uh, when you get there, mm-hmm. you can't understand a single word she's saying. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> you find her, and she's she's got a young girl uh, with her, and another person who has kind of been looking for. Her. You've encountered him a couple a couple of other times. Uh, kind of comes in and is like, you know, speaking in very broken English, um, and you can't understand what she is saying at all. You know, he he wants the young girl, but you don't know any of the uh, any any of the kind of circumstances for you know what happened i sided with the woman thinking like if she left her entire home to a land that she doesn't understand the language of there was probably a really good reason why she wanted to be away from this guy so yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. so yeah I, I killed the dude and let let them live yeah i'm I'm never going to like just oh this guy's stalking this woman let's, <laughs> let's let it go yeah you know uh not gonna happen so yep did the did the uh the same thing mm-hmm um, Iron Maiden is that part that it connects to the, uh, the Fist of Fury, this unbeaten combatant in the fighting ring. I think it's when you go to that same fighting ring or it's nearby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we mentioned that it's like, whether you sleep with her, she's going to marry the first person who, who beats her in battle, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. <laughs> I love the tower out of nowhere, Gary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like that. I just like how it says. It sounds like something Don Knotts would be saying. <laughs> That's a tower. Like, it, was all out, it was all out of nowhere. You know? <laughs> See, I love that. It, it, it's a fun game to play with somebody who does that voice. It's uh, Don Knotts or Jimmy Stewart. 
I, they're very similar. Duel and Jimmy's is my my home, but Don Knotts is all, is my home away from home. It's my <laughs> it's my Animal Crossing Island game, essentially. Dueling Jimmy's. Yeah, Duel and Jimmy's is the idea I had for a stage show where it's two people entering from both sides of the stage, just doing uh, Jimmy Stewart like the noises he makes before he says anything. <laughs> 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 about to do things just like facing each other and then after a turn no time turn to the audience do one last big one bow and leave (laughs) (laughs) but like be dressed up and everything the whole yeah so duel and jimmy's was an idea i had with one of my student workers back at (laughs) psu shout out to tanner notch who will never hear this right so that is a very very good idea (laughs) (laughs) the um (laughs) The power tower out of nowhere. <laughs> so what happens? What happens is he go to this town that is kind of under this perpetual rain cloud. Like you know, their 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 ships are being whipped up against the docks. It's a real bad scene. This bad mm-hmm. weather started when this tower just erupted from the ground. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, so you uh, you kind of head uh, into the tower, and there's some kind of minor defense mechanisms you deal with. Essentially. What you're going to do is uh, there's a guy trapped behind a magic barrier. Yeah. You need to let out. It's like the guy who bought the tower without yes. understanding that like all these all this stuff was still armed. Yes. And what what is armed is very specifically the defensive regulatory mag- magicon, uh-huh. a.k.a. DRM. <laughs> um, and to get oh, yeah, through it, a... you need to find Gottfried's Omni opening grimoire, a.k.a. GOG, <laughs> a.k.a. CD, CD Project Red, a.k.a. DRM is bad. Right. Etc. Yeah. Well, they had they had a real bad uh, uh, experience with DRM on the first game. Yeah. Yeah. Or the second one. Uh, one of the two. Um, yeah, I think it's the second one. But... Yeah. That's very funny. I didn't realize that. And normally, I would, you know, I, I, I would put that together. Um, what's great? What's great is this guy's like, oh, you know, where, where, where'd you come from? Where am I? He's like, oh yeah, we're in Skellige. We're in Skellige. Yeah. Oh. oh, oh like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> this tower doesn't belong here. It like it. <laughs> It pulled the ripcord, like it teleported away from where it should have been. Yep, it is it under uh, attack. It is. It is very much. A, that's a. Th- I love that as a as a, tele- a hazard of being a wizard. Uh huh. Just teleport. You end up on mountains. You end up in different continents. Mm-hmm. Travel through time and stuff. Like yeah. You know, hidden hidden hyperspace. Hyperspace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, you pretty much just kind of go through this tower, and it summons at the end when you are uh, getting the thing. It summons different monsters. Mm-hmm. If I end up finding another gargoyle, which is like the rarest monster in this game. Right. The little demon-y looking guys. <laughs> um, but essentially, that that's what it is. I think you just get some treasure kind of yeah. for doing it. Yeah. So. And you get to run through a cool wizard tower. Yeah, I mean, it is it is an awesome, like, dungeon. <laughs> so. Yeah. And there are not many of those. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Path of the Warriors is this kind of ill-advised platforming, platforming? challenge. Yeah. 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 I was, I thought this would be worse than it was. Yeah. Like, significantly worse. Like. I did not miss jumps in it, and I was like, I'm definitely going to miss jumps. Yeah. And so it's not you, like, particularly fun, but it doesn't. I didn't have a problem with it. If you miss a jump, you really just get set back a little bit. Like it's designed in such a way that you just go back two or three jumps. Um, yeah. It didn't happen very often. Like uh, you know, uh, half of the pain of a bl- of taking a blow is bracing for it, right? Yeah. I, I was just bra- it, I was braced for this to be worse than it was, and I think that left me with a worse taste. It definitely seems pretty misguided and doesn't add a whole lot. Right. Like it's a little bit more cultural flavor for Skellige. Yeah. It's like, oh, an outsider has never a challenge or whatever. (laughs) Right. An outsider's never done this. And of course, Geralt has to say, yep, I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. So 
I mean, you get to it, you eventually get to the man who oversees the the path after mm-hmm. you do some platforming and get a reward. Yeah. Um, which is some uh, some armor, some some diagrams, and mm-hmm. uh, some supplies. <laughs> some stuff that put me over my carry capacity. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I couldn't carry it, so I had to drop it. Um, <laughs> practicum in advanced alchemy. I love this. Um, is, is, well, it's interesting, too, because you can get this a couple of different ways. Uh-huh. Um, you can talk to, there are a couple of alchemists you can ask to find a master. Uh-huh. Like, I need advanced formulae, and they'll point you in the direction of this. Mm-hmm. Or you can just run into him. Yeah. It's like, uh, a, like a crotchety loner on the, outs- on the outskirts of a town. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So you're like, hey, I'd, I'd like to, I'd like to learn some alchemy, and you know, it's a little goofy because it's like, hey, I'd like to study with you for years. When in reality, it's like, hey, can you make me some good stuff? Mm. Um, and this guy, he's real put out because everybody is sending their students to him, and he just wants to be left alone. So you mm. make your case, and he says, all right, I need you to bring me these three things. Bring me this particular kind of flower uh, from these woods. I need you to uh, bring me. This alcohol that isn't made anymore, and I need you to bring me this uh, this weather mage. Yeah, <laughs> to do to do a ritual. Right. So you, the uh, the flower you end up finding. Um, this is the other succubus quest. Right. As I mentioned, there's a, there's a kid who's up in the mountain trying to find the flower. The reason he hasn't come back is because he's fallen in love with a succubus. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the distillery thing. You go to this abandoned distillery, fight off some monsters in it, and then you have to do like what could only with the most possible charity be called a puzzle where you have to just kind of do a series of tasks in order. Yeah. Yeah. You, you have to follow directions. And when you go to the other, uh, the other weather mage, uh, Fritjof, mm-hmm. um, he says, help me, you know, if you help me, I'll help you. Um, I'm going to call some rain to this village. It's been very dry, but it's going to cause some foglets are going to be about <laughs> kill these foglets. Yeah. That's not the cool part of it. Nope. Um, you do all the things, you come back to the grimest and you say, uh, okay, and he's okay. You're my you're my apprentice. I need to meditate on this and do this ritual with this druid. Come back in 24 hours. <laughs> yep. um, and you go out and wait a wait an hour. Wait 24 hours. Mm-hmm. You come back in. Well, you didn't bring in the ritual components. You brought his friend to him and gave them some booze. Yep. <laughs> They've yep. just been sitting there drinking and catching up. <laughs> yep. And uh, you uh, you say you know what what is this? And then he offers to let you drink with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like my girl will drink when somebody offers him a drink. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. Let's do that. And then you get drunk and then he gives you just a bunch of alchemy ingredients. Yeah. Um, it might give you formulas if you don't have them. I ended up doing this way late because yeah. I didn't find him initially. I found another alchemist just looking for materials who told me about the quest. Okay. Like well, well near the end. So maybe you get more than I got. I just got some materials. Yeah. I just got some materials as well. I, I also came to this kind of late. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, pretty funny though. Yep. Like I, I like getting tricked that way. <laughs> Yep. Just an accidental party. Yeah. Yep. Um, um, funny quests. quests. Oh, jinx. Uh, no. Uh, so Master of the Arena is very good. Uh, there was mm-hmm. this there was this combatant at this arena who just kind of always lost no matter what. And when he when he died, he came back as a wraith who <laughs> would like lose every single fight, but then come back. And he's mm-hmm. haunting this arena so no more fights can take place. Yeah. So you you yeah. go you go in and fight him, um, and if you if you beat him, which is incredibly easy to do because he's very low level, um, he'll just go away and then come back the next day. You you don't actually yeah you don't actually win the win the fight. You talk to him, he's like he's really bored because he knows how everything is going to turn out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So the trick is you know it's it's Cecil in the mirror. You have to lose. <laughs> um, you know, and if you do, um, then he eventually that will give him peace. Right. So pretty cool. And it's hard, you know, you have to definitely try to lose. Right. 
Um, really great uh, shock therapy is real good. Um, one of their uh, their friends, um, they say that he's. I think they actually say that he's cursed. Yeah, it's like a, a um, bunch of they, druids they are like, oh, you need you need, like you need to break the silence curse from our friend. Yes. So you have to uh, kind of use your powers in interesting ways to scare them. <laughs> um, you put out the fire they're at. You blow uh, some cans. You uh, had to kick a beehive over. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is incredibly cruel. Yeah, just like here, get killed by these bees. Um, <laughs> you ever seen and, My Girl? No, all, well, all this will be new to you. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, well, now, okay, well, there, there's a lot of things that you're not going to be able to cross off your bucket list. <laughs> Dritty. Um, but then, you know, he swears at you eventually, and, you know, like, God damn it, all right. Um, and it turns out they had done a, a vow of silence, mm-hmm. and their friends were just being assholes. Yeah, and like, ah, like, so see, he thinks he's all high and mighty. Well, fuck him. Is, Another another episode of Geralt and Frat Druids like, <laughs> like continuously happens in this game. Like, Skellige is like the frat continent. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Frat world. Yeah, frat world. It's the it's the Westworld uh, park that they don't, <laughs> don't go to. Yeah. Um, uh, I didn't think I didn't think this was an actual quest. I thought it was just one of those random events that'll happen. Uh, worthy mm-hmm. of trust. Mm-hmm. Guy comes up and he kind of gives. The usual sob story, like, oh, I desperately need some money so I can get, you know, cr- cro- cross the island to get to my, you know, to, to, to get home. I'm from Novigrad, blah, blah, blah. I gave him the money. And then mm-hmm. I find him later, and he says he's from Skellige, and he's from such and such. And, like, oh, you need to find a, be- like, a better line of work if you can't keep your story straight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And so yep, yep, yep. you end up chasing him down, and he gives you all your money back. Yep. Um. Yeah. And then uh, a bard's beloved... Um, this is, you, you find this bard, uh, who is in a cave is in thrall from this water hag. Yeah. Uh, is essentially the, the thing he's singing for the water hag has kept him prisoner for this. Yes. Uh, to, to, for, for, for this flattery. It's just very fun to, to hear him singing these songs about a water hag. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's pretty cute. Yeah. Um, um yeah. But, moving on to the, uh, the, the, the mini, mini quests. Yeah. The slight ones, the good two sentence stories. Um, yes. Brave Fools Die Young is fun because, you know, I, I love the, the the idea of like this a Viking nation raising a bunch of reckless youths who are trying to prove themselves. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy climbs to the top of a burning man, falls down, breaks his leg, and his buddy's like, ah, don't worry, you can get a peg leg. It's fine. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. So you, you give him some healing things. Right. So his leg will set. Um, Black Pearl is actually something you get in Velen. Yes. But you complete here. It's a guy who's looking for a Black Pearl for his wife. Right. Um, those are found in Skellige. There's lots of different places to find it. Um, but you have to deal with some pirates yeah, in order to get that as well. Pirates in a cool underground underwater cove. Yeah. Which, which I'm, I'm, I'm super down for. <laughs> um, this was really tricky too. Cause I thought this guy was going to die. Yeah. Like when you get back from the, what it is, he sends you out into the water. You go pretty deep. When you get back, pirates are mugging him. Right. Right. Essentially. Yeah. So, um, the knifing, um, it, I didn't put this in the funny one, but I do think it's very funny. The idea that you can curse somebody by putting a horse's head on a stake outside their house. <laughs> yeah. The very, see, this is the kind of pop culture reference. Yeah. That I accept. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, you know, the, the consequences are very funny. You find a guy whose, whose son is sick and he found, he found mm-hmm. this knifing outside like this, you know, horrible omen. Um, and you have to, you know, determine who left this here. Uh, so you can break, you know, break the curse before his son dies. It turns out that, you know, before this guy settled down with his wife and had this kid, uh, he, you know, he was in in a relationship with the local alchemist who is, yes. you know, incredibly angry. Her terms are, um, you know, all right, 
well, if he wants his kid to live, he has to leave his wife and, you know, come, come with me. Um, and the other way around this is you can reverse the nithing by writing the, by writing the name of the person who, who, who put it there. Did the curse. Yeah. 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 And which will kill her. Yeah. Which will kill her. And I was like, yeah, she probably has to go if she's going to kill a kid. Well, it's such a, like, um, you know, I think this game generally has really good writing. This is one place where like, if, if it's like, okay, a witcher came and told me I have to uh abandon my son and love you because if i don't my son will die like mm-hmm. that's not going to be a good relationship no you know like that like a foundation built on trust like you're not going to want that you know <laughs> right. like unless it's like literally you just want to have this you know it, it's pretty pretty wrong mm-hmm. of this woman it was very hard to be sympathetic to her so it, it made it not feel like a difficult decision to me yeah the way it should have like yes you know no one would have had to die but also like you're pretty much just like saying this dude has to be a slave yeah uh to you because you're blackmailing him with the death of his son right and And it's pretty fucked up over like a jilted you know after him like being a dick but mostly just breaking up with you right you know so yeah she had to go yep yep um taken as a lass um so this is reuniting um, a brother and and his lost sister um who was taken in by pirates but was rescued by one of the priestesses of freya yeah um this is more like the the the, there's no real challenge to this you just have to follow the follow the clues like you just kind of have to find the brother when he's yes. wandering around you will have already seen seen his sister when you were at the temple of freya mm-hmm. yeah uh crime and punishment is different because you can go you can come at it from a couple of different ways um you can mm-hmm. either when you're sailing in the north find this guy who is strapped to the rocks with uh these sirens kind of hectoring him and he makes a mm-hmm. case like hey i was i was i was tied to this rock but i you know i didn't do what they think i did um, and I decided to, to, to let him go. Maybe I was feeling generous or whatever. The other way to this in a village, you find this, this young girl who is, you know, t- you know, just really distraught because her brother was sent away, um, mm-hmm. for, uh, some kind of terrible crime that she knows he didn't commit. And so, you know, you, she sends you off to, to, to get him back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, uh, so pretty, you know, pretty cool. I just ran across him. Yeah. You know, and I was like, well, you know, the, the, like sky executions are pretty harsh. Yeah. You know, um, so just let them go. But it's uh, there's not a whole lot to it other than that. Just kind of showing you exact, you know, how justice is done here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, a hollowed horn. Um, this is really pretty simple. Yeah. Um, you know, some thieves stole a horn. You're tracking them down. Yep. Um Yep. Uh, when you get there, you, you find that the uh, the thieves die to some sirens. We didn't talk about fighting sirens. They're kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, they are amphibious. Like, they are water and flying creatures. They do sing, um, and they uh, kind of do dive bombing attacks. They're, like, more difficult harpies. They don't land. Right. So you have to take them out of the air. Yes. Yep. Um, you know, or, or just lower them down so you can igni them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the price of honor has a really dark ending, no matter what you do. Mm. Like these villagers are waiting up, are waiting for a wedding party to show up. Um, but it's been forever. So you go track them down. You find out not only did they get shipwrecked, um, but the bride perished in the accident. The dowry was lost to the sea and the remaining mm. brothers decided to kill themselves to restore their honor. Yeah. 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 And there's, there's, the, you just, you just solve the mystery. <laughs> yep. There's not, you know, you can't fix this. No. 
um, which I appreciate quite a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, like if, if the whole game was that, that's too much. Yeah. You know, like one of the things, again, we talked about this in the very first episode. This game has a reputation for darkness that's not entirely accurate. Right. Like it mm-hmm. is dark. There's a lot of light in it and a lot of humor. Mm-hmm. Um, this is one of the quests that is as dark as, you know, wet black velvet. Right. So. Yeah. Um, the the Family Blade, I don't remember too much about this. Do you? Uh, no, not based on that. I'm going to pull it up. I'm kind of pulling these up as we go. Yeah. I'm um, hoping that it will refresh my memory a little bit because like this is 1000% the most quest we've ever done. Oh yeah. For a thing, <laughs> you know, and we didn't, we didn't split them as we mentioned. So it's like, I did all of them. I ran into, however, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's, you know, yeah. North of a hundred. Yeah. So, so. W- w- while you're doing that, uh, you get a, uh, a quest in, um, you know, the clan on crate hold, um, to track down this blade that is, uh, kind of been stolen from the uh, from the room there uh and you end up having to kind of follow this <laughs> procession of thieves uh, yes. as it passes from hand to hand and so i think that like maybe you know you, you end up you know like spending a lot of time in the on crate uh kind of town um mm-hmm. this is a way to like and maybe get you to more places is what i think yeah this is a little bit like a grand tour kind of feel this is where on um, through quest content you'll run into the whale graveyard okay uh, which is one of the coolest like sites yeah uh in skellige but there is not there's not anything other you know anything other to this other than just like oh these thieves kept getting stolen from <laughs> yep. almost you know to a ludicrous degree right right uh yeah yeah um so the uh for fame and glory um some skelligers say like hey you know we, our family tomb is here it's full of ghouls <laughs> get them we, we need to kill them will you kill them like it's these yes. you know two uh kind of cocksure bravado elementals who are like, yeah, we need to kill this. So if you want to come along and help us, you can. Um, mm-hmm. And you end up doing all the work. Yeah, yeah. Finders keepers. Um, you just kind of stumble upon a shipwreck with a bunch of uh, with a bunch of treasure, and following some clues, you give the information to the person who it was destined for and get a finder's fee. Yeah. Um, the hard times is the quest where you run into a version of the onion, but it's not as good. <laughs> um, but people keep sharing it anyway. Yeah. Um, sometimes they're fine but the, i mean it's fine yeah they're fine i just it's just like a weird like i don't think they've gotten to the the content part yet like the onion used to just be good for headlines mm-hmm. and then eventually now the stories are funny right the hard time story like headlines can sometimes be funny but the yeah, stories yeah. the writing's not there yeah so i just 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 slamming them though because <laughs> because because will was on this episode yeah yeah well, yeah because i was i was <laughs> i was onion repping for will's company yeah that's me yeah yeah mm-hmm yeah, hard, um, uh, I, that, that's not actually what happens. No, no. A, guy, uh, a guy's wagon was destroyed by a cyclops um, and you end up going to kill it, you know, to, to take this threat away. Uh, and you find a letter, <laughs> a letter to a smith that was kind of like waylaid in this in the shipment. Um, and uh, the, the, the smith's sister had, had had passed away. And this letter was kind of the last thing that he wrote to, that she wrote to him. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of a little sad short story. And you get to fight a cyclops, which I think is pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, well, it, it, it throws shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they throw stuff. They they do this long charge mm-hmm. that reminds me a lot of Dark Souls. Like you have to kind of count the number of strikes <laughs> and do that many dodges. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, the sad tale of the Gross Bart brothers. Yeah. Um, you run into a bounty hunt, bounty bounty hunter named uh, Jenga. Jenga Fret. Does that yeah. remind you of anybody? Hey, hey, pop culture, everybody. Yeah, it doesn't remind me of anything. <laughs> no, are you sure? Are you? Sure? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't. It doesn't remind me. Of okay, anything. cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, um, uh, yeah, 
So yeah, you're working with a uh, Jenga fret um, to find the worst uh, bandits in Skellige. Yes. Um, I broke this quest. I ran into these guys in a cave. Oh yeah. Uh, they got real mad at me and I killed them. Mm-hmm. Um, I like this. It reminds me a lot of fallout to you. Like the, the Morton brothers mm-hmm. kind of thing. I like the idea of just like, Hey, there's some, some real shitheads. Go take them out. Like it's simple, but I like it. Yep. Tough fight too. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Peace Disturbed is really just kind of reminding you that in uh, this, at least this game's version of The Legend of Ragnarok, the ships of the dead will be, (laughs) the the ships of the forces that will end the world will be made of people's fingernails. Yeah. Yeah. The fingernails (laughs) of the dead. Yeah. Into that. So you're helping these women uh, go into, um, (laughs) go into some crypts. Uh, You're fending off some ghouls while they clip the fingernails of the dead to make sure that. that they cannot be used. Yeah. I think that's very cool. Yeah. To, to literally bring about end times. Like <laughs> it's, it's super fun. Yeah. Um, and then abandoned sawmill, um, you know, the sawmill owner thinks like, Hey, some druids have sabotaged my logging operation. There's all this nature magic about, but really it's a lesson. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a lesson for us all. Um, <laughs> as you kill the uh, elder lesson. Right. The, the druids not always up to no good. Sometimes they're turning into bears. Yeah. Sometimes they're causing trouble in your neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> One little call. And, yeah. and Yen got Yen got scared. I started listening or started living in more in comma care. Well, more in comma. Yeah. So there are some quests, kind of major quests that I was not able to do because of just kind of putting them off or not going to that particular uh, town. Uh, things associated with Madman Lugos. Um, yes. And some of these are really good. And Gary, I want you to tell me about them. Yeah, I'm, I'm furiously opening these to remind myself. Because mm-hmm. to be fair, like, I'm even the ones that I remember the quest pretty well, I don't remember them based on the name. Right. You know, so, like, I like that's not true of the Cave of Dreams, which is very cool. Um, this was something, so you go into a, uh, and this is from memory, I'm not reading a thing, but you, uh, you go into a bar and break up a fight. It goes badly, because that's usually what happens when, like, a, a murder machine with two swords breaks up a fight. <laughs> Some people die, and the one witness, the person you're protecting, also dies. So they bring you to Lugos. Uh, Lugos says, okay, you can make this up to us. This is where you do the, like, I'm to be judged by somebody you guys call Lugos the Mad. <laughs> um, one of the things he wants you to do is where his son um, is doing is uh, going on this, like, vision quest in this cave. And it is essentially you taking um, this concoction of hemlock and poppy and nightshade uh, <laughs> and tripping with these these warriors uh, these three warriors going through this this cave and it is you know similar to uh the quest where we went with the uh the elf and went through different dimensions like uh-huh. this does like it's a trick that only happens once in the game mm-hmm. um as you're walking through this this cave and seeing gigantic ghost whales and and fish in the sky hmm. and stuff it is very trippy um each of the different uh people deal with their fears one by one um you know so the Regular characters are not, you know, it's like, oh, some, some knackers, like nothing, you know, particularly scary. Um, but the kind of two important ones are Blue Boy Lugos, the young Lugos, mm-hmm. uh, is dealing with his dad and his dad being disappointed with him, uh, which is like, of course. You get there and you run into Aridin of the Wild Hunt mm. and, uh, you know, a, a phantom version of Aridin who's just like, yeah, you're never going to save Siri. Like, this is bigger than you. Like, you you never learn that lesson, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and kind of dresses you down before you have to defeat, you know, fight this uh, this creature. Yeah. Um, this quest, I actually almost messed up for myself completely based on when I went there. They were like, hey, you're a witcher. Do you want to help us? I'm like, 
yeah, I'll do it. You know, let's discuss my pay when I was actually sent here to work off a debt. Oh, so yeah. this made uh, Madman Lugos mad at me. He's like, you have no honor. You were supposed to do that for free and you did it for money. Oh, wow. but I was just saying, yes, like I'll take your money. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I fucked up. Hmm. Yeah. But very cool. Like really, really trippy. Yeah. Uh, and significant. Um, so. And that's attached to things like an unpaid debt, like you said. Um, oh yeah, a stranger in a strange a land is the, is the one where you get into the fight. Yeah, like yeah. this is this is a quest, a pretty like direct quest uh, train. Yeah, yeah. Um, or no, yeah, the, yeah, you're right. Um, the the unpaid debt, a stranger in a strange land is that that one. An unpaid debt is where you are in prison, um, and you know somebody uh, lets you out. Okay, of of prison here, uh, convinces a guard to let you out, um, and. You know, warning said like, hey, um, one day you ought to return the favor. He comes back um, and says, uh, hey, you need to repay your debt. Hmm. So you just so, pay you just pay him. You kill one of his enemies. Ah, okay. Yeah. Like he, he has he wants you to to help him out with a, you know, with a human like, hmm. you know, fighting a human who owes him a debt or something like that. I can't remember the specific details. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that may, that may be the last question I want to talk about. Yeah, I'm, I'm just kind of taking a look. Armed assault, which I think we talked about. Yeah, it's it, a like you, little you, bit. It's, you rescue some people from uh, uh, Lugos. Yeah, and it's when and this is you know oftentimes I think when Lugos dies, I believe. No, it's in, um, it's in the main quest when you go oh, there yeah. with uh, with the, the the main druid guy. Yeah, it's determining whether Lugos is gonna accept you at all. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, there's a couple of those we like one thousand percent missed. Mm-hmm. Um, don't add us about it. We we try to get through almost you know. We, we went through a lot, guys. Yeah. Um, there's also a whole set of them at Kaer Morin that are all, like, not particularly good. Oh, shit. Um, I forgot to put those in. The only good one that I remember of those is, um, oh, gosh, the greenhouse one. Yeah, the greenhouse one is cool. Um, the uh, the I, didn't, I don't think I did that one. I think I looked it up. No. Because these, the way you get these is just wandering the countryside. Right. Um, and kind of hoping. And getting around Kaer Morin, it's not quite as... Uh, difficult to get around is Skellige, but it definitely has mountains. Right. Um, that will, so you can't really make a beeline to places in a way that's a little bit obnoxious. Right. Um, the two of them that I did here were the one where you uh, kind of reminisce about the Witcher trials and go through the old, like, uh, dilapidated, primitive version of the, the Witcher thing and look at the equipment and stuff and just mm-hmm. kind of reminisce about it like yeah. a monster. Um, the other one where uh, you use the uh, the magic lantern to see that they had uh, a kid was haunting uh, this old fortress of witchers. And that's because he died during the, when he's not quite through his trials right um, there and it kind of shows, you know, him and his taskmaster, um, you know, kind of treating him like shit and abusing him to kind of underline that, the theme of like this kind of child abuse to turn a kid into a witcher. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that is the witcher three. That is the witcher three. Um, yeah, the uh, the longest game we've done for the show. <laughs> I mean, at least as far as like us both doing it. Right. Um, yeah. And, and you know, the like I'm again, we, we talked about this all in the beginning, like really, really happy we did it. Mm-hmm. Um, the exhaustion you're hearing in my voice is the fact that this is around hour six and a half of recording. Yes. Not because of uh, anything else. Not. And the uh, you know, there's so many I feel like uh, as we get to this point where like we've set our piece on mm-hmm. it, there'll be more in the responses. But like there's a lot of little things that are impossible to kind of touch on yeah that i that i just love like i there, i think i mentioned it at some point but i just like you know Geralt finding that ordinary bear and calling it ugly you know <laughs> or a stench or something there's all these little like nods 
like little little vocal ticks and things I just have a lot of affection for because I like this so much mm-hmm. that are going to become like, you know, I couldn't carry anymore. So I had to drop it <laughs> right. uh, in, in my head. You know, it, it's going to have that kind of staying power with me, which is so incredibly rare. And yeah. God, like we we got to do Hearts of Stone, you know, pre pre summer, like first mm-hmm. half of this year, because you're going to goddamn flip. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm, like everybody's telling me I'm gonna shit a brick, and I believe them. But like, I I'm gonna get to it when I can, guys. Yeah, no, no, I'm not trying to rush you. I also don't want to build it up. Like, if I get to this, and you're like, yeah, I thought it was predictable, and dumb. It's like, well, <laughs> well fuck. <laughs> like, That's on you. It, That's on you, yeah. Gary. <laughs> it's just it's amazing that this experience as it is is so good uh-huh. uh, that it just gets better. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. um, and I and I hope we did a good job of expressing it too. Like, this is a game that each individual part, like it's kind of hard to describe writing just being good. Right. You know, like, Oh, it's really good writing. Like, you know, without treating it like literature, this is made up of like, not just a short story compilation, but a compilation of hundreds and hundreds of short stories. Yeah. And I was, that, that, that's the point that I was going to make is, you know, if you go back through all of the, you know, especially like Western RPGs that we've covered, you know, uh, fallout to, um, Planescape and, uh, new, new, Vegas, um, mm-hmm. all, all of those sharing personnel. So, uh, screw me, I guess, um, you know, <laughs> laying out that like what makes those succeed for me is that they are these really good, you know, effective collections of short stories, right. Mm-hmm. That each quest does convey an idea or put forward a different, you know, situation. This is up there with the best of those Yeah, is, 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 is what I would say. And I hope that, you know, at the end of all of this, that still rings as sincere. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it is uh, a great game that I think it's so good that it feels like there's a good chance that we failed at describing how good it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I think that we're actually usually really good at uh, talking sugar about something. Right. You know, like probably I think we do an excellent job of explaining why Resident Evil 4 is really great. Mm-hmm. Here, it's like this is, you know, up there with that. You know, I'm not going to try to split hairs between them, but like it's so big and the style of game, it's much harder to. Yeah talk about how it is good yeah we, we we necessarily took a you know a zoomed out view of this right yes um i don't know what a show about this game would look like how it would break down I, if that would be worthwhile i don't know that you could do it without just being like hey and this happened and this happened and this happened so i mean somebody somebody pitched um a show on on the uh on the patreon or on the slack just mm-hmm. like doing it themselves and going like a literal quest by quest yeah the show wouldn't be long no right like it's like you know every episode would be 20 minutes you know, 15 minutes, but I think that's a cool idea. Like three times a week mm-hmm. going through it and doing like a literal Geralt side quest or Geralt side chat. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I was like, yeah, you do that show and I'll be on it. Like yeah. I'll do, you know, I'll pick my favorite quest from this and, and do that. that thing. Cause I think that is a cool idea. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also, um, I found on YouTube, I want to point this out. Um, there are people doing lore videos, uh, okay. for the Witcher universe and for, for that stuff. I've watched a couple of these and they're real cool. So if you want to know more, like, I need to know how, you know, uh, Dopplers exist in this world. Mm-hmm. You know, there's somebody out there doing this kind of zoomed out view of that. Zoomed in. Zoomed in. Thank you. Yeah, the person uh, involved is called Proper Bird. Okay. Uh, Proper Space Bird. Um, keep in mind, I haven't watched tons of these. So it turns out, like, if it's in, like, one of the episodes, uh, they're like, yeah, this is how, you know, this is the origin of Dandelion. Also, Nazi supermen are superiors. Like, yeah. I don't know. So yeah. I, I didn't. I'm saying this without that knowledge. Right, right. So, so uh, go in, go in. You know, eyes up. It is, but it as is far Schrod- as I know, it is good content. Schrodinger's milkshake duck. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. So, <laughs> if, if this person's up being a milkshake duck, I apologize. 
but at least initially seems uh, a good use for for additional yeah. info. Poke around. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So very happy we did the scary. I'm very um, I'm looking forward to playing the expansions and uh, talking about them later. For right now, though, I feel like we've said our piece and I'm comfortable letting it be. And then next week, hearing what other people have to say. Yeah, oh, I'm really looking forward to the responses. Yeah. Like I, I'm really, really looking forward to that. So I like those episodes anyway, especially in the new format. Uh huh. And uh, I am looking forward to that. So <sighs> man, it's gonna be a lot of work putting those together. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we got so well, yeah, many yeah, responses, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I had no idea. It's, it's all good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I do uh, appreciate that work that you do, mm-hmm. and I appreciate people writing in. Yeah. Um, if you are hearing this, it is too late to write in. Um, but I think if it's on early release, you have like a day. Possibly. Uh, you might have a day if it's on early release. Mm-hmm. Um. What's much more likely is you can write in about the games we're doing next month. Yeah. Which um, include uh, WarioWare. Or no, uh, yeah, WarioWare. Yeah, WarioWare and Toto. Um, so yes. if you have thoughts just about these series at large, um, if you have thoughts about Child of Light. Yes. And um, and we also, we changed it, so not to be confusing, um, we were doing Dungeon Keeper 1 instead of Dungeon Keeper 2. Uh, rationale behind that is that it is easier to patch that for higher resolutions. Mm-hmm. Um, and has kind of a better atmosphere. Yep. And it was also They're funnier. very similar games. Yeah, yeah, it's funnier too. It, it's there's a lot of advantages to it. Um, it is one of those things where people kind of go back and forth as to which one's better. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the one we decided to go with. Yes, and it runs so much easier. Like I had a lot a hard time getting Dungeon Keeper two to run. Um, Dungeon Keeper one just does DOS box. Bada bang. Okay, so nice. Yeah. Well, thank everybody for listening. If you've come through the entire thing, um, that is a lot of time to give to us and our thoughts on The Witcher three. Um, mm-hmm. but we really appreciate it. If you want to support this network and the things we do, consider going to patreon.com slash duckfeed TV, uh, kicking us uh, a certain amount of money per month. Check the rewards. There's anything from dictating show topics um, down to access to our community or, um, you know, getting bonus episodes of shows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're recording this on the day that Patreon announced changes to their fee structure um it's probably whatever we say now will be outdated by the time you hear this mm-hmm. um but keep an eye on that we are cognizant of it um it wasn't us right so if that moves forward and you're like why do i have this extra 40 cent surcharge we didn't choose that right um we were consulted and we're, we're every single patreon creator you know <laughs> is trying to stop it right um including us right. so if you uh, if that's still going on at the time you hear this and you're like this is bullshit let patreon know Yes. Um, I, you know, that is, uh, it's not the end of anything. I think this does have a bad effect on, uh, certain creators, especially smaller ones. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a terrible move and it is kind of a shitty cash grab, um, that is framed as a positive thing, which I hate. Yep. Um, <laughs> but it is, uh, if it's still going on, if this, this cloud hasn't cleared, um, I do think that enough public outcry has a chance of clearing it. So, yes. um, hit them up. Yep. Um, and if you stick around through that, thank you. We appreciate your support. Um, you know, uh, ongoing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it doesn't have to be like an all or nothing kind of thing to you. Like if, you know, this is extra 60 cents and you pledge five bucks now pledge four bucks, we're not going to go through and do an audit and kick you out of the slack. Right. You know, things like that. So, um, you, we can, we're, we will figure it out if this turns out to be a huge hardship. Right. You know, <clears throat> and let us know, but please be kind knowing that we didn't do it. Right. We so. are, we, we are as much at the whim of their decision as you are. Yes. Um, I think that's probably about it. Um, yeah, so, uh, until next time, who is Dog of the Wild Hunt? Yeah.
um, if you have thoughts about Child of Light. Yes. And, um, and, and we changed it. Um, Dungeon Keeper 2. Or Dungeon Keeper 1. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, I, I, six and a half hours. Yep, no, um, that's fine. Dungeon Keeper 1. I'm going to retake. Let's retake that. Just so, okay. just so people aren't confused. Okay. 